You are watching the vodka stream. Boop! What is happening, everybody? It is Friday. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the vodka stream. Ready to end the week just right. That's right. Oh, you fell over there. Come on. Little they live alien dude. Relax, relax. Come on. There you go. Stay up. There you go. That's right. What's happening, guys? How we doing tonight, huh? Eh? What's up? What's going on? Let's see what we got here. Release that air cut, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I can't wait if I can get that guy on here. That'd be sweet, right? Jeez. Um, yeah, he posted some new Joker images the other day at the end of it was it was uh, at the beginning of uh, Film Junkie Live. My mom finished Army of Thieves an hour ago. She wasn't expecting it to be good at all, but she loved it. And damn, I need people to talk about this movie with, right? I know. We'll be talking about it tonight. I actually had it on earlier as I was uh, completing my Eternals review and preparing for the vodka stream. Yeah, uh, I had it on because, you know. I, I mean, it's it's my third time watching it, so I figured I'd watch it because we'll be talking about it tonight. See, Army of Thieves, one of your new favorite movies. That's cool. What's happening? What's going on, Josh? Good to see you. Mr. Fear Jason, nice to see you. Got Jose, happy Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Got Mama Film Junkie here. Hello, Mom. We got Abel, good to see you. Selena Kyle is here. A video game aholic. Cool. Good to see you. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. Always good to see you. Let's drink. Am I feeling blue? Yes. As I, it's a lot of blue around me. Blue shirts. Wearing the vodka stream official logo shirt. <laughs> it's like that right there. Jeez, shameless. I'm so shameless. It's like, hey, that. I always feel weird because you know I go. I had to go out, purchase my booze, which I'm drinking bourbon tonight. A little bit of a scratchy f- throat. You know, for the last couple of days, a little bit of scratchiness. I'm okay, though. Nothing else. Just a little bit of scratchiness that I was feeling. Um, so I was like, you know what? You know what solves that? Bourbon. Specifically, bullet bourbon. And no, this is, I'm not, they're not a sponsor, but that'd be sweet. But anyways, guys, cheers. Happy Friday. Ah, yes. But if you want to, of course, you know, you want to get a shirt like that, it is down below and stuff. So, Yeah. Oh, what's going on? We got Jason. Everybody saying hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Got Mr. Lobo, of course. Good to see you. He just had a little girl. Cute little girl. Now he's 100% dad, man. Looks good on you. What's going on? What's going on, Sir Age? Siraj? Uh, hey, Dave. Do you think Dr. Strange... Um, uh, Multiverse of Madness was was delayed because of the Batman. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's there's always a possibility, but I mean, I don't know. I think maybe a little bit when they they saw that trailer and went, okay, but maybe they just needed more time. I don't know. I got a holic in my name, so I have <laughs> there. There you go. That's good. That's good. That's real good. You think uh, the fantastic? Uh, what do you th- what do you think the Fantastic Four and MCU? I saw it weren't wasn't the Fantastic Four like actually uh, trending earlier? 
that I saw it in a trend space. So, um, which is, well, you know what? I'm just hoping that, you know, we can get, I mean, when it came to what's his name, trying to do uh, a more grounded, serious version, I think there was something, he had something there, but it didn't quite, it didn't quite uh, pan out, you know, didn't quite, didn't quite work. But, uh, you know, release the trank cut, release the trank cut. <clears throat> That's all I got to say is just release that trank cut. Why not? Sending out links. Burp, burp, burp. Okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's just no guests tonight. Uh, didn't get a guest, but I thought, eh, it's been a week now. We can actually talk a little bit more about Army of Thieves. So we'll get some people in here and we'll talk about that. And uh, like I said, I just recently, I just watched it right now. So, oh, good. So, yeah. But anyways, guys, hope you guys had a good week. By the way, Liz Wonder just posted some uh, some uh, Nightmare Joker cosplay. Girl is killing it, man. She's killing it. I don't know if you guys saw that. She's definitely killing it. I'm seeing people on the timeline posting that they're at the Eternals. Hopefully you guys watch my review. Like I said, it's just, ah. Movie suffered from not, shouldn't have been, yeah, my whole thing is that movie should not have been a movie. I think it should have been a Disney Plus series, to be honest. That's just my opinion, though. You know? It's not like a terrible movie, by no means, is it? But just some aspects of it, I was like, yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be something pretty special, but sadly, just not, not fully for me. So what can he do? Yeah, it should have been a TV series, right? I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Dave, did you notice the brightness on the Eternals was dark? Yeah, there's a specifically a uh, an action sequence that happens during darkness in the forest, and it was kind of like, all right, this is. I'm just saying, after watching Dune, and you know, Denny knows how to really shoot in the dark. You just kind of go, oh man, if only could apply that a little bit right here. But you know, what can you do? Um, let's see here. Hold on. Let me make sure sent these out. Oop, 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 oop. There we go. Post that guy. All right. Let me make sure I got everything here. All right. We got the first person joining right here. Mr. Scott McClellan. What is up, sir? Hello. 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 What do you got there? Well, it's 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 my uh, it's my word for reserve. You're drinking bourbon. I thought I drink bourbon, but I had to make sure I was appropriately. I mean, I, I'm dressed like the Snyderverse, and <laughs> you know, got my got my Army of the Dead dad hat. Literally, that's what Netflix called it—the dad hat. They call it so a dad hat, yeah. They call it dad hat, yeah. It's got the but then since we Army of Thieves, I had to go and grab my Catwoman glass to drink my bourbon out of so you know there you go well cheers sir happy friday cheers. happy friday tgif mm-hmm. it's been a week it has been a week. week by the way yeah. can i shamelessly plug something here at the beginning yeah go ahead okay um I, I, if you guys have been following me on social media i'm i am participating in an out of the darkness walk for afsp on That's sunday right. so if you can donate anything actually the link is for my wife's fundraising page we're walking as a team in honor of uh her cousin who we lost this summer so the link is the pinned tweet at the top of my twitter account if you guys can throw something our way for afsp for the walk on sunday it would be appreciated so thank you so much and then tomorrow night 
uh, when we normally would be talking Batman the Animated Series, I'm going to be over with Tim over at the Geekverse podcast YouTube channel. They're doing a 24-hour charity stream for the British Columbian Children's Hospital. And we are 24 hours. Yeah. We're only there for we're only there for a couple hours tomorrow night, and it, we're we're part of the Rangers, and we're joining you know some of our some of our fellow geeks in a trivia battle of DC, Marvel, and Star Wars. Ooh, so, that should be good. So I got that link shared on my Twitter as well. So I've got AFSP, and I've got the Children's Miracle Network for British Columbia. So you know, couple of great I, couple of great causes this weekend's all about charity. So if anyone can give whatever they can. It would be greatly appreciated. Would be. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we gotta figure out when we're gonna do our stream tomorrow. <laughs> I know, appointment in Crime Alley. I mean, yeah, no, we gotta I mean that's gonna be a good one. And we gotta definitely talk about that. So oh, we'll figure it out. Because uh we're probably gonna have to do it earlier because me and Miss Wonder Meg actually have a a fun little stream that we're supposed to be doing after because I think she's gonna be a part of that she's on the other team she's oh my god how dare she be on the other team i know she's on that travis guy's team i mean yeah who's that guy travis snell Snell. yeah travis snell's a dude bro just spread the word (laughs) snell is a dude bro that's just what you need to understand yeah i see you guys go at it every uh (laughs) i see it i see it i see it no but that should be a lot of fun but yeah we got there's something planned I haven't I haven't revealed what it is quite yet, but it's going to be something pretty. Uh, it's going to be something fun and uh, torturous, I would say, Ooh. for at least me. <laughs> That's oh, I'm sure. torturing you is always fun. Yeah, exactly. I figured. I mean, why? I mean, it, you know, if anyone's going to be tortured, it's going to be me. But at the same time, we could find humor in it at least. So uh, look forward to that. I uh, haven't like quite revealed it yet, guys, but I will tomorrow. Um, it'll be later on after she does this um, this charity stream, which I'm glad you guys are doing. That's pretty cool, man. 24 hour streams, holy shit! Because that just happened uh, with uh, Ohio Dave. Ohio Dave last weekend. Yeah. Yes, my God, and you actually got the prize. You know, I'm not going to say anything, but if you if you want to bring it up, then yeah. I mean, I, you know, it was kind of cool. It got some signed merch. Well, no, that's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. No, yeah, no. no, no. I mean, 24-hour stream, I don't know if I do Oh, that. I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> More power because I, I could not do it. But I watched these guys do it last year because I was actually the one asking Mm-hmm. The DC trivia questions last year. Gotcha. <laughs> you imagine me? Just imagine you? me coming up with DC trivia oh questions. Oh my lord! <laughs> There'd be a lot of people going, "What?" Oh what? no! Trust me. The I felt very vindicated last year. Going, you fuckers need to watch more movies. I'm mean, serious. <laughs> oh man. Ah, oh, I know. I haven't done a trivia thing in a while. That'd be fun. I mean, the, I think the last big trivia thing I was on was that big, huge trivia thing that. Oh, um, I think uh, who was the virtual that? red carpet for Zack Snyder's Justice League? Oh, yeah, there was that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We were part of that, but that was that was different though because, I mean, it was cool, but it was also it was an edited thing, so it wasn't like a live thing, you know, and it wasn't like the pressure was there where it was like, and the questions were a little obvious, very easy. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I there was one though. I forgot what it was. There was one though where they went where a lot of all of us went shit did anybody know this and i, yeah, and I was sit, and i was sitting there going <laughs> come on 
come on, guys. Come on. Come on. No, but uh, I mean, it was just, it was a quick thing. And then, of course, when it premiered, it was like, you know, it was edited and stuff. They needed to make it snappy and quick. It was kind of interesting to see that the fact that being a part of that, because I remember, mind you, this is when we all got our screeners. No, we, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I remember because I was also recovering from my second COVID shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. So we all had our screeners and I literally was like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to do this. I, I think I got it at 12 o'clock my time, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, I was laughing my ass off because like while you're recording this, I'm sitting there watching the movie. <laughs> I know. It's just I, I think I was about I think uh, we had to start at mm, one o'clock or something like that. And I got it at 12. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, do I start it? Do I start it? I'm like, I can't help it. I got to start it. So I was like about 50 something minutes in, or I think it was when Diana was looking at all the murals. That's where I had to pause it. And it was just like, ah, so for like, for like the first, it was literally just frozen on my screen, her like holding the torch as I'm, we're just standing there and I'm just like waiting. We're just waiting. Cause that took about two hours to record that whole thing. Oh, it was just like, and it was kind of funny too, because when we were waiting, you know, we got like Dave, Nerd Queens, uh, Steven was in there. And, you know, uh, I think somebody asked, like, did anybody got their screener? And I'm like, I literally have it paused. Diana is staring at me right now. And I just want to push play. <laughs> oh, God, that was that was difficult. But, you know, it was still a lot of fun to do that because, you know, Ray Fisher showed up. That was cool. Yeah. And by the way, I was doing the exact same thing you did. I was watching Army of Thieves for my third time right before jumping on here. So it's just so enjoyable. I it mean, really I, is. And and I'm sorry, Milan Records, I saw your tweet. I appreciate it. But can we get that Hans Zimmer score like now? Like yeah. now. I mean that's that is might as well jump into a little bit. I yeah. think that is like the most fun yes I've heard a Hans Zimmer score. You could tell he had a lot of fun with it because he's got those He's got that that goofy kind of sound, like for yeah, yeah, that kind of like that that kind of that with I don't know what kind of instrument that is. Is there like a some kind of is it an accordion mixed in with some other stuff too, or something like that? Yeah, there is an interest like what like Hans always does. It's a very interesting mix. I'm sorry when he has because we're we're this is spoiler talk now. It's been out for yeah. a week. Yes, but when he has the. But when he has the first dream with the zombie girl in the mm-hmm. hallway, I'm sorry, the yodeling, the yodeling, <laughs> there's yodeling. I know. Seriously. It's supposed to be creepy, but you know, there's something fun, like, fun about it. But then, but then he's also got the very, uh, heisty type score too. the, yes. and then he's got the bring the little bring, bring, you know, that, those kind of like little chimes that he has throughout the movie too and then the, the fast pace like din, 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 you know that kind of stuff too it's just like you could tell he had a lot and then he, he worked with somebody else there was with. somebody else and, yeah. and, and and i feel so like a failure that i can't give we always talk about hans and you know and hans is constantly collaborating with other people and oh. it was like i think it was like brian muja m something was the other composer and i'm i'm unfortunately not giving that gentleman as much credit as we probably should but uh-huh. <laughs> still it's just like there's there's parts of the score that's like this is obviously a Hans Zimmer score yeah and then there's other parts that's like that's different that's different I <laughs> yeah. like this that's a little bit different but man is that guy killing it right now we got Dune we had Han yeah I know the Dune score my god oh and trust me seeing it at the IMAX dome on Wednesday, oh yeah I was gonna bring that up I'm gonna uh because I did bring that up on the show 
but I wanted to show it even uh, tonight where you were at on Wednesday was, right? Yeah, it was Wednesday because it, because that was – they were only showing it at 1, 4, and 7. Not exactly very convenient times for me during a week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was like on a Wednesday. Whew. Well, Wednesday, Wednesday at 7 o'clock was the last 7 o'clock they had. And so I basically twisted my wife's arm and I was like, honey, <laughs> honey, seriously, this is like the last chance I have to see this movie on yeah. the dome seriously seriously i, mean, I probably should i should have prepped that up a little bit better but oh yeah there it is right there so i wasn't sure if you were did a lot of tweeting in the meantime but you're pretty good at not tweeting oh so much not like me at least well, you know it's called you know teaching yeah exactly can't exactly do that i mean sadly i'm i'm here like working between two workstations and sometimes i'm like eh, frustrated let me look at my timeline Ah, let me look at it, my timeline. But yeah, this is it right here. If anybody didn't see it, my lord, the um, I mean, this thing was huge. How many yeah, stories? Five stories with a seventy-nine foot diameter. Seventy-nine foot diameter. And how did it look? Gorgeous. I mean, that's the. I mean, Jesus, that's that's the that's the side of that's a one that's like a part of the planet right there. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Holy crap. The last time I went to there was that was where I saw Dunkirk in 70 millimeter IMAX Ooh, film. That must have been cool. Oh yeah, it was cool. And it was it and this movie, the problem with a dome like that is that they sometimes show like just normal Hollywood movies. And you can't do that on a dome like that because it just you know, it stretches and warps it, you yeah. know, across it. But when it's actually filmed in IMAX, it actually takes up the, the entire the whole screen crazy and oh my god those shots of like when the atreides arrive on arrakis mm. or the harkonnen attack on arrakis uh, oh that was just gorgeous jeez my god that's gonna yeah i don't even know like if there's one like that around here how far did you have to drive for that 17 minutes that's not bad no no it's downtown no. I, no. I literally i literally got on i jumped on the interstate and went to downtown Birmingham, and it's smack dab on North Side. And I park in the parking deck, watch the movie, and then I literally go about five blocks and get back on the interstate. Jeez, <laughs> that's not too bad. There's got to be. I mean, obviously, there's got to be something like that around. Probably closer uh, to L.A., and that's the thing that sucks is, yeah, even though it could be, uh, you know, I'm about uh, 80 miles out of L.A., it'll still take me over two hours just to get there. That's the bad thing. Yeah. You know, I'd have to plan ahead for sure. That, it's one of those things where, yeah, I'm close to LA. I'm close to a lot of things, but I don't like to drive there. <laughs> it's, it sucks. Like it's, it's bad. It's just bad. Like anytime that I've had to drive to LA, you just, yeah, you, you got to make sure you got to leave ample amount of time. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is either. It's like, you're just going to hit traffic. You're just, you look it up on Google maps and you're like, yep, it's going to be, it's dark red right here. That's going to suck. I mean, it's just it's just the way it is. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks because there's so much over there, studios and whatnot and everything. And but but it's just just don't want to do it. I, I, you know, people have their purposes. That's why I love living in the suburbs. That's why I like living outside of that. I live over, you know, closer to the deserty, you know, and I, I it's it's OK right here. You know, we still got traffic around here, but it's. Not nearly as bad for sure. Not nearly as bad. But um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Shit. Um, 
Oh, man, I had something and it just popped right out. Oh, well, maybe it wasn't that. Oh, important. well. Yeah. Um, so you got to watch. Uh, th- we were talking about this was our third time watching it because the first time I got to watch it was the virtual premiere. Yep. And I've watched it twice now on like my Netflix account. So it's, you know, I always hate it because it, like, I mean, I love watching things on their premieres because it's like, good, I get to see it early. I can, mm-hmm. I can write reviews. I can tweet it out. You know, I can, you know, help, help with the hype building mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But then it's like, but that doesn't count towards like the Netflix viewing number. So I have to make sure that I like yes. log into Netflix and like watch it a few times to like help it out. So it's, yeah. And I love and, and I love the fact that uh, yeah, of course it's been number one, uh, number one in ninety plus countries, and uh, also boosted up Army of the Dead because then everybody's going back to that. I even did that too. I put Army of the Dead back on. I didn't get to watch it all. I watched like the first twenty minutes, but I then I had to go do something. It was last weekend, just to like because I wanted to watch that. Especially this. I mean, now Dieter is such he's such that character where you're just. You know, I mean, let's face it. There's no way that he doesn't come back for Planet of the Dead. Uh, I mean, did you watch the uh, Did you watch the conversation between Zach and Matthias? Yes, yes I a mean, little bit. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw a little bit of it. Oh, well, there was that conversation of, and you know how Zach does. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three exactly. Three possibilities. Three possibilities. Either one, that. Dead Dieter. Yes, Dead Dieter, which is, that's horrible. And that's what the unpopular opinion. And then he's all. Or maybe he just negotiates with Zeus somehow and he gets out of there or Zeus makes him an alpha. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh I know. That's right. Interesting. And uh, we got Mr. Ray showing up. What is up, sir? How's it going? It's going. You, um, you know, I was reading uh, a Twitter post the other day that was, I, I had to think about, it. I was like, wow, I think I agree with this. It was somebody there was now I I didn't totally agree with it because this person said that they watched Army of the Dead and didn't like Dieter. What? But after watching Army of Thieves, now there they love go. Dieter and like want to see more of the character, right? And I was like, and it was the post was really about how they liked Army of Thieves more than Army of the Dead, which and I, I could see that depending on your preference of you know genre type of movies. Totally, totally, and I I think that even though I did enjoy Army of the Dead which I did see theatrically uh, in, in limited release. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, me too. I think I, I think I might like, I think I might personally prefer Army of Thieves. Like so? just in okay. terms of the, the, the style of movies. Cause I love heist movies. Yeah, I do. I, I love well, heist see, films. And, and that's the thing. I love heist movies too, but I think there's just something just cinematically about Army of the Dead that oh, yeah. like, yes, the dream lens, like it, 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 it works for me. Dude, so I love much. his rig. I, that camera, that the red, I love that he uses red cameras. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that. And I love the rig that he used for that movie. No, visually speaking, no, it's no question. Love it. Yeah. But I will say that Hans's score for Army of Thieves, well, there's more to because they use so much more needle drops in Army of the Dead more yeah. than like is usual. That score wise, Han, I mean, Junkie did atmosphere for, uh, army of the dead while hans did like probably some of them but you know more of the there's actually themes you know like, yeah. you know and hans doesn't do themes a whole lot he for it, uh, well he, he, he does themes they're just not you know we we, we have this talk every time with every time we tell we, we have to d- distinguish between the old school 
Bombat, you know, the John Williams and the Danny Elfman, like that type Alan of Alan Silvestri, because by the way, yep. once again, today in 1955, time travel was invented. That's let's, right. Let's, let's, Happy that's right. Okay. Today. And not only that, you know, yes. remember, remember the 5th of November. I know that was oh, the one yes. everyone was yes. doing, and I'm yes. like, I'm over I know. here. I'm over here celebrating the fact that Doc Brown like, invented minute, time two, travel two today. significant dates. And I was actually surprised. I didn't see a lot of Back to the Future on my timeline. Only, I think only you posted about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, how did I forget that? And, we, and then, we, of course, we, the, yeah, cheers. We, we can't ignore. We, we cannot ignore Flux Capacitor Day. Flux no, Capacitor. No. The, the, the day that he was standing on the edge of his toilet, hanging <laughs> a clock. The porcelain was wet. He slipped, hit his head on the edge of the sink. And when he came to, he had a revelation. Yes. A vision. A vision. Through this. A picture in my head. <laughs> yes. God. For sure. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that's on my bucket list too, by the way. To to own a DeLorean and to install a flux capacitor that lights up when I hit 88 miles an hour. Yeah. I want that. That's a, That is a bucket list goal. Yeah, they sell they sell light up flux capacitors. Well, I'm not surprised. You know, I've and, seen and them I, actually, and yeah. I bet they're like 350 bucks. And I bet I could find somebody that can wire it to my car so that it will light up when I hit 88 miles an hour. No freaking, uh, yeah. <laughs> I would just want it to light up if I just turned it on. Like, right. yes, yes, <laughs> you yes. know, yeah. Because I don't know, pushing 88 miles an hour. I mean, now yeah, that'd be cool too. I, have that feature as well, but you don't want to be driving 88. I, I, I feel like that'd be one ticket that would be worth it. Yeah, like, I know. The, right? the, the one ticket Officer? that would be worth it. Officer, I, right? I'd have to. I'd be like, I'd point to the dude. Come on, yeah. you've seen the movie, right? Oh man! <laughs> and then know. the officer kind of goes, "Yeah, I get it. All right, well, don't <laughs> do it a lot." Hopefully. Don't do it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that. Yeah. Get that cool officer. But uh, yeah, we're not yeah. we're not advocating speeding people. We're not. No, no, we're not. We're not. No, we're not, 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 at no, not at no. all. Not at all. Not at all. We're not trying no. to do that. But uh, no. no, I've also seen a, um, a flux capacitor. I think it was a uh, I think it was a car charger. Like you stick it in the, uh, the what you know, your car charger slot and it just lights up and then you plug in the USB underneath it. I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, I was like, shit, maybe I should do that. Yes. I mean, there's so many, there's so many, what, what is that? Uh, oh, you got the trilogy. Still books, I mean, yeah. come yeah, on. I mean, just, yeah, of course I, you I had, to, I had to whip this out. So there it is. That's, is that the new 4K one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Came, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, well, because they, they, that. they did a, because uh, they have a regular version, but they just released the 4K, I think, this year. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, it's the 35th anniversary. Yeah, thirty-five years, good grief! I know, right? It's like it just mm-hmm. once again. It's like thank you for making me feel old. Yeah, year. No, <laughs> thank time, you. They put the uh, number I, in there. You're right. just a little bit more. And, and when you're one of those people, you know, it's funny because um, when I saw Eternals earlier today, they had like four trailers, and one of them was for Top Gun Maverick, which you know has a May release date now. And I was remembering that the first one came out in '86, and it's like you know. When it comes to the 80s movies, right, there's like a list of eight, like the Brat Pack stuff and all that, right? And there's like half of them I haven't watched. And Top Gun was one of those movies that it, I didn't watch that until like high school. And the reason is because I was watching Back to the Future way too many times. Yeah. Like I, I, you got, I found my 80s movie and I just stuck yeah. with it. You know what? It it did. It took me a little bit. I, when I was a kid, I was like, I wasn't into Top Gun that much. And then oh, I think when I was like, got older. No, 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 no. When hey, I got, hey, older, I love it now. It's a fantastic yeah. movie now. That's yeah. the thing. But when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I like the. I don't know. I just didn't. Maybe I just didn't grasp onto like some of. But I, I mean, I liked, of course, the flight scenes. But for some reason, it just. 
when I was a little, little kid, didn't really, it was like not fully. You know what? The but, flight scenes was enough for me. Like yeah. I saw dog fighting. Yeah. And, and, and dog, yeah. th- there's two things that really grabbed me as a child, dog fighting and fencing. You know, <laughs> fencing, fencing, yes. Well, okay. I love sword fights. Yeah. So like Zorro and all that, like that, Princess like just bride. really grabbed my interest. So when I finally watched The Princess Bride, I was like, that's... So thank, thank, yeah. thank you. Yep. yep. I mean, that's, that's... It, it, it makes so much sense. That's why you kept bringing up Errol Flynn. You brought up Errol Flynn so many times. Whenever there, like, the, the, it came up during Rocketeer. It came up. During of course, Troll. it came up during Rocketeer. I mean, that's who <laughs> Timothy yeah. Dalton is basically playing. <laughs> right, but like it was, but but that's that's always been like a point of reference whenever anybody gets into a sword fight, <laughs> like in any of the movies we reviewed. It's like, okay, I get it. It's <laughs> Errol Flynn or Douglas Fairbanks. I mean, really, you have two choices for that era of movies and i'm sorry like i you know the adventures of robin hood you know i i did one i still need to see i still need to see the mark of zorro Mm. you know the the tyrone powers one that you know is the you know the movie the waynes were watching the night they were murdered like i i I have that on blu-ray i just still need to actually like pop it in and watch it uh, okay so so random well because this is how we do but random like since we're on the topic of robin hood somebody posted earlier about prince of thieves uh what what are our thoughts oh alan rickman is a gem that needs to be me? treasured forever cancel christmas come on i mean <laughs> i i kind of hard with the sperm yeah come on i i i ask because there's always like a like the, the question when it comes to like that movie and others. It's always the Costner question, like yeah. where is everybody at with Costner? And my thing is is like I mean I love the movie, the movie's fantastic, but like however you feel about Costner, like my old boss thinks that Kevin Costner is a national treasure and still wants me to find four hours of my life to watch Dances with Wolves. I have I have yet to do it. Oh, um, it's a glor- it's I, a gorgeous movie. You, yeah, you really do need to watch it. I, I would. I, I gotta find that four hours. It's so much easier to find it for Justice for Zack Snyder's Justice League than it is for that. But like, but in the case of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, it's like, however you, th- whatever you think of Kevin Costner, you can't argue with everybody else around. Oh, everyone him. else in that movie. <laughs> he, he, when Morgan Freeman is your sidekick, you win. You win. Yes, and that's before that's before getting to Rickman as your villain. Right, yeah. throw Chris, in some Chris, Christian yeah. Slater. Yeah, and I <laughs> right. tell you what, I mean, like Alan Rickman, like his Nottingham. I mean, that's that's second to to uh, to Hans Gruber. To oh, me, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, it doesn't get talked about enough. Everybody talk when, when they talk about villains, they're always like Rickman and and Hans Gruber. But I'm like, yeah, but you got Sheriff of Nottingham uh, too. There's I will Sheriff. not argue, and I have yet to see. I've yet to see anybody say this. I will not argue with anybody that puts it ahead of Hans Gruber. I won't. I won't argue okay. that. Yeah, I mean, I, if, I'd be like, okay, I, that's that's fine. You know, yeah. I mean, because because no, Hans, of course, of course, Hans, yes, definitely. Yeah. But, but I, but I that's funny thing. some kind of cowboy. Yeah, you know, you know, if we're talking about references that Army of Thieves makes, missed opportunity. Like, like, like we get we get Point Break, we get the town, we yeah. get Born Identity. We, yeah. you know, you. You know, there, I mean, there, yeah, the point break I'm one glad, was right I'm, in your face. I'm and glad I'm, I'm not know, the only right? one. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one that caught the town. I really, 
really because yeah. I was wondering. Oh, come on, right? Did you expect know. me to miss that? <laughs> well, I, I, but I no, it, fair enough, true. But like, still, just yeah, no, there was I, but I don't know, right? Because like he was talking about like all the ocean stuff that was an army of of the dead. So it's like, okay, well, they're probably not gonna they're probably gonna scale back a bit on that for thieves, right? They're not gonna do so much of of the references like that. Oh, no, they cranked it to eleven, is what they did. Well, it's but but it's like you know because because the other thing with the oceans movies is like they're in Vegas and they're yeah. casinos. This isn't Vegas. These are these are banks essentially. These are vaults. And it, I and that was like the, that's one of the other things I really dig about the movie is the international flavor. Like they're going well, to different it's countries. Like what Oceans Twelve tried to do, tried to people do, did, yes. tried to do. So I, that's why I think one thing I really enjoy about Army of Thieves is like this is what a successful Ocean's 12 would have been like. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when it comes to Ocean's 12, I still kind of enjoy it, but there is things that you really got to go suspend disbelief. You know, the whole Julia Roberts thing was like... The Julia Roberts thing. They really got they got meta as fuck, and it was like, yes. all right, fine, you know, but it was like, okay, cool, you got Bruce Willis involved, fine, you know, but yeah, I mean, I see what they were trying to do, and there were some twists and turns and stuff like that, but um yeah i mean i see what you're saying it's like it, it should have been, it was trying to be too smart i guess you could say because mm-hmm. the whole thing was like he was going up against the dude who thought he was the best and to be honest it's like yeah he was the best because he essentially did do that crazy little fucking dodge the lasers dance oh the and, whole the, the dance yeah. yeah right yeah and he did achieve it but he just got outsmarted by the whole this whole crew that were like oh yeah but we already knew that there was a switcheroo and we got right. the actual one you got the fake one so yeah it was kind of like trying to be a little too smart i thought and that's why yeah. when it came to Ocean's 13, they're like, just go back to Vegas. Go back to Vegas. Just go back to Vegas. Go, go, you know? go, go, they give go, you go. Pacino as the villain. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well and, and Dave, you bring up a great point because, like, even with what the the resolution was in 12, it was still a case of, well, we, we couldn't have really known that watching through them. Like, there, there were no clues no. left to tell it's us that that like was how they were. Yeah. Yes, like it, it, it is. Very yeah. much so. But like in, in, in 11 and definitely in 13, like I love the, the shot in, in 11 where like the camera focuses in on that tree on that car freshener. Yes. And you're like, what is that? Right. It's, right the car, the car freshener, the vault, like yeah. them building it for practice. Right. Like all of yeah. that, like and there's then, stuff in. Yeah. And then there's like, when you hear, um, you know, uh, Andy Garcia, like when he phones it in and you hear, or even when you hear like one of the guys, out, you, you go back and go, that is Brad Pitt. Holy shit. You hear I, the, it, oh, that is Brad Pitt. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what funny you say that because like uh, some friends of mine that had never seen the oceans movies, we showed them 11 for the first time, but it was like a year or two after Inglorious bastards came out. So they oh, detected him. Really? They detected as soon as they heard his voice that it was Brad Pitt. Because, oh, no. oh. because it's it's a, yeah. it, it's close to his elder rain voice yeah. and they yeah. had just heard it so it's like ah i'm in the not to kill him business cousin <laughs> business is good Booming. Yeah. yeah and he kind of had that that cliff booth a little bit too which a lot of people suspect because quentin tarantino always likes to connect a little bit loosely that that cliff booth is like a. Uh, uh, you know, descendant. Um, yeah, descendant to. Oh yeah. yeah, well yeah, yeah j- just like how um uh Donowitz is uh, Donowitz uh the Eli Roth's character in Bastards, he is like the great great, I think great 
grandfather of Lee Donowitz, Saw Rubinek's character from uh, True Romance. Oh, well, there you go. Jesus Christ. It's just, yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny how, like, Tarantino will loosely connect his stuff. Like, not well, directly. Car- I mean, the first time, like, with Harvey Keitel in yeah. Pulp Fiction after being in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're the well, then, same well, guy, I mean, like, aren't I mean, you? Well, I mean, John Schulter's character is Vincent Vega, and he's Vic's uh, brother. Matson, yeah, Michael yeah. Matson was, uh, yeah, was there, apparently he wanted to do a... He wanted a to do Vega the Vega Brothers movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. which I'm like, damn it, that would have been pretty sweet. That would have been awesome. That would have been cool. But I think, going back to the fact that, you know, we we just got on a tangent about heist movies, but I think that's what, you know, there was so much talk leading up to Army of the Dead about how it was like a heist a zombie movie. And then I felt like when you watched it, there were elements of heist in it, but it was more of sort of a zombie action, action. thriller yeah. type mm-hmm. movie. We get to Army of the Thieves and it's like, oh, no, we're a heist movie. Oh, yeah. no, we're 100 percent. We are. We are a heist movie. And he, but, but they did the thing like what Zach talked about, like at Justice Con this year, which is the you have fun without making fun. And I felt like Army of the Thieves did that, where they had fun with the tropes. They pointed out the tropes of of heist movies, but you never felt like, or I never did. They were ever making fun. No. of heist movies like even even the das reingold uh heist where they do the whole fast forward to show you how the whole thing plays out i love, which I love because that's literally love like that. an every, <laughs> yeah. it's like literally in every heist movie and, and it just reminds me of the one there's one line i'm gonna reference the cw only because i love this scene but when they brought captain cold back in and he gives that line of there's four steps to a heist Make yep. the plan, execute the plan, watch the plan go off the rails, throw the plan. Throw away, away. the plan. <laughs> throw away the plan. <laughs> and yes. I feel like that's a heist movie. That's yeah. literally the totally formula is. of a heist movie. Yeah. And yes. then I love the fact totally. that when like when, when they're explaining to him again, he goes, You think it'll work? It's like, uh, we just did it. Like it just we just did See, it. And then it was just like, what the yeah. And and, and mm. that that was what I really dug about their version of it because it's like you we've seen that we've seen that mechanism so many times yeah so it's like okay is this just so this is just that part of the movie oh no it's not just we're showing it to you in live action you just think it's a flashback or or a flash forward right because the whole idea is like you're used to seeing how it's going to work and then see what goes wrong when they execute it in this case oh no nothing went wrong and we're showing it to you as we're explaining it as we're doing it like it was it was meta in itself, and I really dug that. Very much. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like it when he like looks down and sees, like, yeah. Yeah, it was a perfect combination. Have you seen? Have you guys seen some of the uh, behind the scenes of how they, like, did, like, the bike chasing and stuff like that? No. Like, yeah. That? Oh, yeah, I, I retweeted it. Like, there's, like, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, you know, there's all kinds of rigs, and, you, you know, there's a, in, like, there'd be, like, a green screen behind, like, a track that, you know, uh, that Matthias was on. And, of course, he has to, like, do, like, the whole motion and stuff like that. Some po- Somebody actually lined it up, too, with, like, the actual film. It looks pretty cool. I'll send it to you if I find it. I, I patterned on my timeline, I think, like, on Wednesday or something like that. But it's just cool to see, like, how, you know, I like how the, how the sausage is made sometimes. Because no, you're looking absolutely. at that scene, and you're just like, I mean, you're going through this ch- chasing on a bike, which is great. Uh, I love the fact... <laughs> Even rewatching again, it's a funny scene where, like, the first attempt to take someone's bike 
doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just like he's like trying to be sneaky about it too, and he just grabs this girl's bike, but it's locked to the freaking post. And she's the like, best part about yeah, that it, though is uh, the girl watching him going, "What the what the hell? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Perfect. And then all of a sudden he sees the Perfect. cops, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> and then he just finally just has to see somebody like walking their bike and just pushes them and then gets on that bike. But yeah, it's just that, that little scenes like that, like crack me up when, when something just doesn't go fully right. I mean, going back to even Tarantino, he loves stuff like that. It'd be kind of interesting to see what he would actually think about this movie because he would always say like, you know, when, when it comes to movies, he likes, he likes real world, real world things to happen. I remember he even said one time, he goes like, it'd be funny if like the heist is going on, you're trying to get, you get in a car and, and you know, you break into the car and then it's a stick shift and the guy doesn't know how to drive a stick or something like that. It's just stuff like that where it's just so off the rails. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's what's that's what's fun about these kind of movies where you have to keep like these characters on their toes and keep them like, yeah, what if, yeah, you try to take a bike and it just doesn't happen because there's been many times, especially like in the 80s and whatever, you just grab a bike and it's just, you're gone. But it's right. just, it was actually strapped to the thing. It just cracks you up. Well, and, and even like, you know, the, the mattress scene where like he fell into the mattress, right? Like yeah. that was the point, like the subversion continued there because that was the point where I was like, Oh, well he's caught. And I, I'm fully expecting that like five minutes from then he's going to be like in an interrogation room with, you know, not John Ham, fr- French John Ham, <laughs> you know, basically like, you know, pounding the table, like tell me where they are, that kind of thing. Cause that's what, you know, we've seen commonly yeah. there, but no, he still got away. Like, even as the cops were, were coming, he was like, no, he found the train. He still got away. I'm like, okay, all right. We're going in a different direction. I also love the fact that in Germany, is like, how the fuck did I just do that? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way, I want to point this out. People who didn't watch the virtual premiere, it's something that shocked me when I actually watched it on Netflix. I had subtitles. Did oh, yeah. That's right. There wasn't subtitles on the virtual. There was no was subtitles. So, by ah. the way, folks, when we watched the virtual premiere, every there time no there's subtitles, <laughs> we didn't get those. That's right. That's your, you're absolutely right. Man. I, I thought I, it was I, an artistic I, choice to give me all see, the film see, but, and all the foreign languages. But I, but I remember reading subtitles on mine. Was there? there was I don't know. It was, it, there were some subtitles, but not others, because there were specific not scenes. Like, okay. I got to ask you guys this. Mm. What is Sebastian's job? Where is yeah. he working? Okay, so he's working at some kind of bank, but not really a like a full on bank. It's some kind of was it like a, cre- was it like, like, like our like, version like, of like what we call like, social security or something like something like that? I don't like know. a credit union or something like yeah a, something like, like, like that. But he did what a credit union was because remember he asks about right. a credit union That's when true. they go to yeah. when they go to break That's into true. the Das Rheingold. Yeah, we, so we don't really yeah. know exactly what he does because i mean it's obviously a place where people show up and then we had that lady who um you know well, that was hilarious dude you know what's funny is like you know i mean there's a reason there i mean <laughs> i love how just 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 because he had that the, the glass right there and it literally focused in on the fact that his lady's yelling there's like her bit right there it's like yeah that's what that yeah, it makes sense sometimes, you know, and and even nowadays, you know, especially with the pandemic and you have in certain spots, you have this now. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe that should have been something that's always been there, because what if Probably. we get a customer like that and they're just yelling and it's like, yeah, you don't want it. You don't want that on your face. Get out. The, 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 <laughs> the, there's a lot of things that like the pandemic has shown. Yeah. We should have always had these things. I, always, I should I have always, always had hand sanitizer in my car when I went to the gas pump. 
I don't know what the hell's been on that gas pump every time. Yeah. So. I always thought that like yeah, people preparing your food. Yeah. Probably should have always had a mask on, you know, especially at Subway or something when they're literally asking oh, you, yes. you know, it's like or, how many or, times or like Qdoba or Chipotle. Yeah, I mean, just, right. just watch somebody have, have like the sun in the background or a light and just have somebody talk and see just how many times you see some droplets just come flying out. No, I, I, I talk about the fact of how many times, um, when I decide to take this laptop and take it upstairs. To oh, like, dude. Um, the amount of times I have to go, okay, I'm going to get a cl- cloth and I need to um, wipe this screen now. Dude, you're talking to a guy who does, uh, you know, an hour, 15 minute show where I'm just blah, 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 like that. You know, you know how many times like every week I'm like Windex <laughs> on my desktop screen and on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Everything. It's uh, yeah. It gets spotty. It gets yeah. spotty. Yeah. So, but I just love, I just love that just to add to the misery of, of, uh, of Sebastian where he's just getting yelled at and then it just focuses in on, I just thought, I just love that shot because it doesn't need to be there, but it just emphasizes the misery of his job. It's it's the humor. It's the, because between that and then him looking at the television monitor reporting on the zombie outbreak in Vegas and the zombie looks like the like woman the who's yelling at him. And I'm just oh, like, oh, man, I just love I think that's again, it's like I know people, you know, the fun, the funny, the humor. But, but like, but that's the kind of humor that I go. Yeah. Yeah. It's that quick little visual humor. Yeah. Like you, said, you, you don't like, die laughing, but you just kind of go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was right. Cute. I get but it. I get it. The, 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 kind of kind of the drier stuff. It's like, you know, pay, pay attention. Cause there's something here, right? Like as far as hilarity and yeah. And just, you know, it, it further served to illustrate just how mundane his real life was and why like g- give him extra motivation to do what he does as a safe cracker. Cause it's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. You and know, I like, uh, isn't it. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and talk about a perfect way to uh, give some backstory where, you know, he wants to, uh, he, he's got some YouTube videos you know, I mean, they emphasize the fact that he has like no views and it's just no like views. no views, yeah, zero views, which is like you feel for him. But it's just kind of, you know, he, he the, it opens up with him doing a YouTube video where he gives the backstory of of uh, Hans Wagner and, you know, and then it goes back to it and you kind of show it. So that I mean, that's one of the things I wanted to start off talking about, because. I mean, when it comes to these safes, man, I mean, we, we're still kind of like we're so up in the air. I mean, first off, I mean, you, you, you get, um, you get, when you're getting all the backstory and, um, um, and you get in the, uh, you get the title of the Norse, uh, what, what is the title again? Damn. It just totally just left my brain. Well, which title? Cause you know, we're title talking. Of, uh, the Norse God that, uh, uh, animated series that's coming out. Oh, Twilight of the Gods. Twilight of the Gods. Because There's, that's I... the translation of yes. Gotodomerong. That's yes, what exactly. Gotodomerong means in German is Twilight of the Gods. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're breaking up. You're breaking Uh-oh. up. Hold on. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. Somebody, somebody put on the Netflix. <laughs> Probably. You're okay, you're good now. You're good now. Uh, because I mean, because that's what's happening in that opera is Ragnarok. Yeah. Right. So he's yeah, because right. he's talking about the different the different safes and the names of the safes, and uh, yeah. So when I was watching again, I was kind of paying attention, really trying to pay attention. That first off, the actor who plays Hans Wagner, I, I looked. I looked. I looked him up. And, uh, 
Yeah, I looked him up. He yeah, he was in Dark, which which Zach and Deborah have mentioned that they really enjoyed that series. And I'm like, I knew he. I was like, he looks familiar. And I went, okay, he was in the series Dark. Which Ray put that on your list if you have okay. yeah if you haven't already. <laughs> time it's a great series. German series on Netflix about time travel and paradoxes. And yeah, oh, time and, yeah. travel. Oh, all right. That's, Yes, it's full on time travel. Like it's Damn it. It, it starts. Hey, give it time too, because I think Ben said that he's like, I tried, but it was so slow. I'm no, like, it, yeah, you didn't, no, you didn't it's, wait it's, long it's, enough. You had me a time travel. Yeah, you you no, no. What, what, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll admit too. Yeah, it's a it's a slow start, but once you like, when the first paradox happens, you go, oh shit, okay. Now I'm like, okay, I'm like, they're setting it up. They're setting it up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm still with them. Still with, but once you like, and you realize the creepiness of stuff that's going on and you, you know, and then you're, they're setting up the characters. I don't know how many, I think it gets like into maybe the second or third episode and then a paradox happens and you kind of go, Oh, okay. So the, okay. Now I'm fucking in now. I am so in. And then it was only three seasons or two seasons it says it says says three seasons 26 episodes it says yeah 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 no it's it's a good amount of time because they 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 add to it and and they go even further i mean it's just it's it's a really good series it's a very good series has has a very high rotten tomatoes rating for whatever oh yes yeah (laughs) how dare you talk about rotten tomatoes by the way before (laughs) we go up you saw eternals you said right yes i did i saw it today Scott, you oh, didn't it see is, it, right? No, I haven't seen it. No, okay. It it, it it's it, it is it is nowhere near the forty nine percent that it's on that it's at. It's on a forty nine percent now in Rotten Tomatoes. It, it is forty nine. Wow. I, I I wouldn't even put it in the bottom third of the, of my MCU rankings. Oh no, absolutely not. It is it is much higher than that. Much higher. I I don't know that it's. I wouldn't call it. I I think that for the three MCU movies that have come out this year, I still think Shang Chi is number one. By yeah. far the best, but I liked it. I think I like Eternals more than Black Widow. In oh, fact, yeah. no, I oh, yes, yeah. I did. I did like. Yeah, Eternals I was. I was not a fan of Black Widow with Eternals. I was a little. Mm, that that second act gets a little long and kind of boring and bloated for me. Final act though, that final battle I thought was fantastic. Final, like, oh. final yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah final I thought that was good. But I think it should have been a series. I honestly really think it needed a little. It bit could more have flesh. been yeah. the, the the way that they structured it. Absolutely, it could have totally worked as like a six episode series on Disney Plus. Yeah. Absolutely, there's no question could have worked that way. Um, but I mean, I still, I still like that it was. I still like they did it on because that's an unconventional structure for the MCU. They don't. Oh yeah, normally oh, yeah. It do that. It does, it does break the mold, which is good. I, yeah. I totally commend it for that. But but I think it just, I it, it just, I think it should have been a series. They should have like made it a series because there's so much there, and nobody knows these characters, and it's just like, yeah. you know, you're. You know, they're trying to focus on the mains, and I was like, eh, maybe the mains aren't as strong as some of these characters. Like, I kind of like the side characters more than the main characters. You know, I think it's just, that's where it kind of suffered. But anyways, that's just a little yeah. eternal tangent that I thought I'd... Yeah. But hey, no, it, it, let's, let's it, dip it, our it, hat it, to it, the it, fact that this is the year of Kirby. That's true. That's Jack, very true. Jack has had a good year this year. He's had a damn good year. Years to <laughs> he that. Really has. Years to that. He really has. So now it's like, okay, do I read Fourth World or Eternals? I have access to both. You just which read both. I read? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm going to read both. Like, which, which one do you I read go first? To next? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? It's probably still going to be Fourth World, just because of 
Cosmic Odyssey and my whole affinity for Darkseid and, and like how the whole, like that was my introduction to the new Genesis stuff. So I'll probably just jump into that again. But Eternals, I actually am, after watching the movie, I'm actually quite curious about. Because he did, because he did Eternals once, once all his fourth world books wrapped up and got canceled at DC. Basically, after he basically stopped having his, you know, he did Screw You Marvel and went to DC, did all the stuff at DC with like the fourth world, OMAC, the demon, uh, Commandy. And then went back to Marvel. Basically, then DC pissed him off. And then he went back to Marvel and did the Eternals. But when you're Jack the King Kirby, you can do whatever the hell you want. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're you're not kidding. And to see his name in the credits, it's like, all right, there you go. All right. No, but uh, uh, Scott, I would be very curious to, to know what you think of it. After, yeah. like if, if you Me have a, a shot to see it but it, it no it it's just a it, dude we've been i said this we have been telling everybody for the last five years around tomatoes is bullshit well, now yeah, maybe I mean, more now maybe more people that thought we were just being <laughs> yeah, whatever for the last five years you fanboys are like <laughs> oh we get what you guys have been saying for yeah last, you know eight years <laughs> yeah it's like mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it's just go see the fucking movie for yourself i mean i the only way i like it is the fact that i can access critical but the thing is nobody actually utilizes this like that i actually go in and like read and then i can actually click and read the full review not just a little snippet oh let's see yeah. but then the, the 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 system is flawed the whole i don't like the tomato meter i hate it I like an average system rating more than anything. Break it down a little bit better for me. And then sometimes you'll actually see a two out of five and it's still a fresh tomato. That does not make sense. What the fuck? Nope. That doesn't. I've seen that. Where like I've seen mm-hmm. a bad, re- like a, this movie's a mess or blah, blah, blah. You know, 2.5 out of five. And I'm like, but that's still a fresh tomato. That doesn't make any sense to me. By the way, Ray, even Brent says, read the fourth world. He texted me. I saw that. Yes, he texted. I texted, and... but I don't know if he saw it. He will dig that more, though. <laughs> Literally, yeah. my texts are popping up on my MacBook right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's yeah for yeah for sure, definitely. But uh, but no, it's just it was it, it was good. I did. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Uh, well, it's not a bad movie by all means. New, like it's a beautifully new. shot movie too. I mean, there's oh, like yeah. some scenes where it was like eh, maybe a little bit dark, but I think I blame the MCU color grading. Sometimes they put on that thing it, well, on these movies. And, and some of the other criticisms that I did see about it was like, you know, for, for even the people that liked it, they were like, well, they went back to this that the MCU normally does, or that that the MCU normally does. And I'm like, well, it's still an MCU movie. They can't necessarily get away They're not gonna from throw the baby that out with the bath completely yeah, you know, exactly. right yeah, you know gonna be at, things. as different as chloe zhao do, did with the film she's still playing in the same in that sandbox she's still got to yeah. do things and there's still oh plus um i mean everybody knows about the one dc reference there's another dc reference in there that i was like oh all right it just another you know that scott we've dealt with this the cw in the DCCW, Marvel Comics exist because yes. they referenced Hulk and Spider-Man, Spider-Man and a bunch of other characters. And clearly yeah. in the MCU, DC Comics exist because yeah. it's not oh, just yeah. Superman that that movie references. No. And it's a reference. It, it was actually well, pretty good. Re- it, it was really good because it was one where I was like, oh, that's clever. I like that. Okay. Yes, it was a clever yeah. reference. So. No, but I think like well, yeah, after this week, I'm just – 
I'm just like, can we put this whole argument? Because this week was Spider-Man leaks on my timeline. and Oh, I've been trying to avoid those like the plague because yeah. I, told, I think I've even told you, I'm going to see No Way Home. Yeah. It's a Spider-Man movie. I, sure. you know, mm-hmm. you know it, it's like even when I talk to my students who, you know, they've been raised in the, in the world of Marvel and they don't seem, they don't, uh, it's like, you had to grow up with me to go. You gotta understand when I grew up with like Batman, like I'm a DC guy. Like yeah. I had Batman the Animated Series. Like I had DC on my brain, but at the same time, it was like I had Spider Man the X Men. Yeah. Like go in my comic book collection. I got some pretty sweet Spider Man issues. I got some pretty sweet X Men issues. Cause like those were my boys. Cause I also had fox kids cartoons where where was i watching really? batman the animated series spider-man the animated series and x-men like that's what a 90s kid watched. I, 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 I i was just i just stuck with batman seriously you didn't live your full I, life right i know I, I, I it's batman it's batman Oh, well, I like, get like, that, I, but it's it, also Spider-Man. It, it's Spider-Man. It's nothing, it is nothing against Spider-Man or the X-Men. It's just I knew where my bread was buttered, and I, I love, I, it's, it's, it's. I loved, I loved it. It's. I, I'm still, I'm still telling you. I, I don't know if it's gotten on Disney Plus now, but because um, you enjoy Young Justice, Ray. Yes, yes, I do. Okay, but I'm going to tell you, you get Greg Wiseman. Writing a Spider-Man series, and that's where you get the spectacular Spider-Man, I'm and that, that is a great animated series. Yeah, I still okay. watch too. Yeah, I haven't watched Spectacular. I only watched the original. I I personally enjoy Spectacular more Ooh, than okay. the '90s, but I also love Greg Wiseman because you know he did Young Justice, and then before that he did Spectacular Spider-Man. He worked for like the first season of Star Wars Rebels, hmm. and and Ooh. but then going back to Two years after Batman came out, Disney tried to get in the Batman action, and that's when they created Gargoyles. Mm, and gargoyles, yeah. I adore Gargoyles. Now, now that is on Disney Plus. That is on Disney gargoyles Plus. Gargoyles is on Disney Plus. Yes. And, and I've been telling you because I mean, like Keith David, Jonathan Frakes, Marita Sirtis, Ed, like Asner. like like half the TNG the Star Trek is in, is in the is Disney in show. show. <laughs> so it's like I got I, I I have to I have to at some point. Yeah, you're yeah 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 being a Trekkie like you are. You better oh, be, oh, you God. would eat <laughs> it. Oh, Brad. I'm surprised. They, they, I'm surprised if, there hasn't been a live action gargoyles yet. I'm wondering how many times there's been a pitch for it. I'm like. Who could do that? Uh, but he's uh, 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 dealt. Um, oh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. I couldn't oh, remember. Oh, maybe maybe Guillermo, he could do oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he could. Oh, I would want him. Absolutely. But please, please, you've got to get Keith David back as as Goliath. Like, oh. You like, just can't like, replace that voice. No, it's like it's like when they when even the Bayformers movies, they brought Peter Cullen back as Optimus Prime. Had to. Like, had to. I, you know, it's like you do the same thing with Keith David because it's. It's it's and, Keith David, and they did and and notice they did like whatever they wanted with every other voice, couldn't mess with that one. Had yeah. to like like you know because Welker wasn't Megatron again. Not it until was the fourth one they brought and, Welker back. And the fourth, oh yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. Because when one, they yeah. turned Megatron into Galvatron, they finally brought right. Welker back. Yes, you're right. Totally, their version of Galvatron. I'm just, was... just, I'm not, mm, no, we're not going there. We're not going there. Yeah, I know we, we, we're going on quite a tangent already. So yeah. Yeah. 
I've, I've had a little bit of bourbon, and we're not going to go there, especially <laughs> oh, with can, how he's... much, for all of its cheesiness, I adore. I, I've said this before. Transformers the movie from 1986 was my very first theatrical movie experience. That's right. That's right. You said that before, mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just saying they screwed with Galvatron. And no. No. Adaptation adaptation that's all remember we, we we've we've had that discussion before too so mm-hmm. but with original work you don't with original work you don't have like army of thieves you don't have to worry about that because sure. it's an original idea so original ip right which, but, uh, which, okay, which, so here's a question that i that i well not really a question but a comment uh, that i've been seeing pop up is uh, how much did you love to be able to watch a prequel slash spinoff and you literally did not have to watch the other movie to watch this and That's completely great. enjoy it. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. No homework. No homework. And, really you know what? And, he, yeah. and I love what he said in the, the, the panel beforehand where he, he said he was actually, he was really curious to find people who have, who didn't see army of the dead and saw thieves first and then saw army of the dead. I, and I, That's I, why I army really, of the I would, dead ended up, ended up, Getting boosted up again on Netflix, which is I, and I yeah. think there was that Twitter account. What's on Netflix yeah. actually said that this is the highest. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out what to be the best word, but uh, the the rise that Army of Dead has had in the Netflix ratings, for lack of a better term, is actually the best Netflix has ever seen when they've released a prequel or sequel film. Like they've never seen such a boost to the original film yeah. before on their service. Mm-hmm. But I also just think that's but Netflix is Netflix is getting in the game. They're really like, getting in the game with are. like expanding they universes are. and what you call it. And we're we got somebody uh, that's uh, joining right now. We got Mister Ohio Dave showing up. What's Yo. up, Hi, Dave? What's good, hey. fellas? Hey. How we doing? Hi. Have you recovered you, from last weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah no. I feel like I see you too much, Scott. I, I know. I see. I am Perfect. everywhere. Are you kidding me? I see this guy all the time. It's well, you see me on a on a weekly basis. Oh yeah, <laughs> weekly. Friday, Saturday, man. I'm seeing this guy, of course. But uh, you know, you get used to it. Don't worry, you get used to it. <laughs> now we're just uh, yeah, we're just talking some army of thieves. Uh, I know nice. you did your stream nice. earlier. Um, I did. Yeah, drinking something. Yeah, I got some tequila. tequila oh, I know you're a tequila Ooh. guy, dude. I mean, Ooh, boy, wow. I'm not, I'm, more power to you, man. That is not not my not my yeah, jam. Not my, uh, not, not my tempo either. <laughs> I, this I stuff is tequila. good. I don't. Where, wait, wait, which tequila do you have? It's called Carmarina. I think it's called Carmarina. Carmarina. Yeah, it's cheap too. It's like twelve bucks, twelve fifteen bucks. Cheap. It's oh, super okay. smooth. Mm. Is it a silver smooth. or is it a uh, gold? Yeah, okay, gold to deal. Okay. Uh, and then we're gonna bring in Mr. Uh, Art himself, Mr. Aaron Bailey. What is how's up? Going, oh, guys? good, Aaron. What's hey. up? <laughs> how's it going? Yeah. I think Aaron, this is my first time actually getting to his first time on the vodka stream. I was like, hey, you, yeah, this is awesome, man. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to see you guys in person. Definitely, it's nice to see everybody hanging out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I thought, you know, let's bring it, you know, let's get some more uh, people in this little discussion here. And then I'm going to put my, let's put the logo right down there. Oh, look, there we go. Branding. There. Branding, there. sir. Branding. <laughs> yes. Now that was, you know, it's not going to cover anybody's name. That's what I always worry about. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so we were, you know, we were just, we went off on a bit of a tangent, which is what happens a lot. 
perfectly. Especially with the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went on a little bit yeah. of tangent, but uh, where did we kind of leave? Oh, yeah. I was kind of, we well, were talking you... about, we're talking about the Hans Wagner, like, introduction. Okay. Yeah. Safes. And just kind of like, I mean, it's very well, I, I like how it's, you know, the movie starts off with, with uh, Sebastian kind of just like giving the, the backstory through a YouTube video. And then it just kind of flashes back. And, uh, and then he starts giving the backstory. I think is I think that's how we kind of veered off was like I was talking about the actor who played Hans and then we just yeah whatever um because I was like oh yeah he's in dark oh Zach and Deborah love dark yay oh is he oh is he yeah yeah I'm about to to go back down the same (laughs) tangent again no 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 no. okay put it on my list already (laughs) yeah (laughs) no no I looked it up I was like who is this guy he's got to be and I looked I was like okay yeah he was in dark yeah that's right and I I forgot exactly which character he played but yeah. He's in dark, and I know uh, they've mentioned how they enjoyed that series. Which, yeah, it's a fucking great series. Which, uh, to the, which once again is one of the qualities I love about this movie is how authentically European oh, so much of this movie is the the, the cast, yeah. mm-hmm. the locations. Because as someone who's been to you know been to Europe, it's like you you can't fake that. No. Right, right. No. Yeah, that was one thing I liked about it. It felt like it was in it felt like it was in the Army of the Dead universe, like in a different part of the world. Like Yeah. It, yeah. Like we knew that there's a zombie apocalypse, which I was like, that's what I was hoping. It's like just reference it in the background. And sure enough, that's what it was. But it wasn't a threat here. There's still right. a whole other story here. It's like, yeah, that's happening. And you know, even like uh, you know, um the the head uh cop guys, you know, he's Bel- like uh, Delacroix. Yeah. He's so obsessed and like, you know, uh, Beatrix, her name is, right? Yes. She's, she's like, she's like, uh, what about the zombie apocalypse? And he's just like, screw the zombie. He just doesn't care. <laughs> and there's like a, something happening on the other side of the world. He's like, I'm about this because I've been chasing this, this, this girl around forever. And I'm like, I'm going to get her. Jesus. I'm sorry. My favorite part is still the, they shot him. Really? In the ass. In the ass. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I know. There's history. That's the thing. There's history between him and uh, Brad Cage, otherwise known as Alexis. When do we get the uh, When do we get the spinoff for her backstory before this movie? We I know, just right? Get unlimited spinoffs. I know. Jeez, just keep spinning. <laughs> you want to give me more Natalie Ma- Emmanuel? I'm exactly. I'm not, not going to complain. Hey, I'm not, not going to complain. Hey, hey no. give, give me no, give no, me that. No give me some Karina. Karina, yes. Oh That's my it. God! Give me, give me all the oh, yeah. Rubio. Give me all the Rubio feet. Oh yeah. I knew you were gonna oh, say yeah. that. I knew oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as much as I love, uh, you know, like I'm, um, you know, man, uh, Natalie, but I was like, oh man, I got another little crush going on over here. I'm like, I didn't know, because we all knew her from like other things. She was in, uh, she was in Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, she was right. in Game of Thrones. Yes. Wait, course, what? Fast, Fast and Furious. Yes. So, so like, she already knew who she was. Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, you're talking, the... about, you're talking Natalie. about Nat- Natalie. Oh, Natalie. I thought we were talking Natalie. about Ruby. I, I was like, Natalie. what? Not, not Ruby. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know who Ruby was. Until I, yeah, didn't I didn't either, yeah. We saw the previews, and it was like, okay. I mean, we saw the scene where she walks in the bank with that dress, and you're like, oh, who's this? But then you, when you finally get who the character is and how funny and kind of quirky she is, you're like, okay, now I'm just totally just full-on crushing on you right now. <laughs> You know? I love her. I love her introductory scene when she, she was like, you know, nerd. I was talking to a nerd. Yeah, that's not how you make friends. It was a compliment from a nerd yeah. to a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's really like that though. Like, you know, 
nerds can call other nerds nerds. It's exactly. not insulting. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's totally <laughs> yes. It's absolutely like, hey, we can say it. You can't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, if anything, that, it makes you feel more. Like, hey, that's insulting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. There you are, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good introduction, but yeah, but talking about those safes, I mean, it's still, I'm just like, what is going on with these safes? I mean, which. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Oh, I don't. Someone yeah. had some theory, I guess, that Hans was Dieter, I guess. I was about okay. to make that up. Okay. That's one of the things. That, okay. So when I was watching mm. this third time, I really, I paused, rewound, rewound just because I'm like, all right, what? I, I was trying to find any kind of Easter eggs or any kind of things. One of the things is like, okay, so when he's explaining it and he's just, obviously he gets in that safe, they try to, get him out of there. And then they just throw it into the ocean with him inside and all his, uh, all his frustrations and his grievances are like in the safe that that's what Sebastian says. And then he also looks at a picture, like in a locket thing or, you know, of like, I guess his son, that wife and son. Yeah. Yeah. That may have died sometime. So there's something there. And it's just, Mm. I'm just kind of going like, I even went like, is that like uh, Sebastian related somehow? Is that Sebastian's dad? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like sitting there going, but then that's a that's an interesting theory too because I think I saw something about too. Is like, is Sebastian that? But I'm like, yeah. But it, and then I was like, I was trying to even like I paused and I was like, I was like, hmm, does he look like Zeus? Is he Zeus? Maybe and I was like, <laughs> no, I, that was the one that I heard. Friend. Too far fetched. I was like, maybe that's no, not. See, cute. some of these, some of these, yeah. I feel like are just go. They're yeah. fun. They go. It's a right. Yeah, right. It's fun, that's why crazy. I threw it out like six seconds after I paused it. I it's like, one of those. Out. It's one of those theories you talk about when you've had a couple drinks, and you're like, yeah. "What if he's Zeus?" Like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it, it's not a serious thing. The yeah. one thing that I'm yeah. always curious about, and it connects to the safes, is it's almost like uh, Sebastian slash Dieter. You know, depending on, you know, how, how you know him, yeah. you know, ha- almost like has that superpower when he's able to put his hand on yes. the mechanism of the safe. And then we get those awesome, like, internal clockwork yeah, cool. yeah. shots that honestly is one of the style choices in this film that really really works for me it it is an it is the most tense it is the most tension i've ever felt watching cgi in my life just like (laughs) seriously like you're not seeing like the sweat on his brow you're not seeing any it's just you know especially there was that one was it the third safe where like it it got it was like it was like kept bouncing it was a sick because it was in the back during the the back of the truck yeah yeah right and Mm. and i'm just and i'm you're just sitting there like <laughs> and, yeah. and all you're doing you're is watching him. him, right? And you're just watching a mechanism possibly get stuck and yeah. screw over this whole thing. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. It's it was it was it was a great. I completely agree. It was a great stylistic choice to focus on. You know, if you're get, to make the safes a character, because the safes oh, really yeah, are totally. characters in this. You know, like the safes together are like a, a family of characters in this film, and it's like. You know, to to put all of your focus and attention on that in those moments where it's like, okay, we know he's a master safe cracker, but we actually have a chance to see exactly what it is that he's doing and how crazy and complex. Like, it gives you more appreciation even for what Dieter does when you see how insane 
these locks are set up. Like, yeah. this is going here, and that's going there, and there's a thousand years over here. It's like, well. Yeah. Uh, no, well, and you no, don't no, like... Thanks. You don't like understand it in, in Army of the Dead, really, because it takes this movie to understand why he was so stressed out in Army of the Dead. Because yeah. in oh, that one, totally it just looks like he's yes. It, it's like it looks like he's just listening to it, and you're like, okay, big deal. Like, there's noise going on. What's the problem? And then you realize in this one, it's this like maze of like little tiny little cylinders and gears going together and stuff. And you're like, holy crap, this is like next level. Especially Aaron, to your point, when you realize that as you go through the ring cycle. The safes are supposed to be getting harder. Yeah. So yes. mm-hmm. at the end of Army of Thieves, you see what he goes through with the Siegfried, and then you realize that the Gotterdammerung is like the mother load. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's cracking in Army the of fact, the Dead. The fact that, that Wagner made the the Gutendammerung like purposely not as stylish as the other ones, I kinda like that because it's deceiving. You look at it and you're like, this safe, this safe looks plain. This just looks like a metal safe, and it's the hardest one. It's mm-hmm. the crazy one. See, like, see, that's, and that's cool. And that's really where I want to find somebody that like saw Thieves first and then watched Army. That I want to, I want to, I want them to tell me how tense they felt when he was when he's dealing with the God of Demerang yeah. in that movie as after having watched Thieves first, right? Because yeah. we're all looking at it like retroactively, like, okay, now we get it. But somebody mm-hmm. fresh could go into it like. Well, it's you know, it's like it's like watching nervous. the uh, it's like watching the Star Wars prequels before you watch the original trilogy. You get all this extra information, and then you go before into the, you go the into original the, movies, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Oh wow, okay, so this happened and this happened." But so what's it's interesting like, though, too, is like, are we ever gonna get are we are we ever gonna get a scene in a future movie where they actually go and retrieve that safe that Wagner was died wait. died? What in? if that's the key to the cure? Oh, Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Right. okay. His body, his All body right. is the only person that's not infected by the virus somehow. Get, get, and get they have to out, gentlemen. <laughs> get those pins going. Somebody, somebody, message Zach real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, and then we're gonna have we're gonna have Dieter having to break a crack a crack a safe underwater. underwater. Whoa, shit! Yeah, right. Oh my, zombie outfit Dieter. Plus Zombie that safe and yes. Army of the Dead, like you realize how important, like personally for Dieter it was because that was the one like Gwendolyn talked about yes. in Army mm-hmm. of Thieves. So he's like, "Dude, I gotta crack this open." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would have done it if she if it hadn't been like if he had never known about Gwendolyn or anything. Right. I don't think he would have just immediately been like, "Yeah, sure, let's go to Vegas and zombies and let's get this safe." It was because of her that he. Exactly. Well, and it also establishes the fact that since we know that the outbreak just happened in Army of Thieves, and we know that when we were watching Army of the Dead, it's five five years later. Well, yeah, thanks. Is that what years? it is? Well, I mean, it only I can't time remember. later, but it was some. It was sometime uh, later. Yeah. Zach said, I think in that in that uh, thing he did the other day on Vero, I believe uh, with Matthias, I think he said it was like four or five years. Okay, I okay. think so. So I think that's even important because when when Ward and Maria okay. find him at the at the locksmith, oh, which I love the fact oh, that it's California, like <laughs> like that establishes yeah. where that lock place was. Mm-hmm. That is also establishes how long he's been hanging out in the states, Can't waiting see, that, for his okay, shot. I mean that that makes sense because every time, like when you see like his phone, I'm like that is an old Galaxy S 
like three <laughs> or four. And I was like, I was like, what? Okay, this fucking thing is like, yeah. I'm like, why is it having an old phone? I'm like, yeah, that does make sense now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's been four or five years. But yeah, I, I think even Zach said, yeah, it could be in Barstow or it could be in San Bernardino. And I was like, uh, yeah, San Bernardino is literally 10 minutes that way. Yeah, Barstow is on the way to Vegas. I would say it's more probably Barstow. Yeah, if I, if I had a guess, but uh, yeah, so he's just been hanging out, just kind of waiting for this. And you know, it's funny too, is like you see, like, uh, Dieter, like when we get to that part, which is, of course, we see that at the end of Army Thieves, just like, yeah, you kind of go, like, oh, this guy has a little bit more confidence, I guess you could say. You see the more confidence in himself, but then when he's within the team, it's back to just, oh shit, I'm fuck, what am I doing here, like, kind of thing, where like. <laughs> Rewatch like kind of going back into Army of the Dead. It's like at the beginning, like when um, Batista's character and uh, and uh, what's her name's character like show up to him. He he has all this confidence, but then when he gets involved with the whole thing, it's just like he goes back to that Dieter that we know that is not confident at all. You know, he's well, con- he's confident in his safe cracking. Yes, like right. totally that's confidence. the part he's very yeah. good, especially if you're talking about a guy who on his first go at being an actual safe cracker went through three Wagners. True. But you know what? Another thing I was noticing too, is like when he does the whole safe crack fight club thing at first, he's like, what the fuck is this? And then he's just like, and then when he gets to that last one, he is full on going, I got this. And then he starts taunting taunting the dude with the long hair. Yeah, It's kind of like, damn, he just like it, but it's almost like, it's almost like, um, uh, foreshadowing to the story of like he gets to the point where he's like yeah there's three safes literally that he has to crack in this fight club scenario and then there's three safes in the movie and then towards the end he gets to the point where it's like i got this i'm good you know and right kind of like uh oh, okay let's see what you kind of did there with this well, story, and, you know? and i think the way they the way they kind of played it the way that i picked it up was like Anytime he's around the safes, he's comfortable. If you yeah. notice, like this, he's always nervous, and then he he's, gets in front of the safe, and he's like, "Let's do this!" Like, right, right. and he really uh, realize that he does have really good hearing. I guess you could say, yeah, like, almost no. too extremely, good. extremely good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little but, suspicious. But, 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 mm, don't I don't know. Be it's suspicious. Like... Don't be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's the thing is like, like when when he sees the safe, that he's back in his world again, yeah. right? Like, like the the. the thievery and zombie killing are not his world safe cracking is his world that's where he feels most at ease and he feels more at ease around safes than he does around people except Gwendolyn and even that like becomes that even that's an evolution where it wasn't necessarily that case at the start of thieves but it's totally that case by the end of it and I love the fact there's the Easter egg that his lock and key place is called Gwendolyn's lock and key. Yeah, I, that that I, hits yeah, that hits yeah. a lot differently now. Yeah, it That's does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> that, um, the extra the extra footage. Did we do we know like if Zach shot that back when he was shooting Army, or was yeah. that something that Matthias added in? No, I, I'm that it had to be when because it's got the dream lens thing. and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Right. It's, right. it's filmed the same, and maybe they just thought like. And just add a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, because it's that's what I was exactly thinking. Exactly the same. Like, I mean, the biggest, the biggest. I always say the biggest um, um, uh, thing that would like pop out if they really reshot it is just look at hair. Hair always looks different, but that's like that lines up. Like yeah. somebody, I think it was uh, Krypton Cage who uh, lined it up, and yeah, and then he like 
you know, blacked out when it was on Army of Thieves when it was like the extra little part, but then it just it all still lined up very perfectly. Mm-hmm. So Cause, yeah, because they did use a different uh, they used a different take in that in the in this uh, locksmith scene of yeah. Matthias saying uh, we'll walk through it together or Dean yeah. saying right. we'll walk through yeah, it. Yeah, it was together. a different line. Yeah, it's a different take of the same line. So it, it, everybody was like time loop, different different uh, timeline. Wait, <laughs> 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 well, really, or 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 can I be the party boo that just goes just practically? a better button to end the movie on like a different take that has a little bit more of a. And you yeah, know what? You're a hundred percent right, Scott. You're a hundred percent right. I'm, I'm going to dream that it's for something else. This is, this is where knowing how the sausage is made can work against you. Like, yeah. like, like, you, you have to take down one less cork board. You, like, you no. just saw behind, you just saw the mechanisms behind it's a small world at Disney just now. And now I've, the whole ride's just, right. Yeah. Or or one, of, or one of those what one, one of those uh, Muppets pictures where like you see Jim Henson, you see Jim dogs, Henson, yeah, like yeah, under, yeah, like yeah, underneath the uh, permit, <laughs> right? The whole yeah. childhood was ruined. Oh, or 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 Frank Oz underneath Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember being yes. uh, being a kid, and I asked my mom. I was like, "What's that guy doing to Yoda in the behind the scenes <laughs> photos?" And she was like, "Oh no, that's the puppeteer." And I'm like, "Yoda's not real." I was oh, like six years old, oh, and she was like, "Your heart." So I found out Yoda wasn't real before Santa Claus. So uh, that was that was a double double whammy Aaron, there. What are you talking about? Santa Claus is real. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. I didn't yeah. know about this. Shit. Yeah. Damn it. How, Get him out of here. Watching. Is he Scott? <laughs> no, no, Aaron no. doesn't believe he can't hear the bells. That's all I that's all I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh man. No, but uh, yeah. So I mean, like that—that's one thing I was like noticing. Like we were watching again is like the confidence that that uh, Sebastian had. Like when he shows up at that Sif cracking, cracking like Fight Club thing, where he just was like at first he's because they literally call him the nervous guy. That's, right. that's what his nickname is. But then at the very end, he's just full of fucking confidence. Just like you know, he goes, "Oh, look at that!" He starts taunting that other guy so much. Where it's like, okay, yeah, there you go. But then it's like, you know, going back to, like I said, there's a safe underwater somewhere. And it's just like, yeah, what connection? There's some kind of connection that's going to be happening there. And it's just, I mean, we talk about, I mean, Zach obviously talked about how um, the Las Vegas is going to, there's there's a portal talking about going back to that where it all started, where this zombie virus or whatever outbreak whatever starts and we see the mural on the olympus there's that whole thing you know and and it's just like oh man you just kind of wonder. <laughs> i mean I, I i try to get as much when i when i talk to citrone i was like mm, i was like but of course he's not gonna say much but it's just like you know he knows the whole story but it's just like what is happening with zeus like how did this whole start the whole thing start and then it kind of makes you wonder too is like this is attached to the whole norse god thing that he, the norse Thing that he's talking about, you know, and ah, uh, man, can I can I just say that, that that for once I'm glad that we can look forward to a cinematic universe that is that does not have an adapted work that everybody can read a thousand times and <laughs> nitpick and try yeah. and figure out. Oh, <laughs> right. well, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? Yeah. Why didn't they do no this? Army they do... Yeah, there is <laughs> right. right. No, no, there is certainly none of that. It's like 
Well, unless you never look like that. What are you well, talking about? Unless you ask the the person on Twitter that was like, "Uh, he, uh Zach is adapting a uh, Sailor Moon story for Rebel Moon." Or oh, whatever. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the source material. But but I also love the interview we talked about. Well, you know, Vanderhoe is going to go to Mexico City to meet this guy who Christian Slater yeah. plays in the anime. I'm like, oh, do we get Christian Slater in Planet of the Dead? I didn't oh, even yeah. know Christian oh, Slater yeah. was a part of it. Yeah. So He's I was like, anime, yeah. oh, no. So. No, me. oh, and oh. Planet of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah. Because I also learned something like when I was interviewing Linux out for Justice Comp this year, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm the Secretary of Defense. And I just went, <laughs> well, oh, okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> thank yeah. you, Harry. I appreciate that information. <laughs> it's oh, like God. there are so many people in Las Vegas, and we've got that to look forward to. Oh, my yes. God. I know. It's yes. going to be so and, great. And, it's and, it's, and, I for, and it's been so long. Because do you guys remember back in the day when Army of Thieves was called, like, Meanwhile in Germany, like that was like the yeah, yeah, title. Yeah. They didn't right. really have a title yet. Right. Yeah. Didn't have a title yet, and yeah. I'm just like it, it's it's also really crazy because I still remember this. This is another one of these universes that you feels like you've been there since the birth of. Because I still remember the day it was like in 2019. It was actually the day I went to Target to pick up like my Reign of the Superman animated movie. Was <laughs> the day it was that night that the Hollywood Reporter article dropped telling us that army of the dead was happening mm-hmm. and now here we are like two movies in two we're movies about the in, prequel you know um, with a sequel with a sequel that we're talking about in an animated series that's already been in production i'm just here going god cheers i mean that's that's i mean i mean look what zach posted today he had that Oh man! Anybody else want that hard hat that has this fucking logo on it? I mean, oh yeah, that one right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I was like, there you go, and that's why I posted. I was like, yeah, building universes. Like, I mean, okay, but how amazing would it be if the hard hat had the stone quarry on it? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's too perfect. Yeah, Maybe right. it's on the back. Maybe it's on the side. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> but I did love the fact that he had that look. Yeah, but that is that. You're you're absolutely correct on that. But. Yeah, it's always great to see, especially watching Army of the Dead and Army of Thieves, seeing that Stone Quarry logo, especially when we saw Army of the Dead in the theater, and he saw oh, yeah. it, oh, it was like, oh my god, yes. there it is, just fucking beautiful. Of course, and that would make an extra cinematic wife. logo. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't just be... <laughs> like, it's just a logo. No, it's gotta be... He's gotta go hard on everything, man. He <laughs> can't just... Every, like, there's like a camera, there's like a camera shutter that like opens up yeah. with, the, right. with that with the hammer and chisel. And I was, everything. I was the only only person in my theater uh well no that's not true i actually went and saw it with uh raymond uh ad uh vespertio on twitter um we went to see that in theaters and we were the only two people in the theater that were, when the logo popped up we were like yes <laughs> and ever and people like, were, casual people were looking at us like what is wrong with you it's a logo and we're like just oh my god yes Aaron, that, that's called my wife who was sitting right next to me <laughs> yeah. you know, there's me oh, going, yeah. oh that guy like when the when the larry fong cameo oh, came dude. up I, I, was I, like, started, oh, right. I started laughing my ass off and i'm like i'm the only one in this theater that goes, right. i was like larry <laughs> i just started who? cracking up and nobody yeah. else was laughing of course and i'm like yeah i Laugh. That was nobody gets that here. Yeah, I got it. You guys yeah. don't get it, but that guy's a legend. Yeah, you don't even know. Like, you can thank him for all this. Yeah, right. that's that's yeah. that's what this is gonna like when like this 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 gets bigger and you start seeing these in like bigger theaters. You start becoming the Loris. Like you guys need you guys don't you guys don't know. 
That's yeah. what tell us what's the story. Well, there's this and there's that. Yeah. That's we're, we're, well, sit we're, down, kids. I'll tell you about. I, you know, <laughs> we're gonna be the old. We're gonna be the old, the yeah. old bearded men around the fire wearing the yeah. robes. Yes, like. exactly. <laughs> We're going to oh, be Ben Kenobi. We're going to be a bunch of Ben Kenobis. Yes. yes. It's going to be like Star Wars. It's going to be like Star Wars. I was there. I saw Army of the Dead in the theater. No, you didn't, Grandpa. Go sit down. You know, like, no, you didn't. I swear. Yeah. I promise you, I saw it. I swear to God. It's a Netflix movie. What are you talking about? It was, <laughs> Cinemark was my hero that day. Yeah. Oh, I, I, could, I could totally foresee that actually happening. Convincing yeah. your kids, convincing your kids that you saw this streaming movie in a theater. I could. T- What's I could a theater? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's why I still. That's why I still have my ticket stub stuck in my making of Army of the Dead book. Nice. <laughs> I have mine too. It's like no, there it is. You will. And they're know. like, wait, wait, what are you talking about, Grandpa? We get movies beamed into our brains now. <laughs> right. I thought about uh, it know, already. What are you what, talking what, about? We were, Dave. We were talking about. Back to the Future earlier and just have the goggles, right? You know, like yes. the, oh, like, like in Back to the Future too. Yeah, when he's right. just like, yeah, I, that, which is kind of a thing, you know. Google kind goggles. of a thing now, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, it's already. <laughs> there's some things I'm still waiting for the fucking hoverboard for God's sake. Come on, scientists. I want, I want the Black and Decker pizza hydrator. Yeah, yes. Why, does, why don't we have that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy, mom, you sure can hydrate a pizza. <laughs> no, I just yeah. want to hang upside down. I just yeah. want to hang yeah. upside down and not be Crispin Glover because because he's three cats. <laughs> <and me>, so. <laughs> that's that was like the perfect way to just like be like it. it, it, you, it that's George McFly, but it's not Crispin Glover. No. He looks the same. He's upside down. It's fine. Yeah, but that guy, that yeah. actor, did a great Glover impression. A, that's yeah. all. You know? Yeah. Oh, out on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. How's Granddad's little pumpkin? It was like Jim Carrey doing a Crispin Glover impression. It kind of was a little bit. <laughs> oh man! But anyways, back to Army of Thieves. So when uh, that interview that Zach did with Matthias, yeah, a part that I keep thinking about in that interview is where he said. After Matthias, his character locked uh, Vandero in the safe, that he three things I guess could have happened between yeah. him and Zeus, and I feel like he was telling us like it was the third one he said, where it was about he made a deal with Zeus and he like walked away because I can't see him defeating Zeus. Yes, and but I don't he think he dies because Vandero couldn't. But what if what if Zeus turned him into Alpha Dieter? Oh, you think that happened? That. You think he got bit? I I, I felt like Zach and Zach's way was, but, but like he felt it felt like one of those. It's but like, then at the same time, like, is it goes, A? Or is it B? But, yeah, or is it C? No, no, no. But then, but then, what did he do at the end? He goes, but then maybe they all happened. He said, like maybe they all happened, depending on what reality you're in. And it's like, God damn it! I, I've <laughs> never seen somebody as good at like. Answering but not answering a question is actually right. like oh, God, so good at that. that. He's like, would, yeah, I guess. You I know, know, who knows? I would hate playing poker against him. I oh, would hate right. There's he would he, he's got to have like because the, there's no way you can't you can't determine shit <laughs> whatsoever. Because no matter what, if he has a bad hand or a good hand, he's smiling and laughing and just right. kind of going. Maybe I have right. this. 
maybe I have that. And then, you know, it's just, or it's a Schrodinger's right. cat and I have them all. You just don't know which one yet. Oh, that's exactly what he would say. Oh, I mean, it, it, even, uh, even just, when he was on, when he was on the vlog stream after army of the dead came out, I mean, we were trying to press him for that stuff too. And it was just like, he would just make those faces like, yeah, maybe, you know, it's just like, you know, there's no way that he's going to like just full on answer, which is good. Of course. Right. Which is great, you know, no, he's, he's, it's it's marketing one on one man. I just, yeah, I just love the fact that he like he basically was like he basically emphasized that you know Dieter dying and getting bit was like the worst case, and he was like you know we all know that that's not going to happen. We all love the character so much that it's like why would you ha- have him killed off? No way. Right. There's no way. He emphasized big time that that's and I loved how Matthias was like sitting there like this because he knows he knows yeah exactly why. exactly he's just like. He's just like he I was watching he, his face so yes. hard, like like make some kind of funny face to something. Matthias seems like seems just, like the kind I'll of person. He's it. like yeah. so nice that I feel like he he was one of those people that might accidentally like say yeah. something. So, so I'm he glad that he's just like, like mm, no, yeah. I don't know anything. You know, what, what are you gonna say, Zach? What I kind of feel like I kind of feel like the whole like secret keeping with like his people. It's almost like the anti Feige. You know, you hear all these stories about how like. Well, I can't say anything. You know, what's his name? Dude, it's going to be Adam Strange was like on a British TV show and was like deathly afraid to say anything because like, you know, you get text messages, warnings from like the, the Marvel police or whoever it is, right? <laughs> like there's, it's like under lock and key. I feel like with people that work with Zach, they literally don't want to give it away because they don't want to let him down. They respect yeah. him. Yeah. Right. They, 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 they respect they, him so much. They're that, not like scared. Right. <laughs> although, although I do want, I do want the Feige meme with the sniper rifle, but with Zach now because that would be hilarious. Well, 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 oh, yeah. We've got it because we've he's got, got him holding the sniper rifle. Oh, yeah. with the BBS. Yeah. Yeah. or the or the or the alien cannon from Justice League, oh, the big man, one where he's like, yeah. oh yes, well, yeah. uh, hey, you're the one yeah, that can do it, Mister yeah. Art Guy. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, let me get on that. <laughs> yeah, get on it, man. You just gave yourself something to do, Aaron. Yeah. yeah, congratulations. That's your new. That's yeah. your new. That's your new assignment right there. Find mm-hmm. find a a different kind of. You know, with the alien gun or something like that with Zach. The spoiler tag for... There you go. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That interview he did where he talked about how how he'd love to do an idea about a prequel movie about Peters. I'm like, you mean I could get out of a whole movie with Tignataro? Um... Yeah, so she yeah. actually gets to like be on set too. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Way, it yeah. blows my mind. Wait, you mean she wasn't I'm on watching, set? I'm watching <laughs> Army of the Dead knowing that. And I'm oh, still dude. going. Oh, dude! Like mm-hmm. I, I, I showed Army of the Dead. I, to I showed Army of the Dead to somebody, and like halfway through, I was like, "Do you realize that uh, <laughs> he was not on the set, and she they shot that like months and months after?" Like, yeah. What? I'm like, yeah. That's crazy. Like, and I told the whole story about you know the, the Leah thing and everything. I'm like, yeah, it was a totally uh, different person there, and and yeah, and they and I, it's just like, what the. Are you fucking serious? I was like, yeah. I, I, I'm in That's the crazy. theater. Like, I, I, like every time she's like, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, where's the scenes? Where yeah, and, and right. seeing in the theater, <laughs> seeing in the theater, I was like, kind of worried going in because I was like, I'm going to be seated on this giant screen, and I'm worried yeah. that it's going to fall apart on this big of a of a nope. screen. Didn't at all. Nope, not at all. Nope. That scene where she's in the the tunnel talking yes. to the whole group and she's talking directly yes. to Dave. Batista. She taps his shoulder. Dude, I'm like, How it is so good. Oh, like his way, eyes are looking right at her. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one where like, she's walking next to the person, and I think it's Dieter holds the gun, and she's like, 
put that put that down. down. Right. <laughs> see, com- compare the work that they did with her to the scene on that uh, I'm guessing Joss shot for Justice League, where the okay. crew is standing on the flying fox, and it yeah. looks like they're all floating. They <laughs> well, literally could have shot it with all of them. See, see, see that's see that's the hovering. difference. That that's the difference between you know like an assembly line process mm-hmm. where it's like you know the studio process and somebody like Zach who actually pays attention to detail in a meticulous yeah. manner because you in order to pull it off you've got it's not just about positioning and like what they're saying and like where they're looking it's about the lighting it's about the camera it, like there's so much technical and he talked about it too like you know what like what they what he had to recreate physically oh, yeah. before even getting to the vfx process to put her in the movie like you have to know all these things and studio guys like Regular students, they're not going to know that. It's they're not yeah. paying attention. Yeah, to that. second Warner Brothers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's yeah. night and day. It's night, night and day. day. Like Zach said, he got one of Tig's friends. I guess that's the same height as Dave, and like they counted the steps. Yes. Like they you... would walk and everything, and like Josh, if you look at the behind, like Gal Gadot is just looking at a stick. She's like, she's talking yeah. to a stick. Like yeah. it's night. Well, and it's, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's supposed to be Ben, and they're like not <laughs> right, even right. fucking. She's like, right. yeah, and they're like looking off, like they're yeah, they're like looking totally away off. from each other. Well, yeah. it's funny I, because I, you know I, a lot of that reshot stuff with uh, Tig. He was talking. I'm pretty sure it was just mainly him and like three or four people that did yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. It just him with a camera was, and right because wasn't it? I mean, it was the pandemic had hit by then, right? Yeah, yeah. Password. It had to be like. It was him and some buddies essentially just shooting something. Well, because Deborah, because Deborah talked about that the panel before the virtual premiere, that it was like we couldn't be in Europe with you know Matthias's crew because we were doing. She said we were doing additional photography for Army and Justice League. So like they were doing all the driveway productions. (laughs) Right. <laughs> yeah, driveway proud oh, man. Oh, <laughs> but no, I know. I mean, but... like, I mean, I mean, even like when it comes to uh, you know the Joker and Batman scene. I mean, Ben and Jared were not; they didn't shoot on the same day. It was like, yeah. But I mean, that's just editing uh, uh, and whatever the hell. But uh, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, different. But it kind of, but it also goes back to a point that I would like to make because you know we're Zach fans. But yeah. I also, but but it's also nice because once again, call call out to Rachel because you know she has been like you know the Army of Thieves like sponsor, oh, yeah. like the number media. one fan for sure. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but I, you know, you always want to go back and remember this is like Zach produced it, Zach co-wrote the story, but this was Matthias' film, and oh yeah, good he on really showed that him. he's a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it I, felt like his movie. It yeah. did, and that's yeah. what I love is the idea of. This didn't feel like Mm-mm. Zach's movie. It didn't right. look like Zach's movie. And it didn't have to. It nope. just had to exist in the world. And I was more than happy to. Honor for the, everyone in the back. <laughs> Please. I mean, it's like, I'm sure he learned a lot, like on Army of the Dead probably picked Zach's brain like crazy, you know, but it wasn't like, you know, and maybe he took some things where it's like, yeah, okay, this is how you do that. Well, he's, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I found it, you know, Scott Stu apparently clued me in that he's Matthias's, Matthias has directed before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big director. Yeah. In yeah. Which I, and I haven't seen like, any, so yeah, like, like as far as it, it was an opportunity for him to, I mean, really bring his style like over to this and incorporate it within 
this film like within this existing universe so it, it quite honestly i hope it ends up being a, a really awesome shot for him to like you know direct Make more, more things even yes. outside of the dead verse yes. well and and also uh, i saw some i saw one particular person on twitter who was very complimentary of army of the thieves and said um i've seen his german work and this was an upgrade yeah, nice. I saw that too. Yeah, I know a couple of people in Germany who like watch his movies and are like, "This is like the best thing he's made." Nice. I wonder if it's really? the if it's the budget, maybe like he just Could had be. more money to work with Netflix rather than because I've noticed production company, man. Yeah, I, I noticed like his other stuff was the, he did a lot of uh, comedies and like romantic movies and uh, stuff like that. So he's never really done anything like this on this like yeah the scale. But yeah. if he's done comedies and and rom coms before. There, that would then explain why he nailed that quality. Because yeah. I will be, I will be a red-blooded dude who says, "I grew, I grew up adoring rom-coms." Yeah. You, you give me Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan <laughs> in a movie, you know, and I'm sleeping Seattle. You know what's my favorite funny? movies growing up? You know what's <laughs> funny? That movie was just on like two weeks ago. It was just like I was watching something. I think it was on like FXX or whatever the hell or something like that. And it just started playing, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen this movie in like 25 years. And I was just watching, and I'm like, God damn, we they don't make movies like this. Anymore. No, I was gonna say rom coms back then are different than like oh, what they are today. Like, like, give I, me I, Sleepless I, in Seattle, like I, Love I, and I, Basketball, I, like those type rom coms. Even you've got mail. Is yeah, yeah. I, right. I, I will right. watch as good as it gets right now. Yeah, good right as now. Seriously, like that's. I mean, that movie won Academy Awards for shit. Right, please. Donut munching morons. <laughs> yeah, you don't see you don't see like rom coms winning really many awards no. now at all. So it's like oh. it's just, but, oh, no. know, or, no. or going back to something like when Harry met Sally, yeah. like that you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So when you watch how they played off the rom comness, especially between Gwendolyn and and Sebastian, it just it really it really worked. Like you, it was earnest, and you mm-hmm. believed it. And you had some cute, like even having Karina there, where it was like, "Want to make out?" And I'm sitting going, "Who the hell says no to that?" Right. I'm just, <laughs> exactly. I know. I was like, "Dieter, come on!" Like, yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I know, but and, then he looks over, and then she realizes. She goes, "Yeah, good luck." With that. Good luck yeah, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, and I was, and, and I'm sitting there like, I wish him luck. I wish him luck on that one. Well, and I, you know what? And something that they did really well was uh, what was the 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 muscle guy's character's name? I keep forgetting. Brad, Brad Cage. Cage. Brad, Brad Cage. Cage. One thing that I thought they did well was I actually didn't see the Brad Cage like betrayal coming. To be honest, like yeah. I see that in a lot of movies. I can like I'm like okay, yeah, this guy's gonna like turn on him, but I actually couldn't figure it out. I was like, and then he pushed him out of the van, and I was like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there he goes. Okay. And I love I love the explanation of like how he got his name and, and all the Nicolas Cage references and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yes, <laughs> thank you. You know, I still love up. one of the shots I really love because the one th- there were some times, and this is where I'll get into some criticism of the movie where. You know, some of the slow mo was like, okay, Matthias, this isn't this isn't your thing. Like, like, yeah, just, right, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't yeah. Do it. Like, like, actually, the the fight that Gwen has in front of the Valkyrie when she won't shoot the two guards, she just beats the ever loving shit out of them 
Mm-hmm. She like pistol whips them the entire time. That one has continued to grow on me also because I really like the really kind of creepy ring around the rosy song that's playing <laughs> yep. in the background. Uh-huh. It's the score. The score. It's the score. Like, yeah. it, it sells it. But that was uh, Gwendolyn's warehouse scene. For sure. Yes, it <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. All Actually, right. my favorite yeah. move is like when she's beating him, and the guard like hits the release mechanism on the magazine, and then pulls back the slide to eject the round out of the chamber, and she's just like, "It's fine. I'm not going to shoot." She's like, "Whatever. <laughs> I wasn't going to shoot you in the first place. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with it now." Like, well, well it, and and that's like one of the aspects of like heist movies that I. Like, like you can always be intrigued with is like how are they going to take out guards, right? And yeah. you see it dealt with different ways in the in these movies, and in this case, it was the, they they found an opportunity to because you're not going to kill them because that's the last thing you want to do. If you're if you're like a good crew, you're not going to there's not going to be a body count, and they emphasize that like even when he you know when he does his divert when Brad Cage does his diversion, yeah, all darts, not a yeah. real. Right, it's not yeah. a real. It's it's a, it's a dart gun. He's yeah. tranking guy, tranking people. He's not killing anybody or like even injuring anybody like that. But like they used it as an opportunity to not only dispatch the guards, but make her badass in the process. Mm-hmm. Like show her a bit. Like again, like you said, her in her warehouse scene. Like in, in in many ways, which I I I love the callback. I love I love that. That's our our frame of reference. The warehouse. <laughs> Whose warehouse scene was this? But, yeah. the, but then you get this thing where Brad is beating up the poor old guard, and you're like, oh, you son of a bitch. I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I... that's the one action shot I really like that, you know, Matthias and his VFX team and his cinematographer, what they did is like, is that when Brad turns around, he gets shot in the shoulder, and it's this, it, it, they make it like a one as he goes out the window. Oh, dude, that was a beautiful That shot. looked yeah. really yeah, They good. showed how they did it, too, on the little uh, vignette thing that they released. Yeah, they're on, it's on YouTube, Making yeah. of Army of Thieves. They showed how uh, he did that shot, and it, oh. it was actually a, a green screen set. And they had yeah. him jump through like mm-hmm. the fake glass, and then they composite it into when he hits the ground in the real location. Well, I'm not surprised cool. because they because in the conversation, that's an the outside was an opera house. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So that was that was cool. So like, I just like that's the kind of thing that you could see that Matthias is growing as a director. You know, like he nails it at some points; he doesn't quite nail it in others. But I guess because of his history with comedies and rom-coms, like, that's why the character work. The moments where the characters are actually talking to each other. Really work. Those never failed. Oh, I just loved him when he was like, I'm invincible! And he tries to hug her and, like, you know, I mean, it's just it's so awkward. Well, like, what was the, well, Dave, what was the scene, the scene that we were, like, dancing around last week that we that we uh, like our favorite scene when oh, he comes home. home yes it's where it's where where he goes home and both uh karina and gwendolyn are just sitting there and he doesn't see them and he just is like making himself like a cup of uh, is it too late to say something <laughs> and, then, and then they're just like oh like yeah. what do we say and then she's all say surprise and he's all well that's not the way to do it. and then all she's just surprise and then he goes ah! and then he just like, like the way that he screams. Right. I'm surprised nobody asked him about that, like acting yeah. that out. Yeah, I know. He and does it twice like, in oh, this movie. Chester's, yeah. Chester's, and then they're like, you actually had Chester? She's like, they were blonde. You just couldn't see him. And, and they were magnificent. I died. 
I literally leaned back in my chair was like dying laughing during was, the whole thing because it's so awkward and yes. hilarious. Yeah. That uh, the second heist we were talking about that the uh, I thought they were going to pull a Mission Impossible with that, where mm. you know in the I think it was in the first movie where they had the big projector screen, and it was like a projection <laughs> of the safe. Oh right, yeah, right. And, 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 and the, the projector, it, the projectors in uh, four, four, yeah, four, yeah, and they yeah. slowly move it forward, and then it's yeah. just like screwing up every time they move it, so they have to like freeze. Yeah. I really thought they were going to pull some stuff like that. Yeah, and, and, I was like, and oh, had, come and, on. And, 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 and and have a shot like remember Scott the 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 point where Benji was accidentally in front of the camera yeah like, like it was his face <laughs> yeah. like yeah. God damn that's such a good scene God, God damn super yeah. good yeah. Yeah. Aaron you just brought okay. up the Mission Impossible franchise and Ray and I are about to like start like stop no tangent no tangent no yeah tangent. no no, no. <laughs> we're, we're, we're cutting ourselves off we're cutting ourselves off we can't we can't do we can't go down that road that's <laughs> my fault. <laughs> No. no 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 but like i mean that's what's so cool about like with the three different say it's like it's like three different levels and like the way that they pull off all three it's like the first one was okay you have a little distraction a little bit of this a little bit of that it was a little simple and then the other two get a little bit more complex and one of the things i really like too was the fact that when sebastian was you know, up uh, against the safe, and he, and then all of a sudden, all the locks just like pull in, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" And then he goes, "Oh, yeah. the, it was just made aware of me, basically." And it's just the fact that he mm. knows that it's just kind of there's something. These safes are just like almost they're almost well, they're almost the, AI, like in the in the mirror, you know. If you look at the mural from uh, Army of Dead, Army of the Dead, the uh, one of the images is a safe. And it's like being opened, and there's light coming out. See, so it makes me wonder: is that he literally oh. says they're portals? I'm, so I'm like, this is going to tie in well, somehow. I mean, I mean, I mean, we always talk about how you know when uh, when when Dieter pushed Vandero in there, and then Vandero came out, not you know, with a bite on him. We didn't see that bite, and it's he like he didn't get bit. Like, yeah, he didn't. Like, he did mm-hmm. not get bit. So we're like, and Zach you know, said he got bit in that interview. He kind of slipped up on that part. When he was talking to Matthias, yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, he he tried to recover himself. He was like, at the end of the movie, at the end of Army of the Dead, you know, we see so the uh, Vandero gets bit by Zeus, and he's like, well, supposedly gets bit by Zeus. Yeah. (laughs) So, so the Vandero, maybe if we're going by that theory, the time loop theory, maybe the Vandero in the end of Army of the Dead is a different. Stephen Colbert told me there was no time loop theory. I I don't know. Oh, I know. No, no, there's a time loop. Throw a knife at Stephen. <laughs> Army of the Dead by the minute, and then we have this conversation with Matthias, and he and he keeps on referencing time loops. And I'm just here going, "Oh, I know." Stephen hates he he's not a fan of the time loop. He's not theory. he or dies. Oh. He or dies do not are not yes. fans. You know what's funny too is because like because when I rewatched it last weekend, and you know we always talk about like in Army of the Dead the the, the four the four the four. There's like a shot in. Uh, in uh, Sebastian's apartment, where die. he's got a, a die, yeah, that's sitting there, a big die, and it's, it has four, like clearly shown. So I took a picture and I posted about it, and of course Stephen was like, he threw a gif at me of like from the office of what's his name, just kind of going like, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just saying, you know, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the time loops. We're like, why not? Why? I think I think the time, the whole idea of the time loop, like that scene okay. in Army of the Dead made Vanderhoek 
my favorite character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was, for sure. Him and that Vader was a scene that Goku, totally you and I are on the yeah. same wavelength <laughs> right now. I want to yeah. do uh have you guys seen the iceberg meme where it, like the deeper it goes, the more complex yes. it goes? Yes. I want to oh, do yeah. one for the army universe. There and like the, the top level is just like simple stuff and then the bottom is like Rebel Moon and Army of the Dead are in the same universe. Like there's already been like there's already been like kind of calls for that. Like okay, yeah, that's like, what like, I was kind of wondering. The, the idea of like, and of course we we still. I mean, we have a basic. I, we have a basic sense of what he's going to do with Rebel Moon, but still, like, we don't know like complete particulars. Sailor Moon, but, right? But stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> well, but, which also leads us to you know the fact that you know there was one thing I want to talk about with Army of Thieves because I knew at some point we were going to pivot to Rebel Moon, especially since we had the casting news. You know. This week, yeah, we got yeah. we, we to talk about that. But oh, yeah. one thing I do want to point out, just because I am nerding out about this, only because I knew about this shit before this became a Snyder thing. <laughs> but the amount of Wagner, like the ring, the actual operas, yeah. like how yeah, you were totally like, oh, oh I am yeah. like so in. Yeah. Like you can understand, I used to listen. I used to listen to opera at the Met live on NPR on Saturdays in high school. And oh, I dear remember- God, game over. I, oh, I, yeah. Oh, you better believe it. I was listening to NPR, man. Yeah, <laughs> opera. I, I listen to NPR, but not opera. <laughs> so no, so but we, I remember when this was all talked about when Army of the Dead came out. You were like, "This is right up my shit right here." And oh, like, you better believe. It. I mean, even when I, even when Tim and I got to interview Zach, you better yeah. believe I had a question going. I'm going to ask about some fucking. Wagner right now like that's that shit's happening but then watching army of thieves and if you know the operas if you know the stories of the operas just the production design of the safes is like no even before sebastian takes the time to actually like give you the ring cycle for dummies every time he <laughs> cracks one of the saves. Yeah. I'm already looking at the murals on the saves going, yep, I know what, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 here, see, and, and I'm the perfect kind of nerd that like in the middle of the ring cycle for dummies, there's that voice in my head going, you want to know more? It's 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 like Starship Troopers. Would you like to know Did more? more? <laughs> so I'm probably gonna. So I wonder how many people, Scott. I wonder how many people like are gonna be in are gonna become Wagner like students after as a result of this. Like who's oh, gonna I do know that, uh, try and Rachel... dig into this? And- Rachel <laughs> yes, became a disciple of mm-hmm. mine because I showed my Penguin Classics edition of the libretto of the opera, mm-hmm. and the next day she was like. She had a picture of that exact same edition. I went, uh, I have, I have done the Lord's work. I, <laughs> like, his, I, I was like the Jehovah's Witness or the Mormon coming up to your door, knocking, going, <laughs> the ring cycle. Here's the ring cycle. Have you found Wagner? <laughs> I saw, a, uh, I saw a tweet that was like talking about, and it's so true. They're talking about how they didn't have to go that hard on the safes, like the way they look. And oh, yes, so they what? oh yes, yes, they, they did. Oh yes, they did. No, no, like in a, in a good way. In a good way, because in, oh. any other filmmaker, oh, any okay. other mind would have been like, just I don't know. They're silver safes. They look like oh, bank right. safes. Right, right. And yeah, Zach and Matthias are like, the, yeah, yeah. And no. Zach and Matthias are like, no, this thing has to have like engraved story of the ring cycle built into it. 
Like, yes. and I'm sure the I'm sure the prop people were like, "Oh, geez, oh my yeah. god!" Like, <laughs> they're like what, building want, a plane. Safe. Even, even oh, the Siegfried having the sword going through the middle, and I'm yes. like, yes. "I remember that." Because like, there there's literally an aria in Siegfried. It's it's like the it's basically nicknamed the Anvil Aria because there is an aria where Siegfried is literally banging and blacksmithing his sword on an anvil, and you actually. In the orchestra, there's a guy with an anvil. You no, know, that's part of the orchestration is the anvil of making the sword. So when I saw the wow. sword in the safe, I was like, yes, yes. Scott, you need to have a YouTube show about this or something. I'm like, I know. I'm at <laughs> Scott. You want to do another stream? Jeez, man. Come on. <laughs> I need to know. And <laughs> Scott, I, I feel like you, you'd have an audience. I mean, you know, you have, you know, yeah. you'd have an audience. You know, you Time to start that YouTube channel. <laughs> the ring cycle, Patreon. Let's get it going. Yeah. Come on. You, you'll get more views than, uh, than Sebastian. I swear. Sebastian. Which by the way, <laughs> so, has everyone I, subscribed to the Sebastian? Yeah. Yes, that's right. It's all. I, I, I was. Is I there was really a ask, I, No, there is really. There was a honest yes. to goodness Sebastian. What's his name in Army of the Dead? They had those real videos. They're making everything fucking real. Like I, I, I love that. Oh, that's dope. I, I like that. I was I like gonna that. ask. I was gonna ask all all of you YouTubers and and content creators. Like, did you did, did your heart go out to him for just a bit when you saw yes. like? Oh you man, know, I was like, I feel you, you man. Gotta... Yeah, right. <laughs> when, when, you're looking, when you're just looking at it, like, oh, that was good, and then he's just like, looks at his, you know, eh. I'm like, I almost wanted to like, I wanted to jump in there and be like, hey, let me teach you how to how to optimize this. You need, you need to like <laughs> no, actually. You want to know the one one thing I want to go. There is no fucking way a video uploads that fast on YouTube. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, well, yeah. yeah, they always There's do no those way. little things too, especially when like the video is like going and I'm like, that doesn't happen, but okay, I'll let it have it's a it's a little effect. I mean, if anything, it's gonna fucking, you know, pixelate a little bit. It's not gonna go you know, like that. It's not TV. <laughs> anyway, but, no. You know. it, but it's fine, it's whatever. You know, I like but, how yeah. at the contrast of that, though, the fact that they went like heavy into the into the ring cycle and the operas and, and Wagner and all this. And then for YouTube, they're just like, I don't know, maybe it makes a little like glitchy thing. I don't know. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I do appreciate the conversation that Bellacqua has later on. Where he's like, they found this random guy on YouTube. Well, just yeah. like I did. <laughs> there was a part of it, just his incredulous condescension about the fact that they found some random dude on YouTube. <laughs> Can we just say that scene with him and the guard when he's like, he was like, oh, it was cool. It was like a spy movie. And he's like, oh, really? Was it? Was it like a spy movie? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy That guy was good in that role. He, he was, yeah, it was. See? Right there. Sebastian Super it's Safecracker. Super wow. Safecracker. There it is. YouTube channel. It's only, it's only got the one video. Oh, wow. It's only got the one video, which is the one that we see, but yeah. Yeah, but there see, it is I, right I, there. See, I love when they do. I love when this, you know, like the the the, the real life marketing, yeah. you know, like the whole like, it, so and we've dope. seen it done. They've done it more than a few times for DC movies, but we've seen it done like for different projects they're doing it, and like uh, like that stuff they just recently did for the Matrix, and like I like when there is a real world component, like an interactive component. For, for marketing purposes with this kind of stuff. It's like what they did with BVS when they had like the LexCorp, real LexCorp yes, website you could go yeah. to and everything. Well, yeah. oh, I, still, I still have the, um, I still have the travel guide the, for Metropolis and Gotham City. I love the commercials. Remember the Turkish Airlines yeah, commercials yeah. With, with Bruce and Lex? 
I love yeah. those. Yeah. Those are fantastic. That made me like Tur- I, Turkish I, Airlines. Turkish Airlines. Right? I'm pretty yeah. sure this came on TV like back when when BVS was out, and I, I I'm pretty sure I, I don't I had a family member be like, "Who is this in the, in the commercial?" And I was like, "Oh, that's Bruce Wayne." Oh, like a real Bruce Wayne? And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! It's for a movie." <laughs> like, like, you, they didn't recognize it was Ben Affleck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's for a movie. It's not, you know. I was like, oh, I think, okay. I think you're right. They did actually air. Like, they, like they really yeah, aired. Yeah. Yeah. It was during the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was during yeah. the fucking yeah. Super Bowl, dude. I think I remember some reports saying, like, Turkish Airlines said, like, their, like, their business went up, like, after those yeah. ads or whatever, too. No, I remember seeing that. I think it was during the Super Bowl. It was like yeah. a promotion thing or something, or maybe it was something else, but I don't know. I think it was a Super Bowl. Or Somebody went to book uh, Gotham City, and they were like, wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist. Metro- what about Metropolis? Uh, you mean Minneapolis? No, Metropolis. Come on. Come on now. Are you no, just but, trying uh, to go to New York? Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you trying to say here? I mean, that, that's what always, was always funny. It was like how DC was like, hey, we're going to make up our cities. But then Marvel was like, nah, just New York. New York. Or maybe a couple other places, but mainly New York. You know? It's like... Poor New York and Marvel, man. Yeah, I know everything. Everything. Like <laughs> yeah, everything's New York and uh, Marvel. It's like Gosh. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. but then what I love is that when different characters like branch, I was like, okay, so we got Peter in Queens, yeah. we got Matt in Hell's Kitchen, yeah. like which is really funny because for someone who doesn't know New York at all, like I've never been to New York City, it's really fun going. I have no idea where the fuck any of these places are. Like I have like no friends. <laughs> yeah, ever, I've, ever. I've I've been to New York and it's like what. Do you, where is Hell's Kitchen? Should I go there? Should I not? I heard it's bad. Yeah. It's called I've, Hell's I've, Kitchen. I've, I've been to New York once, and it was just Manhattan for 24 hours. That's, that's pretty much what it is. It. So. There's so much to see. I was there for like five days, and it's <laughs> you barely scratch the surface. It's like, oh, yeah, you go to the Empire State Building. You go to the Statue of Liberty, and then that you, was, uh, you eat a bunch of fucking pizza. Yeah, it was, it was funny because I was supposed to go like about a month ago, and – um. I have a friend that lives there, and I was like, yeah, so while I'm up there, he's like, how long are you going to be here? I'm like, uh, probably about, like, eight or nine hours. I'm just going to a movie thing and then coming home. And he's and I was like, so can we go to, like, the Empire State Building and then, like, Statue of Liberty and the and Chrysler Building? And he's like, dude, do you realize how far away those things are from each dude, other? they are so far <laughs> away. And I was like, place. no, what do you mean? He was like, it's not like in movies where everything's, like – Two blocks away. (laughs) We're talking like miles on a subway, like forever. Well, and if you're like if you're not from like I remember when I was there, like I remember I I I have bad sinuses, so thirty five thousand feet messed me up. And when I landed, (laughs) like I was just clogged, jet lag. I could barely hear the accent from the drivers. I'm like, okay, I got to my hotel, (laughs) called my parents, yes, and here, whatever, and I passed out. Like I passed out at like seven thirty, like watching. BH, BH1, I love the 90s, something like that. I wake up at like 9.30 and I was pissed, man. I'm like, damn it, it's 9.30. Everything's closed because I'm, I'm, I'm on Michigan brain. I'm like, I'm, everything closes at like 9, 10 o'clock. I'm like, no, damn not it, New York. I, not New Times York. Square is down the street. I just want to walk and see the buildings. Dude, there were people just getting out of Lion King. Right? <laughs> like, like like Tower Record, Virgin Records, which was still open at the time, they were open to like 2 a.m., right? When I got back to my hotel room at like 2 in the morning, people were just getting to the bar. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. what alien yeah. world yeah. this is. I've yeah. been in. <laughs> oh, and fun fact, I've actually ran through Times Square shirtless during January. <laughs> That's right. 
Drunk as shit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like when we went, we had our hotel was off of Times Square, and we, were, we kept going mind, to this. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was uh, you know, like I said, we because we would ha- we was, we'd go through the day and do our thing, our touristy stuff. But we always went to this Irish bar, and there was like this full-on Irish bartender. What's up, boys? You know, and he would just pour <laughs> us a shot of whiskey on the house right when we got there because it was just like he knew we were out of town, and he was like, "Cool." And then, and then one night, yeah, we just got a little too boozy, and then we decided, "Hey, let's go back to the hotel room, but let's fucking run outside and take our shirts off." Okay, and we did. And then, yeah, we almost got busted because one of the guys actually literally jumped on top of a uh, on the hood of a police van car <laughs> yeah i didn't see it but apparently that's what happened and then we just booked it into there and didn't get caught but yeah so i can actually say that i at, at like 2 30 in the morning and how not warm was it oh well when you're drunk you don't care when you're drunk when you're full of whiskey yeah, and, yeah that drunk you, know, yeah, you don't give a shit you don't give a shit Man. we just were like doing that there was nobody it was crazy because there was like nobody out there it was snow on the ground yeah it was it was cold but none of us gave a shit so i can actually the closest i've ever come to this was when i was in london and you got the same idea of like it's london yeah like dude you want to know how many trains you have to jump on to get you know (laughs) oh dude across that (laughs) city like dude oh man when we went to coney island it took like like two hours like on like an hour and a half just to get to coney island through train I, I i went to like you know like i wanted to go to Whitechapel because you know jack the ripper and that kind of stuff like dude that was like that was like 30 40 minutes to get yeah. from you know where i was staying which was like just north of kensington gardens which is always fun because that's where the peter pan statue is and you know <laughs> to go all the way up to Whitechapel to go wow this is really far out from what you think of like London. Right. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand, mm-hmm. you should see pictures of me. Well, you should have seen before and after pictures of me from that trip to England because the amount of weight I lost, like I was <laughs> drinking beer every day, and it didn't matter because you're fucking walking everywhere. Oh yeah, dude, I lost weight. I ate so much pizza <laughs> and drank so much fucking beer in those five days. But I remember like checking my I was like, yeah, I like lost a pound or something like that. I'm surprised they, they, I didn't come they, back see, See, but they, but they, that's what happens. Like, yeah, people around there know they're like, no, eat up, drink up. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. carb up, carb up. We're gonna walk five miles in the next, in the next <laughs> day. So you're Flamers made a whole song about it. I mean, come on, like, you know, they're walking five hundred miles, like, yeah. <laughs> and we'll walk five hundred more. Yeah, yeah. just an extra. Yeah. No, that was yeah. like uh, I had a friend that lived in the UK and he came to visit and he I guess like he, he had never been to the US. So he, he assumed that that it was kind of like, you know, at least in at least in England, it's all like pretty close. But the whole United States is like massive. So he comes <laughs> over here and he's like, I, I live in like middle of nowhere in the south. So he's like, hey, when can we go to like New York City? When can we see Los Angeles? <laughs> and I'm like, dude. <laughs> Dude, we're talking That's about like three flights. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, well, the difference was was like literally in one afternoon, I can go from, uh, in, you know, Bath, England, you know, to Edinburgh, Scotland. Like, I can literally go to a different country in the course yeah. of an afternoon. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> right? live, I live in the middle of nowhere, bro. Like, there's it's just pastures and farms for like nine hundred miles, and then there's like a city, like. It's not like over there, man. <laughs> like, I, 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 I feel like it, it it only works if like where I'm at, like 
southeastern lower Michigan, it's like it only works if someone says, so when can we go to Chicago? Oh, that's fine. Two and a half hours. Whatever. We can drive, we can drive <laughs> there. That's whatever. We, we have the route. Anywhere else? Nope. At least you have a cool city like that. I got nothing around me. <laughs> I got, you know, for me, it's like if uh, two hours and 45 minutes and I can get to Atlanta. Like that's, that's. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's similar to, okay. I can get to Atlanta. Yeah. Maybe like that's three. Still, for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I'm still waiting yeah. for the yeah. uh, Army of the Dead VR experience. Like, Same. I'm on a waiting oh, list for so Atlanta. Where's it so coming to? For Seattle, I'm on one for Seattle. I've been waiting forever for it. Wait, where, where is it, Scott? <laughs> uh, well, it, it Atlanta's on the docket. So yeah, it's supposed to go to a bunch of cities. Man, but... right? Wait, Seattle, yeah. so, like killing me. Clo- like, like you're not in C- You're not on out there, are you? Yeah. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, you're you're in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I've yeah. always. He's not in Ohio. I, I, don't don't let the name fool you. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I grew minute. up in Ohio, but I'm in Seattle. I'm in actually, Seattle. I'm actually, actually, no, it did. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. The name did fool me, and yeah. I know you're, and, and, and 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 I know you're a Buckeye, so it's like I I yeah. figured. Oh, he fools everyone. Like, an hour, and he's like not that far it's from me. Oh, I almost moved to plan. Seattle a couple yeah, years exactly. ago. Funny enough, I I, I wanted to. Listen, I, I'm 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 not at this. You'll probably hate me saying this, but I I want to visit Seattle if for no other reason than because I'm a massive Frazier fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, so, so I, you want to visit I Washington for Frazier? I want to visit Washington for Twin Peaks. So, oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going even older school, right there. Hey, it, it's all fair. I wanted to go to London because of Sherlock Holmes, and literally went to two twenty one B, which is not a real address, by the way. It's a fake address. Uh, there is no such thing as two twenty one B Baker Street. There is another still, thing. Oh, but I still went to Baker Street my first day in London. Because nice. the beauty of going to a country by yourself for a month is you can do all the fucking nerdy stuff you want to do because you're not beholden to anyone else. Nope. Oh no, no. I want to when I when I went to New York, I'm like, guys, I have to visit the Ghostbusters firehouse. I have to, and we did, and we did, and I have a picture somewhere, and it was great. And I'm like, fuck yeah, there it was. I, 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 I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to go because you know that building, the apart that building, the apartment, like that building. I don't think it's an actual, or maybe it, I think it is an apartment. It exists, like Dana, like the, where Dana and Lewis. Yeah, lived. but it's. I don't think the the top. Yeah, the top part doesn't. No, the exist. top part's okay. not there, but like yeah. the basic but architecture. The actual, the like, base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of me. Does oh, yeah, and I even I, saw. Yeah. I saw the outside of like the friends, you know, in the village, the friends building and everything, and I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't look right. There's no fucking coffee house right there. What the hell? <laughs> I was sold on a lie. Yeah. They lied to me. They lied to me and I threw a so, snowball at it. So 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 there's no so there there's no cafe nervosa in Seattle. Is yeah. That's that's not yeah, real. there's no central I don't think so. Yeah. You know, my problem so. was was that when I went to London, I still wanted to be like old London. And then as I was walking through <laughs> and seeing all the nice shiny buildings, the part of my brain went, You dumbass, it's called the Blitz. <laughs> Nothing prior to 1940 exists anymore. <laughs> you, you, you were totally last night in Soho, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yes, I was sitting there going, you were totally her. I was like, totally her. See that? I saw it's so good. It's, it's so really good. good. It's really good. But no, but that was the beauty with that. I went to Edinburgh, and then there's Old Town. There's literally train tracks to go through the middle of the city, and there's Old Town and New Town. Walking through Old Town in the middle of the night, going to a club where there's fog, and I see her going. This is what I came here for. Like yes. literally going, I could get mugged right now, and it would just 
complete the ambiance. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be happy. You're like, ah, yes, here, here's my wallet. It's fine. I'm not going to lie. When, when it comes to like England and like London, I did just, can they please make a Grand Theft Auto game in London? Please. <laughs> oh. I've wanted, I've wanted that for like a decade just so that I can, cause Wait, I, they did. I want, no, but I mean, like you're right. Oh, like I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. like a like a 3D like a yeah. post Grand Theft Auto three version. Like, give me one on like you know the, the Series X or the 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 PS five for one specific reason. I want to steal a double decker bus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's all I want to yeah. do. Just want to steal a double decker bus and drive <laughs> on the wrong side of the road. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and I want to get and I want to do. I've brought this up before. I want to do the European vacation. That little. Roundabout. Hey, look, kids, there's Big, big Ben. ben. There's of- <laughs> <laughs> look, kids, Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh, you know, man. we talk about Rebel Moon now. because I know. I was like, there's the future. Oh, I know. I'm, like, I'm like trying to think. I was like, I think we've kind of wrapped up Army of Thieves. Yeah. We're all pretty good on that. Okay. I mean, like, it's, it's okay, a great so- movie. It's a great watch. I can still, I mean, it's such a fun watch. Go ahead, Ray. It is. It really is. But no, uh, with respect to the Rebel Moon casting news i want to know where everybody has seen sophia butella from before i have two i have two for myself i, I have one yeah. i have one i have one no two two i know we're in ohio day well, basically, i have three so, you know. i didn't even say anything scott I, ohio, <laughs> I didn't even ohio. say anything ohio i know i, didn't even say I know let me you. answer the question give me a chance to answer the question first i'm just saying <laughs> I, I I just I didn't know what to do. Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you! Oh man, what a good movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love Tremors. One of my favorite all time. Okay, yeah. sorry. I Dave, I had to do that, man. Because I like I know you so well. And it's just like <laughs> you know, when you when you when you Twitter stalk people like we do, it's just like you feel like you know them. So when this news happened, I went Dave's happy. I know. <laughs> I was happy. Oh, yeah. Well, well, all right. So, Dave, go first. You go first. What's your <laughs> thoughts about the, the casting of Sophia Bertella? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. dude. it's I, I. That's one of those things. It's like, um, you know, everyone was doing all their fan castings of, like, who the lead should be in Rebel Moon. And I don't remember anyone saying Sophia Bertella at all. But like that's the thing I love works. about Zach is like he thinks so outside of the box yeah. with this type of stuff, and it's like just her look, mm. like her personal look is like like I could see her in a sci-fi movie, like in that type of movie that Zach wants to make. Like I don't something about her, like she just fits in it, just the way she looks. Like I'm, dude, I'm so excited. She's so already a good action star, and like you add Damon's type of action style, like oh man. God, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. So exotic. No, like, I think uh, when I did one of my last Patreon streams, one of the guys, Doug, he actually, that was his pick. And I was like, oh, he nailed it. Really? Oh, yeah. He said he's all 100%. He's all Sophia Butella. And I was like, good good on you. He fucking nailed it, man. But, yeah, I think my, uh, I mean, obviously, I was introduced to her in uh, Kingsman, the first Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Where oh, she right. was, I was just like, oh, oh what, who is this? Okay, even with the then crazy. And I have two then. Okay, yeah. Even <laughs> even with the crazy blade legs that she had, I mean, it was she was fucking badass. And then, of course, you have the mummy, which was like, okay, she was, you know, hey, I'm not 
her performance was great. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. I mean, the movie was not the greatest, you know, there's a couple of scenes I dug, you know, but you know, Tom Cruise running. Yeah, we get it. Uh, but her, you know, get up, she was good. But then of course you got atomic blonde. It's like, Oh my God. What I've movie was it movie. again, Dave? Yeah. I've blonde. seen it. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Yeah. There's a, she had a small know, role in yeah, a small, small role, role, but she makes yeah. an impact. Makes <laughs> but a powerful right. role. Powerful, yeah. powerful. See, we can so be glad nice. though that that the mummy didn't do well because then she couldn't have been in Rebel Moon because the monster universe would have worked out. The universal would So Atomic Blonde is the one that I still need to like watch all the way yes, through. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you, oh, do. you haven't you seen do. Atomic Blonde. I've never seen it either. Now all the way through. I'm assuming you stopped on like. A really bad part because I don't remember where I was. You would know like what I'm talking ago. about. Well, I, 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 <laughs> guys, referencing this is like okay. I should probably put this movie on after we're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's a, there's um, a I really theme. want to know what part you stopped watching. Yeah, I know because you you definitely didn't stop. You would know what we were part. talking yeah. about. I, yeah, I, it, it was like it was like two years ago, something like that. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. But no, I I largely know. Sophia Butella as Jayla from Star Trek Beyond. Oh which, yeah. Oh yeah. Which is yep. probably okay, the yeah. role yeah. that she had the most lines in, I'm guessing. I don't know if she's because she didn't really speak in Kingsman. Yeah, uh, she's like a main know. character in Beyond. She she is. She's absolutely yeah, she's like and, the second uh, lead. You're yeah. right. And you're right. Yeah. Pretty much. And and like and she was a brand a new character. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, because well, because well, part <laughs> of it is because of the makeup. Like the like the really oh, yeah. I, I posted a tweet with her in it talking about how that was cool that she's in both uh, she's gonna be in two sci-fi franchises and somebody was like that was her I was like yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. that's how it, good that it, makeup was <laughs> and no they listen all the Suicide Squad jokes aside no Star Trek Beyond had really good makeup. That oh yeah, that's really, right. They, that movie lost really, uh, Suicide Squad. I it lost the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, yeah. But, but all right, but that was that was part of it though. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Well, I have an even more special connection that I'm going to okay. that I'm going to because, of course, start off with Kingsman, obvious, obvious yes. first choice, then move to Atomic Blonde, which I saw at the Dollar Theater when it was, you know, second run. Uh, then in the same year, saw her in uh, Hotel Artemis. That's right. She was oh, she's right. Been the ass in that I movie. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the movie is not good. Ray knows my feelings about the movie, but. Mm-hmm. She played Clarice McClellan in the HBO adaptation of Fahrenheit 451 with Michael oh. B. Jordan and Michael Shannon. Right. Okay, oh, she was in that? Yeah, she plays, if you're familiar, I love Fahrenheit 451. I'm a big Ray Bradbury fan. I love the book. Hated the movie with a fiery, burning passion. Oh, yeah, he, he, I haven't he, seen it. He, he, he vented to me late one night about it when it came out. Oh, I was, like the <laughs> night it was airing, I was, I was hate- texting oh, about the was, movie to he, Ray. He, he was he was more pissed about it than Dark Tower. So in the novel, Clarice McClellan is supposed to be this young neighbor of uh, Montag, the, the main character, the one that Michael B. Jordan played in the movie. And she's the one who kind of helps opens his eyes to Hey, maybe it's not a good thing that you burn books. Like just a just a thought. So she plays, and, and I always love it because my last name is McClellan, and so she plays a character, and they kept the same last name for the movie. So there's just a part of me going, 
Okay, cool. Like special, special little connection there. <laughs> yeah. a little connection there. Uh, and then, of course, you know, start. Uh, and she was also in a really good episode. There was a anthology series that Amazon did called Modern Love, and she was in an okay. episode. I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, it was really good, really good. And she's in an episode of that that was. It is a sweet, charming like. You don't think it's going to be as sweet and charming as it is until you watch like the entire episode. But I would definitely recommend if you want to see her like not in an action type of thing like Atomic Blonde or Hotel Artemis or something like that. If you want to see her just take on some scene work, spin up Amazon Prime, get Modern Love. I don't remember which episode it is, but if you just kind of scan through the episodes, since the cash changes in every episode, just find the one that's got like her on it. And I would highly recommend that as a viewing. I was wondering about that because I'd only ever seen her in like action roles. And, and honestly, I, you know, I kind of felt bad because she, she didn't get a lot of like leading, like, like main on the poster billing so i'm really happy that zach he's really good about that though like yeah, like yeah. finding people that don't yeah. get a lot of like leading roles and then putting them in it and they're absolutely like incredible so yeah, yeah that, was, that, was the, that was the first thing casting. i thought with that yeah zach's good at casting i mean one of the things i mean <laughs> i mean even when even down to like wayne t Carr as as john stewart like mm-hmm. green lantern i'm like if we actually saw that scene my god who knows what would have happened with that guy because right i mean he he He's comes from theater background, just like you know Lennox Fisher, you know Porter. the fact that it's like yeah, yeah, it, it Porter as well too. It's like he just sees something in everybody. He doesn't. He doesn't have to exactly like. I mean, when you look at the Justice League cast, like who the fuck was actually like known in that cast? Ben Affleck. That's about it. You know. Yeah. Who, you know Momoa was like yeah maybe Godot eh, okay, but Cavill eh, it's coming but. After after they were cast in these roles, then now you know these names, you know. Right, right. But like mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was like the only like actual known name when it came when it came to this Justice League cast. So like he just sees something in people, and like yeah. you know, like re- going to Ray Porter. I mean, he just heard the voice and was like, "Yep, that's the guy." I don't care that he's fucking you know he's not somebody who's known or anything like that. It's like that's the fucking voice, you know. It's like he just. He senses something, I think, in people, and it's just yeah. so. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, yeah, he senses something in uh, Sophia. So I'm like, and I'm so, and I'm, and I'm looking for, and I'm really, I mean, actually, when when the I will be, I will be completely honest that when the casting news came out, people were like having ticker tape parades, and I just went, okay, cool, like like yeah. that 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 was that was about as far as they. But then, as I was pulling for IMD, IMDb page, and then I'm starting to remember all the other things I've seen her in. And now I'm starting to go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and kind of going, I need to revisit that. Like, yeah. I'm still not throwing the ticker tape parade. I, I'm not upset about it. I'm just not like, you know, over the moon about it either. But it's, but I'm looking back at going, oh, but I liked that. And I yeah. liked mm-hmm. that. And I need to go back and I need to like, I need to like this is a rewatch thing for me. Like I need to go back and rewatch this again because remembering that modern love episode was like I forgot she was in that and that was a yeah. really good episode. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's gonna have to do with like who the supporting cast is too. Like yeah. like who who they who he surrounds her with. Uh especially the villain. Especially I can't pronounce I don't know how to pronounce his name, Bat Balisarius, something like that. Uh the the guy that's the overlord or whatever that they're overthrowing. 
uh, whoever they the cast Darth Vader, him. essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Whoever they cast as him is going to be a big, really big deal. And then uh, I'm sh- the other like fighters, the other people that she's the other seven samurai. Yeah, the other seven. Yeah, samurai I know. We be... realize there's going to be probably about six other people that are going to be supporting. This. Yeah, like Ray Fisher, hopefully. I know. I hope, I hope he gets some other big names, like it's big, open. yeah, like action stars or some, some with like big names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. It, it, yeah. I know somebody actually brought up uh, on Wednesday uh, when I was doing my questions. He was like, "Well, can you imagine if like he brought in Keanu Reeves?" I was like, "Holy shit, oh, that would be!" Oh my shit. god! Oh <laughs> my god! No, Keanu is the no villain. Oh, no. let him play the villain. Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. That would he's be. Too a, nice. That would be. He, you know he's what? Too nice. That would be pushing, like, you know, because everybody always looks at Keanu like, oh, my God, we love that he, he guy. Has he has done it before. Yeah. He, 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 one of his movies what that was, nobody remembers. Yeah, what uh, was that well, movie? Sure someone yeah. does. The Gift with uh, Kate, Kate yeah, Blanchett. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 He, he, well. he played a racist. Like, I actually heard, like, you actually Keanu? hear him drop an, yeah, you hear him drop an N-bomb in the movie. It's like, mm, that doesn't feel <laughs> right at all. They did the same thing with uh, Daniel true. Radcliffe, too. They put him in that movie where he was playing like a like a supremacist or something, and I'm like, no, that's Harry Potter. Stop! What are you doing? No, right? No. Oh, that's right. Just... I remember that. Yeah, we're... he's like a kid. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like my age. <laughs> but you know, I'm really. You know how like we were so happy for Rachel with Army of Thieves. It's like that's going to become like Fatma for Rebel Moon because she is so yes. excited. Oh, yeah. She's, I'm yeah, just, she's elated. And I am – and it's another one of those I am so happy that she is so happy. It's like <laughs> let me ride the wave of Fatma's love and enthusiasm the same way that I like rode the wave of Rachel's love and enthusiasm for Army of Thieves. It's like I am here to watch my mutuals just be so damn happy. Right. I will be. I will be completely honest. Like as 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 awesome as the Dead verse is, and as and as much I enjoyed watching Army of Dead, Army verse, Army, Army, Army of Thieves, Army. the Army verse. Right. As much as <laughs> as much as I love that, like Rebel Moon is like the one where I'm like that. That's oh, the one I am. I'm so I'm so hyped for Rebel Moon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super. Yeah. When he for compared Rebel it Moon. to the the beginning of Man of Steel, I was like, okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. I, I, All right. I, I have I have a buddy like an old coworker of mine, Craig, that used to work with me at the TV station. He's still working there, but like he is somebody. He's not a gatekeeper. He's very open minded. Uh, loves all of Star Wars, uh, including the sequel trilogy. But he is, has a tough time with Man of Steel because he loves the Krypton stuff and really doesn't like any of the Earth stuff. And I've, I've over the years, I tried to get him to rewatch the movie multiple times, and it got better for him. But it, it was still a point where he's like, he loves the Krypton stuff, and he he literally said, "I wish the whole movie took place on Krypton." Mm. And now this is his movie. He's literally been waiting years for Rebel Moon in this case. What's, what so. did he say? It's going to be like that on steroids or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Krypton sequence on steroids. Jesus Christ. I can't even imagine. How do you imagine? I can't even imagine. I know. Like I know. I don't know. And, 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 and the fact, like, and the fact that he's going to do this on Netflix. Like, like, <laughs> right? And, and the thing is, is that when you look at Army of the Dead, and, and if we want to be, and I know I'm generalizing, and you know, my fa- the favorite quote is always, you know, all generalizations are bad, even this one. <laughs> and but the idea is that, you know, once again, Netflix movie usually has a stigma attached to it. Or there's a certain there's a certain level of production quality that you tend to 
Like oh, yeah. they get, they've been getting so much better, but you still kind of hit a, there's a ceiling you end up mm-hmm. hitting. Army of the Dead was one of those movies. You know, it's kind of like we saw Six Underground, and it was like that was a bay. That that was like oh, bay fuck, going man. so bay. That was that was, mm-hmm. that was the most bay that, that was he the was allowed to be himself. There was absolutely no restrictions whatsoever. And, and, and you didn't think Netflix movie? You just thought I just bay, saw bay I just, him. I just bay saw him to uh, the max. I just saw a Michael Bay movie, yeah. and then I felt the same way when we watched Army of the Dead. It's like this does not look like a. This does not look like a Netflix movie. I, like, no, like, I, seeing I, it, I seeing it on the big screen felt like it belonged on the big screen. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, right. I would also add, I'd add the Irishman into that. I would. Like, yeah. As far as watching that, it's like, okay. It, I mean, is it an amalgamation of all of Scorsese's other mob movies? Yes, but it's still him. It's still his yeah. movie. Still right? It's still he like, wanted to yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, right. He chose to do that. So that's, you know. Exactly. But I, you know, I think, I think the thing with, uh, with Rebel Moon is going to be like, one, I hope they do a theatrical release like they did with Army. I'm sure they do. I would imagine. I mean, I can, I go, I can the go down the road and watch Red Notice right now if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was at the theater last night, uh, you know, watching Eternals, it was like, there was Red Notice. They had Red Notice showing. So I was like, right. they almost got me to go see that in the theater because he was like, free drink and popcorn and candy if you go see it. And I was like, <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Hey, here's some unhealthy stuff that I don't eat. Here. Yeah. Well, I'm not eating this. I'm it. Yeah. Like, dang it, man. But you can to watch my movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't wait a minute. I do that on my cheat day. I eat like you right. know, four <laughs> pounds. Just, just go and order. Can I, have can I have the Rock's cheat meal, please? Oh the Rock's God, dude. Anytime he posts that, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have, you know, eight pancakes and uh, a plate of 21 cookies. Uh, and I'm gonna drink some tequila to wash it down. And while I'm watching, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go watch Stranger Things or something like that. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Jesus Zach just Christ. gives you a, Zach just gives you a, a bottle of alcohol when you go see the when you go see Rebel Moon in theater. I still want to try his fucking bourbon. Man. I know. I, know right? I still need to try that. Yeah, it's like two hundred bucks a bottle. I was like, damn. Yeah. Well, not only is it two hundred bucks a bottle, it doesn't ship outside of California, and I'm like. Well, <laughs> Oh. I know, and I'm in That's California, no but I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, if if my crypto works out, Zach, I'll buy a bottle. What is what is the side? Come on, Shiva. Come on. Yeah, come on, Shiva. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, Scott, you have seen uh, Atomic Blonde. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, uh, okay, yes. okay, just making yeah. sure. I, 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 I know exactly the scene. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to have several to scenes. I'm just asking if you saw the movie, Scott. I did, There's several I did scenes. see the movie. And, and I'll say this. And I he ain't going to send you what you want if you do. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> Because I will say that it was a movie that I need to watch again because it was, right. it was, I will say the movie. At least the one time I saw it at the I've dollar theater, times. it wow. was yeah. uh, just <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> it was a it was a very much a mixed bag for me because there was parts of it that I just I, I loved and there was other parts but I but I did buy it digitally it came on sale it was one of those that like iTunes had on sale I was like yeah. you know what I enjoyed it enough yeah nine ninety nine you know four <laughs> K copy you, you got you got my iTunes, Apple, you got my money, so I bought it. I need to, I need to watch it again. Uh, to so because Ray, because I mean, it's got Shirley Theron, it's got Sophia, it's got McAvoy. Oh, it, it, it's yeah. Leach, isn't it? Yes, and David Leach, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So it's Scott. The action scenes this whole are thing. phenomenal. Isn't it? Well, 
Yeah, when we did last year, we reviewed Extraction on Netflix, and we were talking about the whole because we love the stuntman turned director renaissance. You know that really kind the of John started Wick with John movies Wick and and, mm-hmm. and the eighty seven eleven crew with Stahelski and Leitch and all those and Bernhardt and all those guys, and so Sam Hargrave is kind of part of that. So yeah, I, that's that's a reason. Basically, what's going to happen is. You'll, I'll have to let all of you know when I've seen it. You, you'll know when I've seen it. Hold on, hold on. Let me let you'll me know. check on one thing. Hold on. Let me do one thing here. Looking, yes. looking. I think this might work out. Hold on. Working, 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 working. Are you trying to do the? Are you trying to send it like movies anywhere? Uh, yes. And I can. I can send it to you right now. Well, okay, but hang on. Let me make certain that I don't already have it. I may already have a digital. Copy. Okay, just but I'm just saying I, I I'm looking know. at it right now. <laughs> One hour fifty five minutes. It, oh, it's not two hours. It's not two hours. <laughs> it doesn't need to be two hours. Just right under. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it hits. It's a, its, it's a good. It's a good time. Frame. It hits. Its oh yeah, spot. yeah. It hits a good spot. No, no. Okay. It's it's uh. No, it's a good movie. Definitely check it out. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, honestly, um, the act, the action in it is probably my favorite part. Oh yeah, no, that, the action, is, that the, is the fight the scenes in it are so good. Yeah, so so so, so apparently, I do have it. <laughs> I have it. I have a digital copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. Because I've got well, well, because I'm putting my movies anywhere away now. No, it's gone. No, unfortunately, there's like a a, there's like a like Dunkirk is another one where I just I have it and I just haven't watched it yet. Um, and like uh, Scott has sent me like so many like I have a bunch of like animated codes for like DC animated movies. I have I have not watched any of them. I, of course you have it. No, no. But I send them to you. So, like, when he does his Sicario review and he can't fucking remember who sent him the code, like, I fucking sent you the code, Ray. I gave you Sicario. Okay, okay. I didn't say I didn't. I, I said I I thought it was you, but I wasn't 100%. I said that. I did Why say that. Why was there... There was a one. If there was a one percent chance, you take it with an absolute certainty that I probably <laughs> gave you the fucking code to a movie. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. If you own a trade paperback, I probably mailed it to you in a sixty-pound okay. box. Okay, that's a that, that's a totally different. That is a totally different situation. Scott has literally sent me like pounds. Three. three of, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. This is this is Scott and Ray right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, pretty much. I know how Barry feels. Yes. Yeah. You are totally Barry right there. You're like and Scott's like just straight out just pointing at you like. Ugh. Well, it's like because I because he he's because he sent me a bunch of these like like it's been it's been a couple of years. It's and been like four I, to five years. I was at another I, job. But but it, <laughs> it it but it's so much reading right. Like I just read Court of Owls like a month or two ago. And like I still have to like like there's a lot, man. I gotta go through like And that was in the third box I sent you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but then because cause cause it's you send me stuff and then it's like everybody has their recommendations, like start here, like read Scott Snyder, no, read John's run on Green Lantern, no, read Fourth World, and I'm like, I don't know where to start. Which I sent there's which so I have much. sent all of that to you. All of that. You have sent me all of it. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. that is in my possession. That is correct. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> and even if it wasn't friends with yeah. me, is that when I decide to upgrade, I um I just give away my old stuff. Yeah. And you know, Dave has been the beneficiary yes. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. I that's that's how I got Dune, right? Yep, that's exactly how you got Dune. Dune. Yes. Because I upgraded. Yes, to the, <laughs> to to the, the home right there version. Book. So he sent me the other one. I'm like, all right, thank you, sir. Yeah, so that's what well, happens. Well, well, well I'm gonna Scott. have I'm, I'm gonna have to watch Atomic Blonde here in the very near future, and I will let all of you know. Yeah, like right tomorrow. after you, you, the you, you, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, right I expect either like right flight. after the stream. You know, I, right. like, I'm expecting a flight report on your Patreon when it's over. I'm just 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 saying. Okay, all right. I'm just, just okay. No, I'll 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 have to now. Like Patreon. If I wasn't before, the podcast. To, Thank you. Appreciate that. Take a drink. I do appreciate that. Yeah, I did. No, a, I like, did. yeah. I mean, it's no, funny I, too because, like, like, uh, okay, like, uh, Dave, what was your, uh, what was your, say, your top three choices for, for a for the lead in uh, Rebel Moon? Oh, for Rebel Moon, um, I really wanted Jernay. Uh, oh yeah, Jernay. Um, I would say either her. Um, I can't remember her name now. The girl that was in Kate, starting Kate. Oh yeah, oh, uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. She Either her, she was in my top. Or three. I mean, I, I kind of thought maybe he would go along like a smaller, no-name actress like Samantha Wynn, but she's like really small in, in the business, yeah. I guess. But I know Zach likes working with her a lot. But she'll probably. I mean, be those in three were. She'll probably. I, I, I kind of think she'll on. still be in it. Yeah, I think she'll still be. I hope she is. She's the sweetheart. But like Jernay and Winstead were like my top two. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I actually wanted Jernay too. Uh, she was my like number one pick. And then, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of the. There was an actress that was in. Oh my god, she, I want to say she was in oh, uh, Sucker Punch. Um, the um, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Hudgens. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. She was my second. She was my second choice. I love how you go to Sucker Punch, and I always go to High School Powerless. Musical. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, she is in that. Yeah, I was gonna say powerless. Zach Efron, which has been the thing, like you know, American Zac Efron. The zombies got Zach Efron. Uh, I, I wonder <laughs> if that's him hinting that he's got him in the works for something. That I know it me almost like, me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, like he specifically already... said Zach. I don't know. It's just weird. Like maybe he's gonna be in Rebel Moon. <laughs> maybe. So, so maybe. Zach, so I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> so, so, so does that mean we 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 might like if we if we take that further, are we going to see like Nick Cage and Brad Pitt at some point too? Dude, oh, don't even that would be dope. That would be dope. Nick Cage, if Nick Cage is in Rebel Moon or something, I, I fuck. Well, like and playing you know another dead or something. You know, Zach is going to let Nick Cage go full Cage. He's going to oh, let yeah. him go absolutely. Okay, so now he has to be the villain. Yes, he's exactly. Got, and he's got oh. a total, he's got a, he's got a cast it from Face Off. He's got to do oh, that. Fucking yes. a, dude. Let's go. Yes. That's gonna be a wild movie yeah. if that was the case. Oh my god. <laughs> I can eat a, a a peach. I can eat a peach for hours. Come on. Toy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, well, what's so funny about that movie though is like he only got to he only got to do the villain in the first like like first action sequence. You know, that's the only thing that it, John Travolta had fun with that 
through most of it. That's the thing. Yeah, he. It, it is. It, that is kind of a weird thing with that yeah. movie because, like, but, that, first, but that's what's yeah. so great about that movie too is like the fact that they had to like emulate their mannerisms. And John Travolta like really knocked it out. But you know? but, but but also but still though like like I love how Cage even though he's playing the good guy like remember the part where he's you know the the this you know the the scene where you say the title of the movie. I want to take his face. face. Oh. Yeah, and like he's and you just see him like his face, like, yes, his face. Oh, yeah, flesh, bones, skin. Well, he was also tripping on some kind of fucking drug too. You know? Right, but but he did a good job at it. that's right. That's Cage. that's what I'm saying. Like Cage was, he still even as the good yeah. guy just found that just what yeah. he's got to just throw out there. Like okay, see, I mean that that's one of the brilliant things about that movie. I mean, yeah, it's a woo movie and where it's like, yeah, you're going to get slow motion. You're going to get doves. You're going to get all that. But I mean, and that's all beautiful. Like every, like there's four big action sequences in that movie, which are phenomenal, but you have to remember like, and the story is actually pretty good. Yeah. Suspend disbelief because it's like, can this really happen? Whatever the fuck, you know, um, you know, they, I mean, there's so many things that you have to suspend disbelief on, but that movie is, I, th- I say that's actually John Woo's best movie because the story is just so well crafted when it, mm-hmm. when, when you actually like, if you really watch the story and you, I mean, literally the good guy has to step into the role of the killer of his son, you know, and step into that world. And, you know, it's just, it, it, and then of course the, 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 you know, the bad guy has to step in the world of trying to be the good guy, but he's, of course, not the good guy. It's just it's it's a brilliant. It's 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 really a fucking like it's it's one of my all time favorite action movies. To be honest, aren't they uh, aren't they remaking it or something? Didn't they? Yeah, they're supposed to do the... some kind of sequel, and I'm like, God damn it! Really? They're supposed I'd, to do like I'd, a, a follow up yeah. thing, and I'm like, I don't I'd know. Heard, yeah, it, that's... it's supposed to be like a female version, and I'm like, not unless you get both Cage and Travolta back. It, 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 it's... You can't. Yeah. Right, you did the way the movie ends. It's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like it's impossible yeah. to do that. So why do it? But right. but, I, but I, Dave, that's a that's a, I think I might have to agree that that's yeah. And, and it's and a it, brilliant movie. It's and totally I, a brilliant movie. You're right about the story, but I I still love how like the one of the sequences you're talking about the the shootout when the shootout in the apart in the in Troy's apartment when yeah. Troy as Archer invades with all the feds. Mm-hmm. That was a 21 day shoot. Yeah. Just for that sequence. Yeah. And well, like so many squibs and like so many like, like explosions and like bullet hits. And it's, it's like a two, it's like two or three minutes long. And it took them three full weeks to set up. It's and brilliant. Shoot I mean, the whole it, thing. that's why I say it's, it's Wu's fucking opus. I really think it is like, it's like that was just him at his best right there because the story was so well done. I mean, even that scene, like, where like uh you know they're like back to back and they're talking to each other and it's uh, yeah. you know and they're just talking the dialogue is so good and then they turn and it's a mirror that they're actually facing so they're like literally shooting at each other you know because they're not each other so it's like a mirror and I'm like god damn it this movie is fucking brilliant <laughs> people need to know this movie a lot more because it it, it seriously I mean that's why I think like like John Woo did like one other movie, which was like Wind Talkers with with uh, Nicolas Cage, which was not bad either. But then he just kind of walked away. Well, Supposedly he did, he's back. 
he's going to be coming back. But I'm like, yeah. he just kind of walked away a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, after face-off, you fucking – that was your – He did do – He did do – and don't worry, Scott, we're not going to go down the tangent. But he did do Mission Impossible 2. Oh, wait. I forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. And then there's also Paycheck. He did. Paycheck also. He did, he did Paycheck? Oh, he did do he did Paycheck. Paycheck was his oh, last wow. movie. Yeah, I totally forgot. Like, Paycheck was that. Yeah. But, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Which was and a very guess... weird, which which weird because you can totally see it as a woo, which is hard to see it as an adaptation of a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah, um, because it has the, uh, I mean, like, I mean, it's very much like you got the, I mean, the, the it's about a virus. <laughs> right. Uh, the Chimera virus and the way that he, like, adapts it. And he kind of uses that that mythology to it. You know, I mean, there is that aspect to it. Like that's funny because the that's the there's a chimera virus in. Are you talking about Mission Impossible too? Or are you talking? Yes, about yes, yes. Okay, I was oh, talking okay, about Paycheck. Right, yeah. oh, okay, so, yeah. oh, Paycheck. Okay, because right. oh, okay, yeah. it's based on a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah. You know, the guy who did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who did um, Blade Runner and, Blade Runner, and yeah. Minority yeah. Report? Well, well but he also well, but he also wrote. We can Evander. remember it for you wholesale, which Total was adapted recall. into Total Recall. So it's they've adapted his stuff into action before. So by the way, yeah. By the way, what it, did you guys like the 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 Colin Farrell Total Recall? It was okay. No. I, I thought it was it. all right. I didn't I like yeah, it. I mean, it's I not a bad it. movie, right? I no, it. yeah. I like it as a as its own movie. I wasn't yeah. crazy about it as like a redo of Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the bad part. Is like, I think if like if if that were to come out fresh, I think people would like it more. But everybody always goes, "What are you talking about? Two weeks." Two, you know, we always think about the ah, like, ah, you know, on Mars. Right. We always think about the Schwarzenegger version before that. So, but when I watch that, I try to like turn my brain off. Like, hey, just if this is actually like a full, it's actually pretty enjoyable to be uh, honest. Yeah, it's yeah. something that Ray and I have talked about since we're both Philip K. Dick fans, yeah. and I've actually read the story. Mm-hmm. You got to understand. Both movies are making shit up because yes. the story, the Philip K. Dick short story it's adapted from, is just him going to recall. Yes, it's it's the That's 20, all it's, the story it's, it's is the first fit, and it's not even told from his perspective. His name is Quail in the story, and it's told from the perspective of the guy who runs recall, not him. Yeah. And it's literally just the first ten to fifteen minutes of the movie, and that is it. I didn't that know is that. It, yeah, the rest right. of it, they there is no going to Mars. There is no. Like, like it's really supposed get to get your story. ass to Mars. No, nothing yeah. like that. And the story itself, which I, I really love the story, but like, it, and now it, it it came up for me. I read it because when the Colin Farrell version came out, I had friends of mine that were like diehard fans of the Schwarzenegger version that were like irate. They're like, "You're not even going to Mars. It's not accurate. It's not this." And I was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to settle this for myself. Read the original story." And after I read the original story, I basically went, "I don't care what they do." Because even the Arnold version is not the story. At that point, I didn't care because I'm like, well, you've already gone, you already went off the rails the first time, and I enjoyed it. So, um, but it is a good, it's it is a really good short story. It's just yeah. not the movie. Like, don't read it thinking that it's going to be. The movie. Is that Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep? Of Day? course it is. I got it. See that I still. You proud of me, Teach? I am very proud of you because I I enjoy the uh, th- that's one to where I enjoy the book, but it, but but Blade Runner is yes, so yes. much better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I read it, I was like, "Whoo, okay, Blade Runner." It's better. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. I will admit that when I when I grew up, because, you know, the I'm going to use air quotes here, the director's cut of Blade Runner that Ridley Scott had nothing to do with because they just that was that was a home video decision to slap some stuff together. I will admit reading the book explains some things to me that the movie just like gives you nothing, nothing. I, 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 I still think that. Minority Report might be the most impressive Philip K. Dick adaptation. No, oh, dude. hands down, oh, because hands because down. that short. I mean, story... I haven't I haven't read the book, but I mean, I'm no, just it, saying, I love no, that movie, Dave. It's a short story. It's yeah. not even a book. It's, it's a short story that Spielberg turned into two and two hours and twenty six minutes of genius. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, that that I love that movie. And, and, and it's oh, yeah. it one of those like two thousands like Tom Cruise movies that it's like. Like the the, the pre, you know I can't say pre Mission Impossible because the first Mission Impossible was 1996, yeah, but it yeah. was really kind of before the Mission Impossible franchise blew up and kind of blew became up, like, it, it, it was before JJ's right it was before, JJ's, 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 right? it was before three yeah yeah for right. JJ's boom yeah JJ yeah. was the one that turned the corner and kind of brought it back and, after yeah. Wu was like hey dubs in slow motion I still have a soft spot for I don't care. Hans Zimmer's score is still excellent. Hans Zimmer. Hey, yeah. 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 No, but yeah, but yeah. No. <laughs> like JJ's was like the one that like gave it the because that's where Peg came in and that's yes. where like it gave it the consistency that Macquarie has just taken to another level with yes. his from that point. But that's why I still love three. Three's still my favorite of, of yeah. those ones. But so and and, and 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 Ray and I, once again, we we have gone down the mission possible. We're not doing it. We're not going to it. We're gonna keep telling ourselves we're not gonna do it. <laughs> but uh but but there was another but, stream. We will yeah, another stream. <laughs> but but Spielberg and Cruz, I'm sorry, I I adore Minority Report and I adore War of the Worlds. Yeah. Like, oh fucking oh, hey, oh dude, yeah. I, I watch that all the time. That's like a comfort movie for me. I, 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 dude, I, yeah. I, I, I hate team. the sun, but I like the movie. Yeah, the kids kind of get annoying, but that's yeah. what they're supposed to do. That's what they're yeah. supposed to do. Dakota Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Fanning. I was fine with her. It was the brother that I hated. I hated really? Him. Oh, yeah, the son I, is super annoying. He was like the stereotypical, like, like, shut up, dad. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 It's like, it's not the time. There's an alien invasion right now. being a punk. Martians to go to war, dad. Dude, that scene, I mean, talk about, I mean, obviously we've seen a lot of Tom Cruise running. Okay, but mm-hmm. when he's running, when people are getting fucking just yeah. snapped, like mm-hmm. fucking the heat dark, ray, yeah. dude, there was like it was like a one shot of him just doing that and running and going through shit. I was like, I remember watching that in theaters, going, "Holy shit!" Oh man, that blew my mind. In dude, theaters, that movie, that scene is dude, that, that movie is crazy. That's some of ILM's best work. Oh, it's oh, yeah. gorgeous. That, that yeah. People don't yeah. talk about that movie. No, they don't. Yeah. And, and, and then people, Excellent. of course, then and then me being an English teacher, like people want to complain about what the aliens just got sick. I'm like, have you read the fucking book? That's how <laughs> it ends. <laughs> yes. It's oh accurate. It is a very it, accurate ending. It, it, no, <laughs> that's Morgan like, Freeman oh, doing the narration. Doing the narration. Yeah, oh, right. think, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, because it really is like. All, the only thing that's different is that instead of the Martians invading Victorian England, because that's when H.G. Wells wrote the damn book, <laughs> it's just it's completely transplanted plan into modern day. But with except for the time jump, it is like weirdly 
an mm-hmm. accurate adaptation of the H.G. Wells novel, and dude, I love that, it. Dude, the mm-hmm. scene with Tim Robbins. Oh, Tim Robbins. Oh, oh man. Yes. That scene, like, the whole time, you're just like, if you haven't seen it, you're just going, oh. You're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, this <laughs> well, fucking guy. Well, because, like, and I love the, because uh, they recreated the spider scene from Minority Report with the alien eye that was, like, yes. searching yes. for him in the house. God like, it, 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 I'm like, how did you, how did you make me feel tense again? Because yeah. that movie was, like, two years later. It was, like, after, it was, like, two, I think World of the Worlds was, like, 04. Minority Report was, like, 02. 02, yeah. 02, yeah. And, and I'm yeah. like... You're do you're just doing the same trick. Why is it working twice? Yeah, <laughs> not my blood. Like, it's fucking not Steven my blood. Yeah. Spielberg, and he knows what he's freaking doing. Yeah, he died. Yeah, dude, come yeah. on. You're talking about top five, right? there. Which, by the way, I know that I know it's got some things going on, but I am kind of still excited to see his his new version West of West Side Story. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on musicals, but I, uh, you know, when I saw, um, when I saw La La Land, I was like, holy shit, this movie impressed the shit out of me. So I'll, I'll see what Spielberg has. I just, I want to see Spielberg do a musical. Like, what does a Spielberg musical exactly look like? That's what intrigues me. It's, it's going to work. Oh, of course, it's it's, it's Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he doesn't really. Can 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 we make can, 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 make you, can you think of a Spielberg miss off the top? Can you can you think of one? I'm sure he has one, but can you think of one? The closest I can really come is Crystal Skull, just because. I just, yeah, yeah, I don't even blame him for that. That's Lucas's fault. Because <laughs> 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 he they spent yeah, he and Harry, Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford spent years telling George pick another script, and George said, "Fuck you, we're doing Aliens," and they finally just gave up. Said, yeah, but at, the, but at the same time, he still had Shia LaBeouf swinging on vines with monkeys. Yeah, um, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> wild. Dude, I forgot that scene was in the movie. Oh, no, that's there, man. That's there. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, he's literally swinging on vines with the monkeys. That was oh. that was my that one scene was my jump the shark. Yeah, like, I can take the aliens. Uh, well, I can take Kate Blanchett. <laughs> but vines? Well, 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 I'm, the vines, well, I'm, no. Well, no. I'm just, I'm just like, how, so how did, yeah, how did you make on that, Scott? I went like, what the fuck is happening? But, I was with it till this. It's like, how, like, how did you, how did you make Temple of Doom seem more realistic? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I had a different reaction to the the aliens in Crystal Skull than I did. Like, so when I first watched it, somebody was like, or like I found out it was about aliens, and I was like. Okay, an Indian. Okay, whatever. I mean, they had the the Ark of the Covenant in the second one, so cool. We're just doing the first like, one or the first, the first one, first yeah. One. So we're just yeah. getting crazier and crazier, cool. <laughs> <laughs> showing my age. Uh, but uh, and you then young like whippersnapper, yeah. I mean, like, uh, and then like, like stink guy from Scott. Yeah, <laughs> you had uh, Army of the Dead, where it was like. I watched the whole entire movie, and then somebody online pointed out they were like, "Hey, did you see the UFOs in it?" And the alien stuff, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, there's robots and aliens in the movie." And I was like, "What?" So I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. but that worked perfectly. But the I alien missed stuff the UFOs the first time, but I saw so the robots. I. No, no, it, I didn't yeah, see same, the robots or the aliens. <laughs> All right, and I'm glad that we just went right back to the army verse. See, this is what happens on the box. Okay. <laughs> no, but like. That's what's so great. I mean, like I said, just showing that movie to other people and then you just kind of go like, you know, you just you almost when you know things, you do that whole side eye thing like, 
Are they seeing this? Are they seeing this? Are they seeing this? And you're like, all right, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And until like the end, you're like, hey, did you see this? And like, what? I'm like, all right, let's go back. Let's go back to that. Let's watch the tape. Yeah. That that can always go, like whenever you're in that situation, that can always go one of two ways. It can either go the way that you want it to go, or it can be disappointing. Yeah. Usually it goes good, though, I think. Yeah. See, but I'm in the middle of it. It was disappointing. I made the mistake of watching Army of the Dead with a bunch of people at a party oh, and everybody God. been drinking. And oh, I was no. like, no. hey, guys, I was like, hold that. on. There's like aliens and robots in this. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, <laughs> see, it like leads movie. into this bigger story. And there's like right. this whole thing going on. And they're like, dude, it's it's a zombie movie. Like, see, what are you, you talking know, about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> right. But you know, yeah. another thing, too, is like we guys, we, guys, we've got to realize that, uh, you know, within this army universe that we're getting. And obviously, hopefully, Dieter. And obviously, we didn't we didn't talk about the fact that we've been saying Sebastian and then Dieter. It's like, hey, we got the Dieter origin story, which was the fact that Literally. Sebastian like created kind of this character, and then Gwendolyn created the passport for him that was Dieter, which was great and it's awesome. And then we also got to remember that Gwendolyn is still present in this universe. Mm-hmm. We're gonna yep. see her again. We're gonna see her again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Hopefully we see Karina again too. Uh, It's easy to escape from prison when the whole world's zombies. So you know. (laughs) Okay, okay. That yeah. The Interpol really looked like they were that um what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, (laughs) Proficient (laughs) at their jobs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not really. No, uh, Gwendolyn's gonna escape and so is Karina. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Well well, well, that's that's why that's why I call it your French not John Hamm. (laughs) <laughs> that's basically what it's basically what it is because i'm like no john no john ham from the town would have had this well brad lock. too brad can brad's gonna probably come back i'm sure probably mm-hmm. i mean because he's not like, dead so like anybody that's not dead i'm gonna just assume we're gonna see him later honestly oh yeah. if you don't see him die they could still be alive yeah same with Dieter. <laughs> i mean you don't you don't see him die in army of the dead so yeah Big One thing I'm excited as for as, is as soon as the door shut, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I didn't see a body." Exactly. And if anything that genre has taught me yeah. is that I don't see a body. And then and back even even if I see too. the body, it's yeah, still. Back even yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, one thing I'm excited for is um, when I did I did that interview with Zach or whatever. He said yeah. that the which is now Planet of the Dead, but he said the next movie in the Army of the Dead universe, the opening of that would be Vandero's story from the la- like the last part of Army yeah. of the Dead. Mm. So like we'll see everything that really happened, like what happened in the save, how he got out, like why he's bit, all that stuff. And like that'd be the opening of Planet of the Dead. I know he shot Dead. it already too. I bet you he shot that when he shot Army of the Dead. I wouldn't and be he, shocked. I wouldn't just so he can have be. everybody look the same, and yeah, he had the set already built and everything. Yeah, right. they went ahead and got like a bunch of different. I bet you he had them doing a million different like versions of events. Well, I mean, look at like like the Dieter, you know, scene in yeah. you know, Army right. of the Dead. That and yep. then all of a sudden we see Army of Thieves, and it's different. We see more to it, and yeah. Zach's sitting like, on so much footage that we would just die to see right now. I just know it. Like they, he already was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be like three steps ahead of this thing," you know. So, that, that's that's meticulous attention to, to detail. detail. Yeah, and, it's, and it, it's it's mind blowing. Like anytime, like it, 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 it's like a it, it just keeps unraveling, right? Like you you find out, oh well, he had this and he had that, and I'm like, is there anything dude doesn't fucking think of? Is there anything <laughs> he doesn't think of? 
No, yeah. like he's literally like it's it's like he's he's not just playing chess, he's playing three dimensional chess. Tri dimensional <laughs> chess. Right. Like it like in Star Trek. Seriously, like he's playing that. And or, exactly. or 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 like even like on BVS by the minute what they talk about is even if he doesn't plan on using it, he puts the seeds out there just because the world needs to be fully fleshed out. I might not mm-hmm. even go there, but it but we need to be in a world where this exists or this could happen, Ryan even Choi. if it's not a path that may decide to go down. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually wanted to ask you this, Dave, like, okay, so it's Planet of the Dead, because we actually mm. kind of talked about this last week. Okay. And I want to ask you this, Aaron, too. I want to get your opinion on this. Like, do you think it's planet Earth or do you think there's a planet of the dead that's actually out there? Like, and, yeah, I think I think it's Earth uh-huh. that he's talking about. I think that I think the zombies are going to get out and kind of that's my hope. I think they're going to get out. I hope they get out and like take over the Earth. <laughs> some type of thing but i also think he plans on exploring like their origin yeah like, where they're from like the aliens the input and all that type of stuff so but okay. planet of the dead i feel like it's talking about earth okay what about you aaron you know, you and think? i'm kind of i'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum a little bit here because i Ooh. think that wherever um because i don't believe that did they ever say where um zeus came from no, no. It's, just, mm. it's, it's all in that mural. On like, the, yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. know it made like a it's reference. It's supposed to be explored in Lost Vegas. I, I think Lost okay. Vegas yeah. is going to yeah. answer some of this. I thought I remembered them making a like a passing reference to him being like a soldier that had co- gotten a disease or something. That's kind like it. That's not in the movie. Uh, there, there's oh, okay. there's visual clues because he's got a high and tight. He's got dog tags. The he's dog wearing tag. fatigue yeah. pants. Like. Yeah. Once again, that's there, what, okay. there, there's visual exposition because that's kind of one thing you watch through Zeus is that when he breaks out of the container, he's got a high and tight. And then his hair grows like because of the four to five years. That's why his hair suddenly gets long is because, well, he's not going to the barber and, yeah. that, and, not, and not getting it buzzed. But but I think that either through Citroen interviews or Zach interviews, they have explained or hinted at what Zeus's origin story is, but the fact is Las Vegas is going to give us definitive answers. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a lot of these questions that we have about like what started everything, it's all going to be answered in that. Cause I mean, yeah, Las Vegas is supposed to answer a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I think, I, I do think that uh, just personally, I think planet of the dead, I think he's going to pull a, pull a fast one. Cause I think, he probably thinks everybody is like, oh, planet. It's like Planet of the Apes. So like, the apes get out, they become intelligent, take over Earth. He, mm. I have a feeling he might subvert the expectation on that. He'd be like, oh, you thought Planet of the Dead was like Planet Earth of the Dead? No, 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 no. This is a different planet, and it ties into to Rebel Moon. Um, which my theory, I it's insane, but like I had this idea that uh, the uh, the main villain of Rebel Moon, the Regent, is actually an Alpha. But yeah, we got to remember this is like right here. Mm. This is what's kind of yeah. That's the whole. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and there's like other planets and stuff to the right. Yep, right here. Okay. Like so, so, yeah, and the the uh, middle <laughs> piece there in the very center. That's where that uh, safe is. That's kind of going. That's the oh, safe right. opening mm-hmm. up like a portal. Yeah. So yeah, do you so, think the safes are something like the aliens put here? Yeah. Or 
Okay. So, I think the, I what I was thinking this time is that the saves are like Stargate. Yeah. Ooh, that's what I was, okay. that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Okay. And as a matter of fact, when, when Dieter was unlocking the safe and all the, the locks went inside the safe, I was yeah. like, is Zach about to pull some shit? And the second half of this movie is going to be some kind of like just nuts, like out of this world thing. No pun intended. Uh, and he didn't, it didn't end up going that way, but I'm like, he's setting the groundwork cause these things are intelligent. Mm-hmm. And Dieter, well, that's what I, he I think said. Dieter, it was like they, he, they sensed his presence or whatever the hell. Dieter has some sort of like psychic kind of link to these with his ears. With his ear, yeah, yeah. Because mm. because it, it goes because uh, I watched a video where this locksmith was breaking down like some scenes in Army of the Dead, and he was talking about, well, this isn't exactly how lock or safes work, and I think Zach probably knows that because these aren't supposed to be regular safes; these are something mm. else. These are right, right. You know, he's not he's not listening just for like little clicks and stuff. It's literally talking to him. In okay, a way. and one of the things I wanted to ask you guys too is like, okay, so he has these dreams with zombies, and even uh, Karina goes, maybe they're premonitions. You're seeing your death, and she's like, you know, kind of busting his balls about that. But it's like, it is interesting the fact that he is having these dreams with these zombies. It's like, yeah, of course he's seen the reports and he falls asleep on the couch. Maybe you have a zombie dream, but at the same time, it's kind of going like, is he having some kind of like premonitions? Is he having, well, you know, and not to fan the, not to fan the theory of him being Wagner that a bunch of people have had. Uh, but it does kind of, you know, notice that the zombie he sees first is a, is a, a little girl is like a child. Mm-hmm. And that he's Wagner was sad about losing his daughter. Mm. So it just that was, it was also that was also the Dawn of the Dead Easter egg, wasn't it? Yes, that was the Dawn yeah, of the Dead. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. It served yeah. like two purposes. It's it's right, right, foreshadowing something in this universe, and also like a reference to to Dawn of the Dead. But it, I just thought it was funny that he his his child was a, a little girl, and then that's what Dieter sees in the hallway with that creepy uh, like. Weird music that it was playing in that yes. scene. Yodeling, <laughs> yodeling. Yeah. Like yeah. somehow made it. I, you know, like if they played traditional like high strings, like most people do in tense moments. But, but it was they, so beautiful. I, it I made it like Hans even scarier. Yeah. yeah, I almost was like Hans was like, no, I I will go very German with the music. <laughs> right this has to be the most German German thing you have ever heard. Who was who the other? Who's the other composer? I, we would just Dave and I were. Yeah, talking I know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, we, yeah, we were talking about. We don't know. I, I, I think it was somebody that had worked with Matthias before. I I I, I, I always because it, it's it's just a th- I, I, I Hans yeah it's Steve Mazzaro. Okay. Um, because because I I we could have to. We love Hans. Can't forget the little guy. Okay, Steve. Okay, oh, Steve Mazzaro did the SpongeBob movie, and there we uh, go. but here's what. <laughs> but the other movie he did was the Rhythm Section, mm. which okay. was a Eon production uh, with Blake Lively. I need to rewatch it. I did not. It didn't connect with me, but I, you know. But I got on sale because once again, if a movie is like as long as a movie's not terrible, if I can get a seven ninety nine digital sale, like hell, I'll give you eight bucks to own a movie that it's not terrible. But that one had Blake Lively and Jude Law in it. I need to go back and listen to the soundtrack to that one then, mm. because that's interesting. Because normally when Hans works with people, 
it's usually people that I haven't really heard of yet until they've worked with Hans. <laughs> so for him to work, but, but with him working with Eon Productions, that makes me think, well, we, what we have here is another European composer. Yeah, it, you know, it, I guess like the first two Dark Knight trilogy movies is a little different because we knew James Newton Howard. Yeah, we did know James Newton Howard. Separate yeah. from Hans Zimmer. That's like the only other, but that's the only other time I've known him to work with another composer. Well, that like was that. he did um, when he did BBS yeah, with Junkie, Junkie XL. Yeah, well, uh, right, yeah, that's people yeah. like other people. I guess had heard of Junkie XL, but like I just remembered him from the Elvis remix. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's that's where he was put on the map. That's where he put on the map, but 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 it wasn't him as a composer. No, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I was like right. the Elvis guy. Like he's doing the <laughs> Batman v Superman soundtrack, and then he ended up making like the most beautiful Batman theme yeah. I've ever heard. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, and Sweet. let's not forget, you know, this remix of the Spider Man theme that he did. That you know, that <laughs> which, yeah, which right. is which. Yes, I still have it sitting right here ever <laughs> since ever since the beloved motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but can we, oh man, that can we talk about talking good. about the music of the of the army verse? The fact that he got Richard Cheese to do the and Allison Crow to do the cover of Viva Las Vegas. Oh, was I love that. Oh yeah, genius. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I've been and listening. My to him vinyl for years. is finally shipping next week. Yeah, like, that, that wow. vinyl's finally finally coming out. Right? I'm still I, waiting on my Zack Snyder's Justice League vinyl for months. Yeah, yeah, they well, had vinyls of that. Wow. Finally got his right. Yes. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Zach at his and posted that on Vero. Yeah. Uh, but Aaron, no, do you not know about the Army of the Dead vinyl? No, well, I didn't know about the Justice oh. League vinyl. Well, that thing mm-hmm. was like limited. Like, Gosh. yeah, how many were there? there was I'm like... so late on stuff. Well, it was also like 200 bucks. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was never <laughs> not cheap. Wow. Not cheap well, it, it's seven, it's mm-hmm. seven vinyls. Yeah. You mean? Well, it's, it's a, a four well, hour. It's a four, it's a four, it's a four hour, hour movie. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that it was like that, that soundtrack was literally like, hey, yeah, the soundtrack's almost pretty much as long as the movie. Yeah, it is long as the movie. It's like, I, mm-hmm. well, again, well that said, because like when you go through it, like a lot of times with a soundtrack, like you'll hear a cut, but it's like reused, like in a different part part of the movie. And that's one of those movies where it's like, nope, didn't reuse yeah. anything. Everything is pretty no, much new from like, like pretty start to finish. And it's like he had like the, like the Justice League initial like theme that you hear throughout but there was like other aspects that oh it, it would be like my heart all through it oh my god the foundation mm-hmm. theme is my favorite yeah yeah, it, yeah. it's so unappreciated that i think but like that that little motif that comes in it's like that soft version of crew at war power and i just it's so mm-hmm. good i think it plays when when he when he's talking to alfred and he says like faith alfred faith that line that's when foundation theme plays and that's probably why I love it so much is because I, I just remember that moment. And that's like one of my favorites. What's what's the piece that's playing during Victor's initial story? Cyborg becoming human. Yeah. Right. Because it goes through like it even it goes through even the the, the, the waitress scene. Like it's that is alcohol. a whole. Yeah, that is a yeah. great track. That track, if yeah, you listen super to it, good track. Yeah. you can actually hear the story in the music, which is mm-hmm. very hard to do. That's, no, yeah. that's what I. That's what I love about it is like, it, it's one of those cases, and we, Scott, we've talked about this before about like composers that match, you know, like the emotional range of what you're hearing with what you're seeing on screen. Like we talked about it with Horner, like yes. when he did it with like the Rocketeer and stuff. And but this is different because instead of using like the big bombastic brass, it's very subtle atmospherics that 
like he tells the story and it's one of those cases where it's not just what you're seeing. It's also what you're hearing in the background. In addition to whatever's being said. Oh, I mean, geez, that flash fucking scene. And when you see him pick the guitar and he's just like, as soon as it kicks in, I get chills every time. I got goosebumps right now. It was, well, well, and it go for me, it goes back to, Utterly not expecting that to happen no. when I first watched it. No. Like, like the point where he's like, "It's too late." I'm like, "The fuck do you mean it's too late?" <laughs> and then the scene, I'm like, "See, I screwed myself up though because yeah. like I remember hearing Zach talking about that when back in like 27 or 2018, talking about yeah, you know they they lose or whatever, and then like the Flash, you know he he released that um, unfinished VFX shot." A flash stopping the uh, explosion. The blast, yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. I, and 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 I remember a bunch of people thought it was like a nuke that had went off, like the reactor went critical or something. And then you find out in the actual movie, it's the convergence, it's the unity uh, that blows up. But that I remember seeing, watching the movie for the first time, and I was like, "Is this the scene? Is this it?" And then like it blows up, he puts up his hand, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And as soon as that music kicks in, I was like, "Yep." I am. It's just so yeah, it, like, like you can't it. imagine anything else. Like when he, just, yeah, ah! like like I mean, oh my god, and he, he did it. They, it was a callback, which was yeah. cool because he did that when Superman had finally caught up to him and he was rising above him. When you see like that Ben Parker yeah. Easter egg, right? Mm-hmm. Flash oh, puts up his hand again. He was yeah. almost about to break the rule then yeah. until right. the military shot it, right, and stopped him. God damn it. So it was actually kind of like a callback to it if you if you pay attention, yeah. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is also one. I want to go back to the fact what Junkie told us on on the vodka stream, which was the fact that he literally scrapped anything that he had from 2017 and went, "No, I, in six months, let I'm me gonna, just let me just start fresh. God. Let me just start from fresh and write an entire four hour score." You know, and Jesus I'm just like, "Christ!" And he gosh. wrote all that. Okay, wow. <laughs> he did insane. Because I'm sure his head face was different now than yeah. it was back well, then. Well, that's what, and that's what he right. said. In, that's what he said in the interview. And that I'll be honest, Dave. That's still one of my favorite vodka streams. Dude, to ever be a I part mean, of I, I, yeah, it's 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 a beautiful motherfucker stream. Yeah. <laughs> beloved, well, you know, beloved, 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 beloved. I mean, I always say yeah. what was funny about that is like, I literally was getting an email from his representation going, "Hey, wrap it up." <laughs> he will talk forever, and I was like. Oh shit! I'm like, what do I do? Oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I'm like, uh, all right, yeah. But like his representation, like fucking, we're like, like we're like, hey, he needs to wrap it up because he has a whole other call. And then I was like, I don't even know how to end this. This is so awesome, you know. And then often, <laughs> luckily, like right after that, he was like, all right, guys, I gotta go. I gotta call. And it was like, but he was like all just about just like. Hey, he's drinking. He's fucking smoking. Smoking. He's the coolest dude. dude. And then he was just like, "Hey, if Zach can play some shit, I'm gonna play some shit." You know? And it was just, it was fucking. Because I was beautiful. Because he played the uh, he played the Batman theme for you guys, the new one that he made, and Mm -hmm. like every like that was just like, how many times did I listen to that? before yeah, same. just played that video over before seeing the movie. It was like and, and how and how many gifts were made of me basically transcending while yeah, you, I were was like, you were just you were, just, you were like you had your your hand up you were just doing that was that and the there's, same there's many gifts of just him just like just dude you, just scott you found valhalla just I like, did. yeah he's just like i know my shit's good i know it's fucking good you know and he's just on a laptop and his fucking 
kitchen, just sipping on some whatever. The, and I was like, yes, this is why you're perfect for this stream. Yeah. So what good. stream was that? The one, I think it was a Christmas stream that you did, Dave, uh, mm-hmm. where Zach, he revealed something in that stream. And I remember going back and watching that so that many was times. That was the hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. I watched that so many times. I don't know if I still have that in here. Did I have to look for it? I don't know. I don't know. I still still remember sitting backstage for that one going, why the fuck am I not on for this? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I just remember just going, just make sure he doesn't leave before Tim and I get on air. That's all. (laughs) And and, and what's funny about that one, I was was battling a fucking 100 degree fever. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I think I had COVID during that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I remember just talking to Swenson before, like 20 minutes before. I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to push through. I have bourbon. That's going to help me. And sure enough, it did. But I remember right after that, and I was like a two hour stream or something like that. Yeah. Right after that, I, I, I literally just like got on my couch, wrapped myself in, in, in a blanket. And I was like, my my I went to, my fever was 101 after that and I just wrapped myself in a blanket and just fucking was like uh, and just passed out on my couch like wow. I was yeah I put I I just gave I was like I can't just got to stay strong you know right. I couldn't and, tell I honestly couldn't tell until you said something oh, yeah. I, no I, I fucking was like holding out as like much as possible and like I said hey sometimes you know I'm not I'm not saying to drink out there, but I'm just saying bourbon can help. Yeah, it, is. it is a medicine. It yeah. definitely did. You know, it definitely helped out because I even had chest congestion too at the time. Oh. And yeah, and I no, remember this level I, bourbon oh, dude, sinuses. Even even when oh, Ray yeah. Porter when Ray Porter uh came on after that, it was after that. And when he, he had COVID too, and he even said, You know what? I'm not gonna he even admitted too, like to the help that chest congestion the cop, he said, you know, he said yeah, he tossed back you know, a little <laughs> bit of bourbon too. And I was like, and he was like, I'm not advocating it. Just saying, I'm like, yeah, I'm with, right there with you. That fucking, if I didn't have some bourbon on that day, I probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a stream. That definitely was a stream. I feel lame because I'm, I'm the only one drinking beer. beer. No, you're not. No, Ray's got beer. Don't worry. You're good. good. Okay, good. <laughs> But n- n- never, never feel that. No, never feel guilty for drinking. Beer. Nah, nah, we don't never. discriminate. I finished, I finished my hard stuff yesterday, so I gotta hey, go get some Hey, water. Aaron, I have been on the stream and literally been chugging water. The yeah, exactly. Time. Oh, I've got that on there the side. <laughs> no, there's been no, no. There's been times where people just come on and I don't, I don't discriminate on drinks. Don't worry. I even <laughs> say that like anytime, like like I'm reaching out to guests, I'm like, there's there's not a recommendation. If you want to have a drink, fine, but you can drink water. I don't care. It's just I'll, I'll, as long as you don't pass out in the middle of the vodka stream, like <laughs> someone on this panel did. <laughs> well, you know, you're okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been there's yeah, been some people that, that have disappeared and not have come back. Have come back. <laughs> Scott has been one of them. So is so with uh, ACS. ACS has been on that really. One. Anthony's done that before. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's done that too. Yeah. Oh wow. There's been one time where like all of a sudden it's just like boop, he was gone, and then he never came back, and then I was like. <laughs> You were in, he was, you know, I could tell that he had, he had some drinks that night. And I was like, that's, hey, funny. That's, that's fine, dude. I mean, cause you know, he had his stream earlier and he probably, you know, 
was sipping something then. Uh, it happens. Don't worry, Scott. You're not the only one. Don't worry. No, but you watched it happen to me like in real time. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the funny part. <laughs> like I am True. dead sober at the beginning of that stream. But you were sucking down that Jameson like. Oh, my oh. God. He oh, watched no. me. Jameson. Uh, oh, yeah. I was. I poured Jameson into a Diet Coke bottle and I. I, I had a, I basically had a Jameson and Coke, and you just watch me that stream. And if you ever want to know what Scott looks like, <laughs> going hard drunk in real time, watch that post release episode, and you just and you just watch it happen. I think I missed that one somehow. Oh God, it's, I don't hilarious. remember that. See, 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 it was right after. It was the weekend after uh, Justice, Justice League. Yeah. See, oh see, my see, God. And, and this is what years ago I determined. Like when I be when I officially became a beer snob, because I am. I'm a beer snob. I, if I I've told them before, Aaron. If I go into a, a grocery store, there's a whole half of the beer aisle that I won't even deal with because it's beneath me. I will go to the other <laughs> aisle. <laughs> has, like, like, this, like, like this is Atwater Brewery. This is like one of, we have like so many breweries in Michigan, but like you have to, like, it's not that I'm against hard liquor. Like if I, if I got a drink, it's vodka first, then maybe rum after that. It's probably my second, but there are certain hard liquors I will never touch again. Like Jack Daniels, fuck Jack Daniels. I'll never <laughs> I touch Jack Daniels ever again. <laughs> nope. Had a, had a really bad experience that I cannot say on the show. With respect to Jack um, but, had a jack attack, did you? Uh, my first and last, <laughs> and, and and new, and never again, ever, ever again. But like, when it comes to liquor, it's like you, you just you got to pick your spots. Seriously, like yep. if you're if you you got to have that moment. Where you're like, you know exactly like weddings. If I'm at a wedding, <laughs> it's like it, it, last wedding we went to. Our, our our good friend June uh, got married, and they had an open bar. Oh, that's vodka, always dangerous. Always vodka. Vodka. <laughs> I, I I had I lost count how many vodka and cranberries I had that night, and yeah, I was in no condition to stream anything at that point. <laughs> Absolutely not, no. But I didn't care because I wasn't planning to stream anything, and I had nowhere to be the next day. So it's like whatever. Yeah, there's nothing. Sounds, sounds like yeah. my wedding. My wedding was an open bar, and um, I still remember that my best man. You know, we're, we're just dealing with the thing that people don't understand at a wedding reception is that the bride and groom are like the most stressed out people. Oh, of course, there. Oh, like, yeah. like more the more the bride than the groom for sure. More the bride than the groom, and my best man was helping me along with that because he was literally handing me an old fashioned glass of some kind of whiskey bourbon, something. I don't know what it was. All he did was put it in my head and said, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, yes, sir. <laughs> to get through that night because oh, no. I'm sorry. This is, this is advice for Ray since he's, you know, engaged in all that. I'm just going to tell you it, 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 the, you learned the reception's not for you. <laughs> the reception oh, no. is oh, for everybody. Uh -huh. else. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. no! I've I've filmed I've filmed like like probably about seven or eight weddings, and it's interesting to see the differences between. I've said this before too. Is like this because I always like to do like all right. I want to get the you know the, the grooms you know groomsmen getting ready, and the brides and the you know the bride and the bridesmen you know I'm getting ready. I always like to get that footage, like get the prep, 
And it, it is vastly different. <laughs> it's vastly different because who, when it comes to the bride and the bridesmaids, holy shit. There was one time, literally I was pressed up against a mirror going, someone's going to fight. I'm going to get it on film. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. They, they are about to tear each other's eyes mm-hmm. out. And I'm like, holy shit. But then I'm like, when it comes to like to the groom and the groomsmen, they're fucking like, ah, oh, we're getting ready. And they're just like, they're taking shots. They're having good time. But there's been times where the groom and grooms, you know, the groom's like, oh, I got to make sure like everything's going to be okay for her. Is it going to be okay for her? You know, it's like, shit. Yeah. My, my, my sister, my, uh, I have two sisters, but the, the one in the middle got married six years ago. And yeah, she was like, all manner of stress, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The, they decided to have a fall wedding. Dave, you know why a fall wedding is an awful idea. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you know why a fall I wedding is an I know a fall wedding. Uh... No, you don't. I'm sorry. Especially in certain areas of the country, people just don't yeah. show up. I'm, I'm so, 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 so that particular day was, I think it was Michigan, Maryland. Oh. And it was like a, it was a 3.30 game. So... <laughs> While all of the stress is going on with the bride and everything, right? What are the groomsmen doing? Watching the game? No, they're <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't have TVs. They're checking oh. with me every ten minutes for the score because they know I've got it on my phone. Oh. So, I'm, so I'm update. I'm update, dude. Right? What's the score? Ten nothing. Ten five. What's the score? Seventeen nothing. Whatever it was, they won like twenty yeah. to nothing that day. But like, that's literally like what the groomsmen were doing: checking the football score. Before, yeah. the cer- before the ceremony started because you I, had your wedding on a day of football game. Oh, no. I, I literally just had a conversation with a co-worker today who's having to go to a wedding. You, you do realize tomorrow night is Alabama LSU. <laughs> <laughs> and someone has their wedding during the game. Stupid. Oh, stupid. I, terrible. And you're just like, what terrible. The, what the? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> stupid. You don't. I mean, this is this isn't like this isn't like Louisiana Monroe. You know, this isn't, you know, it was, this is freaking Bama versus LSU. I mean, I don't care that LSU has a 4-4 four and four record. It's LSU. Yeah, you're going right. to win the game, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's going to want to know the score. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, especially if you have a wedding on a Sunday during, you know, it's like, what? Oh, like, Jesus. Okay. No, 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 no. Why, why are you, why are you, you're not an adult. You're not married. Yeah, right. Sunday, Sunday Unless you want a small season. wedding. What is what wrong with you? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, yeah actually, by the way, Ray, doing, uh, love Monday morning sports ball. Love Monday you. morning sports ball. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I've been toying around with, like, doing a sports show for a while because more than a few mutuals, few here included, like sports. So I was like, yeah, I oh, want yeah. to talk sports for yeah. sure. So no, yeah, nothing wrong with that. There, there's Aaron. There's how about that. you? How how are you with the sports ball? Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Okay, about it. Yeah, your basketball. Oh, basketball. Yeah, it's that's something. Okay. Yeah, yeah usually I, I've never, so. I've never been like into basketball. I mean, when the playoffs show up, I'm like, I watch because like it gets competitive as. Fuck, and I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. That's when it gets really good, and I'm like, hey, college. I don't have a team or whatever, but it gets so competitive, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And now, college like nuts. Yeah, college, college basketball is insane, and and the people that are fans of college basketball are so diehard compared to like actual like 
basketball leagues. It's it's absolutely nuts. Well, same like, with college football. A same bit, with college too. football. That's yeah, how college, college football, football is, fan. You know, yeah, I've been starting to get into like college football because there's. I mean, on Saturday, I look on like. Jesus Christ! There's like five games I could choose oh, yeah. from. Oh yeah, five. oh that's yeah. Not, no, that's no, not no, like that no, with the no, NFL. No, it's <laughs> fa- no, Dave. It's five every three hours. Every yeah, three pretty hours. much. There's, there's yeah. five games at noon. There's five it's, more games at three thirty. There's five more games at seven thirty. And if yeah, you want to out, out where you're at, te- or before we're at ten thirty. Pack, pack yeah. all well, the, I mean, heck, pack twelve I can, after I dark. I can start games at eleven a.m. Central Time. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I, mean, like, I look and I'm like, God damn, there is a lot of football on Saturday. Like, oh yeah, oh, going, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Saturday's four like, college football. Like I got CBS and Fox, and I'm like, all right, but and that is yeah. include yeah. all the like ESPN, ESPN, yeah. ESPN two, ESPN, SEC network. Right, and then you get into Big Ten network, Pac twelve network, like all the ACC network. Yeah, college football is just. Everywhere, so, like, football and basketball were, were always. I was always like pretty into it, but my thing was always UFC. That was always okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was oh, a nice. UFC C yeah. guy. I'm not so much anymore. I kind of fallen off of it, but it was like my oh my god every day. Man. Yeah. See, for me, Talking. what I would get that is that you know one of my buddies from college who like you know we're we're still like we live five minutes from each other. Our kids play with each other, that kind of thing. We used to go. We used to more regularly go out like like. When I used to, when I got into the habit of going to like 10, 11 o'clock movies on the weekends after I, you know, tucked my family in bed, you know, before I decided to devote, you know, my entire weekend to, you know, this guy, you know, <laughs> Dave, Dave has become my weekend. <laughs> and we used to go, go out to like the bar, like a bar, like there's this place over here called Twin Peaks that's kind of like Hooters, but with a um, lumberjack theme. Mm. And. Mm-hmm. Name is Twin Peaks. Let your imagination gotcha. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Saturday nights, you know, a lot of the times by the time we're going off, there's no more games on. So where are they showing? We're showing the UFC. So there's so I've seen lots of UFC fights just, you know, because I'm eating my wings, drinking my beer, you know, and it's the thing on TV. So it's my, like, uh, okay. my guy was always Forrest Griffin. He was like, I loved Forrest Griffin and he got in really bad injured at one point and uh, he wasn't playing for a while and I, or he wasn't in any fights and I stopped watching and then I just kind of like fell off of it. I just hadn't watched it really since, to be honest. So Aaron, you said you're in the South. Whereabouts? North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. I will be there in a couple of weeks, actually. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, my uh, my in laws are building a uh, mountain cabin. Oh, sick! Okay, Ooh. so that means that I'm gonna have a mountain cabin in, <laughs> in, in, in North Carolina. And North Carolina, so that's pretty awesome. NC are great, man. I I go up to Boone quite a bit to visit my brother, and uh, it's it's so nice up there. God, I love it. That's cool. And you, uh, you mentioned uh, twin, huh? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you mentioned Twin Peaks. It was funny because uh, I went there one time. I was a friend took me, and um, I, I think it was, yeah, it was like two or three years ago, and he didn't tell me what it was. So, <laughs> and, and I, I'm a Twin Peaks the show fan. Oh, so I thought oh, I saw like oh, you know, it was a theme bar. <laughs> I, well, I saw like the the, the 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 mountains on the logo, and I saw like. <laughs> the logs and stuff and i was like oh, oh no it was about other mountains 
And I walked, <laughs> and I walked in there. Yeah, not those mountains. Yeah, I walked in, and, and, and the, the waitress walked up, and I was like, "Whoa, I don't remember this in the show." Okay, um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this." I, and then I like leaned up to him. I was like, "This is like Hooters, isn't it?" And he was like, "Yeah, it is." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." He was like, "You seem disappointed," and I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I'm throwing off. <laughs> yeah, you All right, guys. Off. I got to head out. Okay, man. Okay, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate oh, no it. Problem, it was, no problem. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. Good to, it was good to finally meet you. Yeah, you too, man. In, in person. I've like been on the stream. So. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. Stop All right, yeah. Me so All right, go ahead. Hey, Dave. Hey, hey, hey. You're on the social me. You're on the social meds. So, you know what? I'm going to stop. <laughs> you're there. <laughs> I know she, I know you and Shirley's. I understand. I respect hey. it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've, Ray, I've, make sure you watch Atomic Blonde. Yes, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I have seen some of – I have you and Shirley's. I, I am I am familiar with <laughs> I, I feel like everybody is now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you've hey, got Shirley's. I have Anne Hathaway and Rebecca Ferguson, and everyone knows it. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I know. I get it. We all have our, we all have our little uh, crushes. Right. <laughs> yes, we definitely do. So. But uh, go ahead and promote yourself, uh, Dave. I know you got it. Oh, yeah. Quick stream yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Twitter at is right here, at Ohio <laughs> Dave with two E's. And then if you want to watch me live stream, I'm uh, pretty much daily on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ohio Dave. So. Mm. There you go. All right. There it appreciate is. it, man. Thanks yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having Thanks me again, Dave. Dave. Appreciate See it. No problem, man. Take it easy. All right, you guys Take have a good one. You too. You too. Good guy, but uh, you know, yeah, love talking to Dave. I was like, you know what, we're having an army of thieves. I was like, I got to get Dave on here, and uh, he was, you know, I know he streams on Fridays, and luckily he streamed a little bit early, so I was like, all right, he he was able to make it tonight, so that's good. Glad yeah, I was. Good. You gave him a week to recover from the twenty four hour stream. I know. I was like, I, I know. I I meant to ask him about that. I'm, shit. I'm, he was I'm, crazy I'm, for that I'm, one, but I'm dude, I, I don't was... even know if I could. I I maybe could do a twelve, but not a. 24 hours. That's actually why I got out of, I used to do YouTube a long time ago and that's actually why I got out of it because everybody wanted me to stream all the time and I'm not like the best streamer. I'm great in a group. The second it's just me having to stream. That's why you're here, Aaron. Come on. Yeah, exactly. See, this is fine. But like the second I have to be the sole entertainment for a stream, it's over. Like I can't. It's, it's... <laughs> hey, Aaron, I get it. Tim and I always bitched about anytime we had to do a solo podcast, we were like, "Fuck no!" Can we... See, yeah. see, see and, and, and I feel like I'm on the other. It's just because I'm a talkative you, asshole. You mean I, 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 yes, I, I, I can go seriously. Like yeah. any, any one of the multiple tangents that we've talked about tonight. I can continue on any one of them for yep. at least a few more hours. And I've listened to podcasts where he has. <laughs> yes. And he and we've had Zoom conversations where we've both done it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, Aaron, you got to understand the two of us two of us together is like it, it it's a I feel like time cop where I go same matter can't <laughs> occupy same space. Yeah. You know, oh, which man. is a movie that will be coming soon to Squad Cast will be. Yes, oh, will. man, and, that's and, a classic we, right we, there, man. We will be getting oh. to that to that Jean that Jean Claude Van Damme classic film. Cuz it's a dark horse uh, book. That it is. is. It, oh, it is. Yeah. Isn't when it? That's when the fuck are they going to like okay, 
You know, when it comes yes. to DMs, when are they going to start diving back into Dark Horse? You know, you got what? Well, that's the thing, Dave. Is that what we just realized? Is that the mid to le- the mid to late nineties? Like we're looking at our Squadcast movies calendar that Tim has, and we're like going like, if not back to back, like every other movie we're about to talk about is a Dark Horse. Book. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like Dark Horse had it because we're about to hit. We're gonna hit Time Cop, The right. Mask, Three Hundred, Tank Girl, okay, Tank okay. Girl, Hardwire. Oh, yeah. I forget what all was, those. Wasn't there a oh, character called the Ghost or something like that too? That was the Spirit. Spirit. No, not the Spirit. I think it no, was like spirit. Ghost uh, or something like that. I can't remember. There, there is a character called the Ghost, but it's like an old, like, like Dynamite has. I think the has the. Um, Wait, the ghost? Isn't that like a cowboy kind of character and he rides a horse? No, no, it was a woman. It was a woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, okay. okay. No, but you know what? I'm like, God damn it. Okay, so when Deadpool came out, I made a video after that and went, when are we going to get an actual comic book accurate version of the mask? Because I love the Jim Carrey version. Don't get me wrong. Don't even talk about that fucking Jamie Cameron. Oh, by the way, we oh, do those to like it's, almost it's back on our list. Too, it's on our list. Yeah. Like almost oh my back God. to back. Don't even don't even the, get me started on that. Future. I'm like I, I can't. I've, I, I can't I've even never seen that. I've never seen it, and I'm it's afraid. So bad. I'm, I'm it's afraid. So bad that. because they just the went, dog. Oh my God! But like, but, and, and you know Alan what? Coming is Loki. Oh my God! But I I appreciate Alan Cumming show up in Loki. By the way. That would have been such a funny nod to him playing the the, the character. That's a variant I would have appreciated. But but you know what they would have done? They would have been like Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's exactly. exactly that's that's what they yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like, okay, so I I adore the original. I mean, that's what got me into it. It was like when I watched when I watched, I was like all about Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura. I mean, obviously, saw my Halloween costume. <laughs> I mean, I was all about, like, you know, Jim Carrey in the 90s. And when The Mask came out, I was like, I loved that movie. I literally, I saw it four times in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I just loved it. And then I, and then one day, my mom just goes, hey, I found the comic book of The Mask. And it was like The Mask Strikes Back, which was like the third iteration of it. And I was like, oh. And I looked through, I'm like, this is not the same. And I realized, oh, my God, this is, this is this is kind of graphic. What the fuck? You know? And then I I remember I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And I, and I kept getting the books, like kept getting the story. It was the mass strikes back this story. And I was like, this is totally different. This is crazy. And then I remember we went to universal studios. And after that, we went to the city walk and they, we went to this like shop that had comic books and stuff like that. And I found the original, like full on graphic novel, which was all the stories of the first, iteration of the mask and i was like hey mom can i get this it's the mask and she was like sure not realizing that holy shit no idea. Yep. this 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 it was graphic like you don't even know like they like when it comes to the mask the movie yeah there's certain things they pull from it like 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 for instance the the mechanics that screwed him over with the car and the and car how he gets revenge. Like, yeah when he gets revenge like oh yeah he uh you know sticks some mufflers up their butts and ha 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 we gotta call proctologists and whatever in the in the book no he fucking murders them and even like like when he does the balloon things yeah that's also in the book but he fucking murders them like blows them away 
And I'm like, all right, when are we going to get actually this? And when Deadpool came out, I remember I made a video. I'm like, all right, Deadpool's success. When are we going to get an actual comic book accurate of the You know what we need? Like, you know how Todd McFarlane has been going on forever about Bloomhouse doing Spawn? That We need Bloomhouse to do it. That's... That's Did anything happen with that movie? It's that still spawn? in development. It's in development yeah. hell right now. Yeah, I it's mean, in it's development not... hell for some reason. I'm I like, thought that he why? was talking like it wasn't that much left to do on it. Or but something. that's what it's... Todd McFarlane. That's the thing about Todd McFarlane. Yeah, he's he, very, he's very like he's a salesman. Yeah, he he's is trying to just such sell a salesman. I mean, like Jamie Fox got attached to it like what two, two and a half, three years ago, maybe. I don't and know. It's gonna be another Black Adam situation. I'm calling yeah. it now. Oh yeah, and Jeremy <laughs> Renner was supposed to be like Twitch. Yeah, and. I, I yes. mean, Black Adam's happening, but it took I, ten years. Yeah, it just yeah. Took <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. I mean, oh, by the way, point. Dave, for oh. your information, we just released our review of Red Sonia on Halloween. Ooh, yes. Our next Squadcast movies is The Mask. It is good. Big head, big head. And, Give me some of that. Big, yeah, because that's and, what and, they call them. Yeah, if anybody wanted to know, they call them Big Head. Well, and, 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 yeah, and it's just like you you read that fucking book, it's like holy shit, like how graphic it actually is. is I yeah. mean, my god, and I'm like, when are we gonna get that accurate? You know, come on, let's get so, that. And I was really hoping, especially with all the R-rated CBM that was like kind of coming out, you know, after like you know Logan kind of turned it, and I was like, oh, and then Deadpool, and I was like, oh, let's get that, and it just didn't happen. I, 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 I gotta ask though, because you said you saw the Mask movie four times. In the theater. Did you see it four times in the theater because of the movie? Or did you see it four times in the theater for her? Don't even well, I mean, I mean, come on. The introduction of Cameron Diaz. I mean, you appreciate that. I mean, that scene, I mean, that shot where she literally goes, you know, crosses the legs and they pan up. And it was like, I mean, you, you feel like Jim Carrey in that moment with his tie all up here. And he's just like, ha, 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 you know, you know, I mean, come on. For me, it's that sequin number she's wearing at the club. Yes. When they, when she da- the whole dance number she does to Hey Ponchuco. Yeah. The, I, I, will, I had that soundtrack. <laughs> I had that soundtrack too. It's yeah. over there. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, her singing G baby and a good to you. Yeah. And then, but that day, I I will fully admit that that VHS got rewound, yes. paused, slowed we were, down. We were we were all we were all him going, you know, the mouth, dropped, yeah, the uh, and, then, and then the wolf, the wolf, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was that 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 that's what was so great about that movie. It was like, I mean, it so, it, really so it, was, captured... it, it was a delightful bonus. Yeah, <laughs> See, you guys, you guys saw it much before I did. Like I, I saw that movie, God, like two thousand six or oh, seven. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's nineteen ninety four. Yeah, what, Dude, what, I, wore, we're, I was I wore born in videotape. <laughs> I was that was the year I was born, so I wasn't even. Oh God! God. Oh jeez! I was twelve. Okay, I was Aaron, twelve when that movie. Aaron, came. Aaron, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind here, and I'm gonna oh, make all the rest of us feel old. Do you understand that The Simpsons is five years older than you? That, yeah, that makes me feel really... uh... Five years older than you. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That sitcom has existed five full years longer than you've been on this planet. It got more seasons (laughs) before I was born than most shows get in total now. Correct. Right, yes. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's... If it's a Netflix show, it gets two seasons. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, four if it's right. lucky. Yeah, yeah, four if you're if you're really lucky. Jesus, wow. Let's just hope they don't yeah. do that uh, Zach stuff. No, yeah. we, we, well, because we it's not a show. It's another train. Yeah, yeah, that's just true. Yeah. No, we 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 all we we saw the mask at the, at the theater. Yes, we did. We did. I still remember which theater I saw. It was in Prattville with my uh, with my mother's family because they had a little two screen theater that was across from the Kmart and the uh, and the the grocery store. And my grandparent, like you loved going to those grandparents because they would take you to the movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they'd pay to take you to the movies. That, and so yeah. this theater, I remember, I saw Hook, I saw Aladdin, I saw The Mask. God, wow! Oh, I love yeah. Hook. The, 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 Another great the, Spielberg class. Fucking a, right? And, and I mean, what gets me? Oh, it is Spielberg. Yeah. And, and what gets yeah. me is like I didn't realize there's like not universal love for that movie. Like I don't understand yeah. that. You well, look at the Rotten Tomato score, you're like, what? Are you well, kidding? People didn't like Hook. Yes, yeah, there well, are people who don't like Hook. There are people who don't like. Well, and and part of it is because if you really look at the concept, the movie shouldn't work. But it's no, no, no. It does work. I'm yeah. not saying it does. I'm not yeah. disagreeing at all. Yeah. Like on paper, why does but this work? On yeah, paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. a sequel to Peter Pan should not work when he's a. It just shouldn't, and somehow it works. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin yes. Williams. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. And Justin Hoffman as yeah, Hook. As, Ho- as, as Captain Hook. Oh my god. Yes. And then the late uh, Bob Hoskins as, as Schmee. Uh, oh my god! And then you got Julia Roberts. You got Julia, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Tinkerbell. My god! And yeah, it's just and and yeah. what's funny too is like we had a young Gwyneth Paltrow who played a young Wendy in a yes. one scene in that movie that like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, holy shit, that was before she was even a name. But yeah, and um, Rufio, that was. Um... That was Ella, that was I, I can't remember his name, but that, that's that's Ella J. Basco's uncle. I actually, I actually met him. He was yeah. at a Supercon um huh. a few years back and he was really cool. And a lot of people he didn't have like that many people in his line. And I was like, Are you guys crazy? Like that's Rufio, Rufio from Because <laughs> he didn't know who he was. He was insane. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I know. That movie, I mean, that played that was another movie that I just constant playing in Oh, in my household i mean i love that movie like i love the you know original peter pan stuff but for some reason like that movie i mean i mean it was just it was a movie about like yeah what if peter pan decided to not go back to neverland what would happen you know right. you beg, you ask the question and it's so funny too because that movie i love how they established rob williams character who's like a businessman you know, he has kids and he misses out on his kids like baseball games and whatever the fuck. Right. And he's afraid of flying. Yes. That was such a that was such so, a pivotal part of the character was that he was so afraid of flying. That makes that yeah. moment in the end even better though. Oh dude. Like, when that, he finally like Yes. Well, oh, and so and that's why like it's such a cause it's literally like what if it's not just what if he grew up, it's what if he grew up normal. Yeah. You know, like he's supposed to be, right? Like, the, did everything that the world told him he was supposed to do and yeah. forgot himself. See, and then he like... found his childhood again. Like, like that scene right. where, like, you know, where they're, they're having the feast. The imagination. And like, yeah, yes. and he's like, what yeah. the fuck? This is all empty stuff. And then he's just like, he just goes, oh, yeah. And, and he f- decides to fling whatever onto uh, Rufio, I think it is. And then all of a sudden he, like, realizes, like, it, like, hits Rufio in the face and he goes, and he sees all the food 
like it's just that scene gives me goosebumps where yes. he just finally like his imagination comes back. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I feel like Disney movies need to do that now. Like yeah. instead of just making a remake of the original, do these like weird like alternate take like like what if kind of thing. Well, the thing about Hook was that it so obviously isn't based on the Disney version of Peter yeah. Pan. It exactly. obviously True. goes back to the J.M. Barry because like, Barry version. Yep. It's the J.M. Barry version because the continuity doesn't match up with the way Disney changes the story. No. Yeah. See, isn't that isn't that? I mean, I, I I mean, like when you, it's it's interesting when like yeah, the whole Disney fied you Disney fied something. I mean, look at Jungle Book. I enjoyed the live action Jungle Book. I did. I thought like, whoa, Favreau did something, whoa, crazy right there. And of course, when it came to Lion King, I was like, eh, okay, that's just whatever. But then all of a sudden, you had um circus right he did the jungle he book did mowgli, yeah. mowgli on, that was on yes. netflix yeah. yeah and i was like whoa this is a darker version and i, and I that's what i enjoyed about it i was like wow. because that because his movie's closer it's, to kipling's book yeah yes. yeah dealing with the like, colonialism I that more because that. it was yeah. like yeah this this is more towards what yeah. it should be and the, the, he did a great the, job the, with that the favreau version is really just a live action version of the cartoon but, but, he, but, he, but he nailed to Aaron's point. That's the problem is like my biggest complaint has been if you're just going to do a live action remake of the cartoon, I'm sorry. I am of a generation that I have the cartoon and, and Ray knows That's... the story of when Ray remember the story about when I told you that my in-laws took the boys. Do you remember what I, what I told you? Which, uh, Oh, for the Lion King. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, because it wasn't – it was – because I told you my story yes. with that as well. But, yeah. Look, he had a different story. My story was my in-laws like, let's take the boys. We have them for the day. Let's take them to go see Lion King. My five-year-old uh, – well, he's five now. I, I think he was maybe – he would have been like two or th- maybe three when yeah. the Lion King came out. Declan goes, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch the cartoon. And I just went. Yeah, you're like, father of the year, father of the year. Parenting done right. That's what that is. That's what that is. Because I I went and saw that I I, I paid and saw the live action version. Well, that was your first mistake. Live action. Right, exactly. Live Live, action. Live action. Well, You know they're gonna they're gonna remake all the Disney movies when you've got the DreamWorks movies that need sequels or live action versions more than the Disney movies do. Yeah. Like you make a live action Road to El Dorado, I'll be in the theater, man. Like or well, a like, Treasure Planet. Mm. Well, like, well, it's like the, the the problem with doing a live action version of Lion King is that the the biggest thing that is missing is the anthropomorphization. It's just realistic lines. Right, right, exactly. Which, okay, when you watch the animated version, you know when Mufasa's pissed because he's got the angry eyes. You know when Simba's sad. You you see the smiles when they're happy, right? The the anthropomorphization is there. And when you decide to go all National Geographic realistic with it, it's all gone and it's sterilized. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When when he dies and, and Simba goes, no! I started laughing because I was like, 
I don't see any emotion. I was like, Nothing. what is this? I mean, Nothing yeah, at all. the visuals, okay, good job, VFX artist. You did a good job, but there's no fucking emotion. Uh, and, that at is all. Why, and that is why I didn't really like it. I got kind of bored I didn't by like it. it at all. I, I, like well, it. Well, I'm, I'm, I was leading up to something. I, I didn't like Lion King. But I'm talking about when Tom was great. The one that actually did something different. I, I didn't. I still didn't enjoy it, but I appreciated that it was like, but this has the director stand was Dumbo because that was a Burton movie. Yeah. Dude, dude, yes. thank you, yes. thank Burton. you. I, I still we didn't never enjoy... talked about this. I, okay, I, oh. I, I still didn't really thank enjoy you, it that much. Oh. But that was oh. a Burton movie, dude. and I could at least go thank look you. at it and go, "You did I'm... something different." The trailer. I haven't seen thank you, the trailer, Scott. Thank like, you, Scott. I've been screaming be... about that. Like when when oh, oh sorry, Darren. I don't mean no, to cut you off, but but no, like because that was the year of when it came out. There was like three live actions that came out, right? Yeah, because because that was, it, like, it was like Aladdin and yeah. something else, Dumbo and um, I forgot. Well, I we could know. look it up or whatever. But I remember going, um, "Am I weird to say that Dumbo was the best one that came out because that actually was unique and I actually felt the director's stamp on it." I'm like, that was Burton I, all the way. Well, yeah, he I fucking mean... dude, I got choked up in that movie. There was many times where I was like. I am feeling for this. I am feeling for Dumbo in this movie. They did a did, Burton did a great job, and and he had that, his people. Um, I mean, you yeah. have Keaton, you yes. got Devito, you got Eva Green, dude. I haven't seen. Then you had Colin Farrell on there too, and it was like, yeah. I, I I haven't I haven't seen that one, but dude, like, it's a great. It's a it, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Underappreciated. Colin, Farrell, Colin Farrell's been ruined for me now because now I just hear him saying, "Take it easy, sweetheart." Take it, Take it easy, sweetheart. I, I got you. Yeah, I got you. He's completely ruined for me now. Like, and, and what is it with what is it with uh, him playing characters that are like in? He kind of did the thing in real life that he did in the Fantastic Beast movies, where like he's wearing a, a different face. Yeah. He's Grindelwald in those movies, and now he's in a movie where he's literally wearing a different face. You know what? I say good because you know, you know, when it comes to like, um, when it comes to actors like him, it's like he bursts on onto the onto the scene where it's like, you know, he's a good looking dude. He's a very good looking dude, and he's always like that guy. And then he bursts on. I remember like the first time I got a, I got acquainted with Colin Farrell was the movie The Recruit. I love The Recruit. Yes, with him and Al Pacino. Great movie. Great movie. Great spy movie. Bridget Moynihan. Yep. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it. Great movie. It was one of those movies I could just watch over and over again. And then you know he just kept going up. You had SWAT. You had uh, you know showed up in Daredevil. Phone booth. Phone booth. Phone booth. Yeah. Phone, phone booth really, is really yeah, good. Phone fucking booth is movie. Really good. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Yes. 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 Rest in peace. That's. I mean, like a lot of people don't realize that's a Schumacher. Uh, the, the, Schumacher. There, uh, the, there's also there's also a little one he did. I don't know if you've heard called In Bruges with him and Brendan yes, Gleeson with Ray, and uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah, they play two. They, they play two hitmen on vacation. Yes, oh, wow. it's fantastic. It it's, it's really, really quirky. Really like it's you, very quirky, Dave. Yes. I think you'd appreciate. Okay, it. I think I'll, Dave. I'll I think you would up. like it. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, but I mean, it's, a, like dark, this... it's a dark comedy. Okay, it's a very yeah. dark comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that one up for sure because that sounds like it's right up my alley. Um, but you know, like he bursts on the scene, he's like, yeah, he's that dude. He's that good looking dude, and he's been in the very. But now it's like he seems like let's challenge myself. You know, let's really. I mean, you get to a point where, like, we're an actor. It's like, you, you challenge yourself, and it's like, 
disguise yourself as something else. I mean, like, I mean, Christian Bale kind of like, you know, he hit the ground running with something like that. It's like, yeah, I'm that guy. And then all of a sudden he was like, no, I don't want to be that, that guy. And then, you know, he's done so many things where it's like, I'm going to transform myself. Tom Hardy, a little bit like that too. Where like, you have these actors that are like, yeah, they're good looking dudes, but it's like, they don't want to be that on screen all the time. Yeah. There's some people, there's some actors that, yeah, I want to be that, that guy, but there's some actors anonymous. that really just want to go like, I want to be somebody else completely. It, it, it's usually the not, and all three of them, not American. Yeah. All three. Well, that, it's that's... like, it, it's like what Sir Lawrence Olivier asked Richard Burton at one point. Do you want to be a movie star or do you want to be an actor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, and of course, Richard Burton was the was the swarmy son of a bitch. Went, I want to be both. Of course, you do, Richard Burton. Of course, you do. Right. Thank well, you. Yeah. But I mean, that's but, one of those things that I, I asked Harry Lennox. I think you even kind of uh, kind of talked about that with him too, Scott. On with uh, when you talked to him, it's like like what do you what would you want to be? Would you want to be like oh your name on the marquee? You want to be that that guy, or do you want to be? an actual actor. And I mean, like he had a good response, like talking about, it's like, you know what? I mean, you live longer when you're like in this kind of where it's like, Hey, you're that guy. I know you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see you in a movie and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's Harry Lennox. You know, that's, I mean, we know, but you know, because sometimes when you're like, I, I forgot exactly what he said. Shit. I wish I, I, no, I, I, I know. Cause I, that was a fantastic panel. Yeah. But like, I, I totally buy that with him because like there are people who know him as Locke from the matrix sequels. There are people who know him from the blacklist. From the blacklist. Yeah. Right. There are people. And now there are people who know him as Swanwick slash Martian Manhunter. Like that's three different roles that people can just, and and he's been in way more than that. He was in an episode of house. He was in Mo Money way back in the day with, that's the first thing I ever saw him in with Damon Wayans and Stacey Dash. Way, yeah. way back in, in like ninety one. That's the first thing I ever saw him in. But he's right because like he's in so many things. Like it's better being a that guy in yes. a lot of in a lot of ways. Because guess what happens when you're a that guy? That means you've been working. Mm-hmm. Well, look at Steve Buscemi. I mean, yes. he's never been he's never been a star, yes. but but Steve Buscemi shows up and you go, oh yeah, that's Steve Buscemi. And he's yeah. such a good dude too. Like yeah. he's such his a Halloween solid costume guy. was hilarious. Oh, dude, yes. the fact that he he leaned into <laughs> yes. his meme with yes. the whole skateboard and be like, well, you know, <laughs> it's like yes, somebody that's do. somebody that I think is like both what to to what you guys were saying was like a movie star and an actor is somebody like Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, I think he he's like he's such an one. actor. That's he's an one. actor's actor, but he's also like you know who the heck Daniel Day Lewis is. Right. You Even know? though he's not in like three movies. He's in like year. he's in like five movies or something, but you're like yeah. oh Daniel Day Lewis like yeah. you know. But you look at the movies you know him from and it's like Yeah, you're like last of the movies. They're like prestige films. There will be blood. Gangs of New York. There will be blood. Such a good movie. Oh god, it's that is I still and I've never that... been more nervous watching a film watching that, Daniel Day Lewis in that, the milkshake that... scene. That, that's like the only. I think that oh. might be the only PTA movie I haven't seen. Such a good movie. Because I ask seen... Dave about it sometimes because it's like Dave's like favorite movie. Well, it's like like Paul. Like I went through this Paul Thomas Anderson phase years ago. Like, and I it was like Magnolia, which is, like, is three hours, which is and uh, Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
uh, what's that? Boogie Nights, right? Boogie Nights was one of his. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's, yeah, I don't know. I, but Daniel Day Lewis, dude, I'm sorry, Bill the Butcher. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That, that, and you know, the just... first time I actually saw him was because he was in The Crucible mm. with yes, Winona Ryder. You know what? I remember yes, watching that. And Joan Allen. Joan Allen's Allen, in that too. I watched Joan that Allen played Husband and Wife. Yeah. yeah. Crucible, yeah. I watched that movie and that was the first time I saw Daniel Day Lewis because I was I was in the high school play version of that and I played See? Reverend Paris. That was such that was such a thing where it was like that was. See, man. I was uh, Deputy Governor Danforth. <laughs> nice. nice. Well, I was playing the Paul uh, Schofield r- r- role. R- 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 Reverend Hale. <laughs> Reverend Hale. Reverend Hale. Reverend Hale. I didn't play shit. I didn't play shit. I just watched the movie. Dave, that means we have to put on a performance of Crucible. Crucible. You have That's to be all in we got to do. That's yeah. all. It's because they it's because they knew I would be overly dramatic with his with his. You praise God. Yeah, just, because because yeah. I got to do the more subdued part with Reverend with Reverend um, Paris because he's more he's more and then Reverend Hale comes in and he's like rock star. He's like oh yeah, he's let's like get ready, oh, yeah. You know, right. Let's get this you know. And then my character's kind of subdued. And I was like, I'm glad I got that part because that definitely suits me more than bombastic. Well, it was really funny because we did The Crucible my sophomore year of high school, and that was the first time I grew this. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. in well, high I school. Grow oh, I grew, I grew. Yeah, it was my sophomore. Well, Dave, I've been shaving since the fifth grade. <laughs> and you See? think I'm joking, but I, I know, I no. know. I know. I, 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 I don't think sh- you're joking. I'm just laughing because I didn't start shaving until probably senior year. Yeah, maybe yeah, after. I had I grew a mustache yep. for the fall show. Crucible was the spring show, and that's when I grew this. And I pretty much kept this or some variation of this all the way. Like I shaved it off after like college, and then my wife saw pictures of me from high school, and she was like, "No, you're 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 growing that back." And I was like, <laughs> "Cool, saves me time in the morning," you know. Yeah. So, but you know, I remember playing Demi Danforth. A funny story that I had for that was I love doing that show. I love the Crucible. I love Arthur Miller because uh, Dan Day Lewis was even like his son-in-law for a little bit of time. That's how he got the role of John Proctor in the movie because Miller even adapted the screenplay himself. And uh, and then the next year, my junior year, we were rehearsing our uh, our musical, and a high school across town was doing the Crucible, and their Danforth came down. So on the Friday before the performance, the next Thursday came out with 102 fever and passed out at school. So the director called every high school in town that had done the crucible in the last two or three years. Like, has your Danforth graduated? Has your Danforth graduated? (laughs) So I get a, (laughs) so I, so I'm a junior in high school, spring of spring of junior year. I got a phone call on Sunday afternoon from my high school theater teacher going, okay, I got a call from this other school. Can you do three rehearsals, relearn all of your lines from a year ago, and do three performances this upcoming weekend? And I did it. Nice. So I so I went to school from seven thirty to three, rehearsed for our musical from three to six, Jesus. drove across town, did their rehearsals from like seven to ten, and had three rehearsals to relearn. And you can understand Danforth is like the second act. Like, like, like <laughs> Proctor's there the whole time. But once, once Danforth shows up and he's the judge at the trials, it's like, that boy don't stop talking. I will <laughs> never complain about rehearsals now after hearing that story. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's like, <laughs> I'm done. 
No, the guy that we had the 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 act uh, the guy that we had playing him actually we had a the the desk set up that he would sit at as the judge and he uh, in the middle of the performance he hit the desk so hard it was like a balsa wood desk it just completely broke in half. Oh no! And the audience was like, "Wow! Oh my god! The performance." <laughs> <laughs> was absolutely incredible and and then and my teacher's just like oh my god they thought it was like part of it it's just a cheap desk we just built a cheap like <laughs> but the audience that's, loved it so we were like sweet that, that's not, that sounds like uh that sounds like a real life version of dicaprio in django unchained oh with the glass <laughs> with the, yeah, with and, the he, gl- and his hands yeah right yeah, yeah. He smeared it on uh his hand, right or something and then like he put it on i can't remember the actress's name oh kerry washington yeah Kerry he washington liked, he like put his actual yeah. blood. And I, oh, I don't know if it geez. was i don't remember if that was actually like if they I know like, that the, I know he did that. I don't know that was his blood. I feel like that would be a biological hazard if he. Right, actually I would say yeah, there. Yeah, his but I blood. thought the way that, it maybe it was just clever editing, probably. No, I, that's what, I think what happened was it was an accident when he did it, and then they stopped, but then decided to roll with it later. Well, like, yeah, I could see Tarantino. Yeah. I could see Tarantino doing that. Hey, yeah, well, right. I know. You know what we should do? Because uh, the camera doesn't cut for like a few, like a like a uh, like thirty or forty seconds after he does it. So like up until he puts it on her face, I think it's actually him standing there because uh, Tarantino was talking about he was like motioning to Leo like Are you okay? And then Leo was just going through with the scene, and he was like Okay, I guess we're filming this. So like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it watching just... it's like watching Mission Impossible Fallout, and you can watch Cruz oh, break oh, his ankle every oh, time I see that. Every, every no, time like... I watch that scene, I just go. And, and, ah! and, 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 and like I saw the like I because he was on Graham Norton that when he was on when they were on Graham Norton it was like him and Ferguson and uh, uh, Cavill uh, that were like were promoting it and so he he brought the video with him of the ankle breaking so when we went to see the movie I was literally looking for it I'm like. They did not keep it. They did not get. They kept it in the fucking. And movie. I saw it in IMAX, literally. and I saw it clear as dude, day. Yeah, dude, like you literally see, like when he like gets up, you literally see him kind of limp, limp off. off. Absolutely, you see yeah. him limp he, off a little bit, and then the next scene, he's just. I'm like bullshit. That was like three weeks later. Shut up. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, because you actually see him kind of just limp off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god! Dude. And 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 under no circumstances should he have even been limping at that point. No, he should have just like stayed down. Yeah, that, yeah. No, but it, it is it is insane that they kept that in the movie. Yeah, it was yeah. you know it, it was like it was like Macquarie was like, now yeah, we got to show that that he fucking did that because because you it's clear that he like limps out of that scene and then the next scene he's just full on. Full well, speed running, and I'm like, it just kind of like throws you off a little bit, but you respect it because you kind of go like, oh wait, they kept that in the fucking movie. They kept that. Well, broken- once again, it goes back to the sort of this this aura that Cruz has now. Like, you crazy son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> and, and but yet you respect like like my dad will not watch a Tom Cruise movie because he thinks that he's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm like, Dad, he is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> but damn, does he make entertaining movies. Yes. And so there's just an entertain that for me there is an entertainment value of a cruise movie going, you crazy son of a bitch. You actually <laughs> did that. The the, the the Top Gun Maverick trailer. Yes. Every time I see it I'm like how many of these fuckers did he actually fly? No, he flew all of them. All yeah. of them. But the but the but he but the whole like the the other cast did it too. I mean, it's just 
that's the thing is like, you know, we talked about how like, uh, like when, when it came to Top Gun and when I was a kid, I was like, I didn't grab to it until I was a little bit older in the dog fighting stuff. Like, we got to realize that this time it's not just like they're in a fucking simulator. This is actual shit. They're actually going to be in flight yeah. this time. Yeah. They're like full on in flight in. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, and you can tell too, just where the camera's yeah. at. And like the, the 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 angle of the cockpit is like, oh no, you mounted shit in the cockpit. You yeah. assholes are flying. <laughs> I mean, that's the GoPro in the plane, and we're like, go, fly. pretty much, pretty yeah. much. And and that and I think that's why they were like, we can't. They, I mean, this is Paramount, right? Yeah, it's Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at, at at for the moment, that's why they kept delaying. It's like we can't. We can't oh just, no! They, look, when we talk about delaying stuff, like yeah. it must be. No, you, you had to. Yeah, you could, it's like you this could has not to be in the movie theaters. This it it does, and, and, and I and listen, man. I'm I'm Mr. Streaming. I know, I know, I, I am. Know. I'm Mr. Streaming, but that's one where I'm like, oh no, you gotta you gotta yeah, put that shit. That's, that's an experience oh, that I can't. Right. I mean, that's the experience that you see on that fucking dome. Fucking yeah. Did you see? Did you see my video of the dome? I went to go see Dune on on Wednesday. I saw that pic, that thing you posted, and I was like, Jesus I'm Christ. so jealous of that because my IMAX <laughs> is that pathetic little tiny IMAX screen. It's not pathetic. It's, it's just IMAX. digital. It's fine. Yeah. It's well, yeah. no, well, this was digital too because it's IMAX laser. Yeah. So, like they, right? They, but it's like, but you know, we've talked about like the difference between like the digital and like the seventy millimeter. You know, like yeah. at the McWayne Center that you guys have, and like Henry Ford Museum that we have here, right? And it's the dome that you're talking about was like closer to that, yeah, than to the regular, yeah. Oh, no, no, because I, I actually looked it up because people were asking. And I was like, no, it's five stories high with a 79-foot diameter. Yep. Th- yeah, that's a that's a. You were on Arrakis. You were there. No, I was on Arrakis because <laughs> I was telling Dave this at the beginning of the stream. No, I'm going to tell you. The arrival scene at Arrakis with the Atreides. Oh, God. The Arcanin attack. Oh. On, th- those scenes were incredible oh and with the I mean, worm the worm the worm jesus the worm. Christ. it was actually imagine you just going like you have to like literally do this like you're like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> holy shit like you're looking everywhere uh, around uh, you okay true to all of this but tell me you did not don't tell me you did not laugh at the dude who put it on his cell phone in the toy speedboat in the bathtub? Oh, I saw that. I saw you I saw post that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way yes. that <laughs> the way that, that Denny like, remen- like yes. recommended to see. Yeah, that was pretty yes. funny. Yeah, that, yes. a lot of people that was doing. funny. While at the same time that I've seen it twice now, and I've only seen it, and I like I saw some statistics today. Fifth of the first opening weekend, fifty percent of ticket sales. Yes. Were IMAX industry average? I saw is thirty percent. I saw something about that where um, I think it, it was like in, in in like the UK or something like that, where where like the IMAX sales were out sailing the regular screenings for Dune or something. I like, like to that. see that. Though. That's good. Yeah, and, that's that's awesome. And yeah. and, and basically, it, it Dune, as far as Warner, like in the point that the analysts that I follow have been making is. It is breaking every record for a Warner Brothers movie this year because, yes, you can watch on HBO Max for free. And it has had the lowest percentage drops day day to day 
it it it, it has now beat Godzilla versus Kong as far as its box office. And and Ray, the two of us will own up to the fact that in no version of the multiverse did we think Dune would nope. be this successful. No, no, we didn't. We absolutely didn't call this, nope. and we we had no reason to think that it was going to do this well even before the pandemic, and certainly not during. But like the and and you just wonder. So I, I guess you wonder what you attribute it to. Yeah, you know, in terms of like what it is, because is it really that people knew the book? No, I don't think so. No, what is it that because the book is, sales are going through? The, so what you've got are people who saw the movie. And now you look at Amazon and everyone's going and right. buying the book. Which is great. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm, but I'm like, all for it. But, but like, I'm just curious as to what it is about this film that has like brought, I mean, this the moment it made, like the moment it passed Blade Runner 2049, I'm like, well, damn. Okay. We've got something here. When, when it got an A minus cinema score. That's when I was like, "That's insane! That's insane! That's insane!" Because okay, that means, Dave, I just saw I just, Dave. I just saw you. What was what was that? What... I just put a thumbs up. I'm like, "Thank God!" Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's, that's connected with audiences. It did. I mean, I mean, even though like people like, I mean, I remember like I was worried about it, and I even had like people on here. Like, I remember um, um, William from Sci-Fi Center. He was like, "Oh, the movie's gonna bomb." He uh, he totally like said the movie's gonna bomb. I'm like. Like I have hope. I mean, I but I I actually was like agreeing. Like I don't know if people are gonna like resonate with this, but seeing what what's happening and seeing the numbers and seeing the fact that the IMAX numbers are so high, I'm like, all right, thank God, people just really wanted to go out and see this fucking movie. And that's the thing. And and Ray, to answer your question, it's almost like I'm not sure if you know. I, I know people, you included want to give Denny crap for what he was saying but apparently something stuck with the GA that they really did buy into the message of see this thing on the biggest screen you possibly can. I, 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 could, I could see that I could I, I could totally buy that just from a marketing standpoint the, and that might have been part of his plan you know make a big enough stink about it that it becomes more than a one day story because it was, it was. Oh, no, totally, it kept on going. Right, it kept going, and he escalated it more than twice, like throughout the process of it, and yeah. you, you, it just reinforces that messaging. If somebody in the general audience sees the story and they go, "Oh, okay, well, why should I see it in IMAX? Let's try this out," and then they go see it, and they're like, "Well," and then you know, at that point, they see, you know, that the, the orthocopters and like, God damn it, the the, the sweeping landscape and you know all the, all the shit that he did in the other five english-speaking films that he's done that i've now watched all of them i got caught up on that dave i've seen enemy i've seen prisoners and i've seen sicario i've seen them all i fucking love nice. enemy enemies enemy might be one of enemy them. yeah be- enemy i mean i'm i'm a little arachnophobic so it kind of freaks me out certain things but i'll just say yes yeah, yeah. right certain but, like, where i'm like did you just I god damn it Danny. i haven't but, seen it I think I think he has a fascination a fascination with spiders because yeah they're kind of you know yeah I mean, but even like, in but Dune there's a creature in there I'm like there is yes, I'm like what the yes, fuck there is, is that? yeah yeah there is but like the but no just the concept of enemy I, I love the whole like the the message of that movie I love so much it might be my favorite of his movies but like 
all the stuff that he's done, and you can see like the progression of like his career visually and storytelling wise, culminating in this, and like, I don't know, just something about it. I mean, he, I guess it's one of those cases where you have to look at his movies and go, okay, maybe outside of Blade Runner, which wasn't critically bombed, like it was acclaimed, plenty of people, I think ourselves included, have called it better than the original. Do we agree on that? Yes, right. I yeah. agree on that. I told right. you that, and you didn't believe me. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't, and then I said, "Fuck, you're right." <laughs> but, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. But, but I think there might be something about his storytelling that does connect with the general audience. You know, especially like when I think of Arrival, uh, for oh, or, or or Sicario. That's still, like that's still my favorite of his. My, my parents saw Sicario way before I did, and my mother was like, "Oh, Sicario!" And she'd been telling me about that for the last couple of years about how great Sicario was. And I know people dug prisoners, you know, for as crazy as that fucking movie is. He um, didn't do the sequel. He didn't do the sequel to Sicario, did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Same okay. screenwriter. The screenwriter wrote the sequel, but a different oh, director. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think he did. No. So, so I think there just might be something with his storytelling that really connects with the general audience and just, you know, there, well, there's a vibe that speaks to I them. Think- I think with Dune, you know, a lot of people, you know, most people I talk to haven't read the book. I read the book years ago, uh, but they don't even know, you know, they didn't know what the book was about or anything. But I think people are just ready for like a different sci-fi franchise. Honestly. Yeah. And I, I think, think that's, that's why Rebel Moon's going to do. So, really so, so, so basically oh, yeah. not, not Star Wars, not comic books. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just, it's, exactly. A fran- it's a new franchise. It's based on an existing IP. It, and there's not a lot of big blockbuster sci-fi right now. There's really not like other than Star Wars and Star Wars has started slowly moving more towards Disney plus. I, I mean, I think I it's a good move, which is a good thing. It's a good yeah. move. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. But, but there's not that many sci-fi movies, true yeah. sci-fi that you can go see in a theater right now. Yeah. No, and, I, and, and going back French. to the messaging, it, you know, I, I people, you know, once again, I, I want to push all of the, opinions and the and the grandstanding from every one side away and just go you have to appreciate that there that this movie is an experience when you watch it on a big ass screen like yeah. it 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 rewards with a loud ass speaker because loud ass speaker is critical. yes yes it rewards a big ass screen with a loud ass speaker like Oh, and, yeah. and I think that after being cooped up and seeing movies that played, ju- I mean, like just fine on your TV, and I'm not saying that Doom doesn't, but you literally do see more. Oh yeah, on see, the right. like on the big, yeah. the bigger the screen you get, you are literally getting more picture. Yeah, and I think that was communicated. Of however it got communicated, it got communicated effectively, and I think the message actually came across. No, you actually do want to get your ass out to the theater to see this movie, and that's what that's what I wanted too. Is like how did how is it that when you, I mean, the format of Dune is so like when like when you go and see it on that big screen and it's it's in that IMAX format, and then you watch it on your TV, and yeah, I mean, I did like. Saturday that that same week and I was like I'm gonna put it on and it just kind of went why because with Zack Snyder's Justice League the whole thing is completely just that why couldn't they do that with 
this movie? I mean, I always wonder kind of about that. Like, well, it, it, it yeah, I don't know because it's weird because I have like my monitor that I have on my computer is it's actually a, an ultra wide twenty nine inch, and it filled the frame like it filled the whole thing. It was like well, that's expansive, good. and and I had I was wearing these when I was watching it, so it was like because I wanted because I'm like. Especially knowing that Zip, that Hans did the music, I'm like, whatever we're gonna get is gonna be gold. gonna need yeah. gold. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna need a. Well, it, I actually ran into a person or two on Twitter that didn't that thought that, that didn't dig the score and thought that it wasn't one of his best. I and I was like, I, 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 was I like, can't relate. Can't I relate. can't either. It's all subjective. When all green started playing in the theater, I was like, oh my god, I transcended. I was like, yep, yeah. yeah but 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 the, but I so I don't know, Dave. I'm not sure, like, because I get what you're saying, but I don't know, like, because for yeah, me it was but, just like, yeah. But if you uh, like, when I was streaming into my TV and HBO Max, it's like you know, it's just in the normal like sixteen sixteen nine, right. and I'm just kind of like, well, why is it that that happens? But then like when it came to Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's like, I mean, he literally had the whole format was the four three, and I'm like, yeah. I'm just kind of like wondering what's what's the logistics of trying to like achieve something like that, you know, to have. Well, it's kind of like, you know, when you it, it's like when you watch the Nolan movies, especially like yeah. the Dark Knight movies, like if you get the Blu-rays mm-hmm. like like Dark Knight. Dark Knight's a good example. Of Dark Knight's a great example. The, the IMAX scenes take up your entire screen. Yes. The non IMAX scenes, you get bars. The bars. Yeah. Yes, and exactly. it swatch it. Now, if you watch yeah. it digitally, it doesn't change. It's only if you have the physical copy does yeah. it, does I, it I, shift. I, and, and when I'm watching it, and when I was watching Dune on either IMAX screen, there are the scenes that's like bars. Mm-hmm. And then there's the scene that's, no, I'm getting the whole ass screen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know there's like scenes like that because I saw that, it, that like, some of the scenes that you did get the bars, but of course the the big huge scenes were just full on, just you know, and it's just gorgeous. But I just you know, and when it but when he when you yeah, I just kind of wonder like what, what was the whole like thing when it comes to like watching it at home where you don't get that whole thing unless I don't know, I don't know. I just I I just wonder what the whole logistics of that whole thing when it comes to home video, and uh, you know, do you get bars on the side or bars on the top you know which like what what determines each one like you know especially when you have specific scenes that are shot specifically in IMAX you would think they would just go all right we're gonna make this we're gonna put the bars right here but then we'll of course put the bars right here when they're shot close-ups and you know coverage yeah. shots, whatever the hell no I you know, know you know for home video I just I just don't because when I put it on I'm like god damn we're missing some good coverage right here like with this shot right here this this and wide shot so they're not getting it too like it is so vertical vertical movie yeah. it's That's such weird. a vertical movie it, and i mean it, it's funny it, too man. because i mean even like the the corridor the court the corridor the corridor crew who talked about zack snyder's justice league they talked about how the four three aspect ratio just made these made every character look like they're much like bigger mm-hmm. and grander than yes. the normal movies. You know, there's something about that four, three aspect ratio. And I think that's what Zack Snyder, that's why he's like, come on, you got to respect this because yes, even when I watch Zack Snyder, I mean, I haven't seen that on an IMAX screen. Hopefully maybe one day we can, 
But when I watch it on here, it's like, yeah, when I watch Justice League, his Justice League, these characters look larger than life than when I watch Avengers Infinity War or something like that. You know? Or just... even or even Endgame. Endgame. Well, I'm just I went for Infinity War because well, I like it better. You know, what what was crazy? Fair enough. I got you. I got you. With, with them putting it in the in the full aspect ratio or whatever, it was like yeah. I had uh, I had a friend that posted that they were watching it and they took some shots of their TV and I was like, "Are you watching the 2017 Justice League or are you watching Zach's Justice League?" And they were like, "No, it's the new one on HBO Max." And they had just like went on their TV and done and they the, adjusted the, it. They made it fill mm-hmm. the whole screen. No, and I was like, oh, no, geez, God. Yep. I'm like yep. the way Zach yeah. shot this movie and the way this particular cut of it is framed. Well, you're literally going to miss stuff. Well, well, but that, but that's the yeah. difference between people who. I watch movies for the the artistry that like like I have trained and this kind of goes back to a conversation that Ray and I've had about like the way Ava DuVernay uh learned about movie making was I learned about movie making through special features and commentaries in yeah. which like, is how she learned which is how she learned I didn't go yeah. to film school everything that I know about how the sausage is made is because Back in my day, we got good <laughs> shit of special features when you bought a DVD or a Blu-ray. Yep. And I would actually spend the time, like, me re-watching a movie would be, I'd watch the movie. Then I'd watch the movie with however many, because sometimes you got three or four commentaries. Oh, the oh there was, oh, yes. there were, And, and, and it could be, because you'd get, you'd be like the director and maybe a couple principal actors, but then you'd also have some of the editors involved yeah. and then uh maybe a producer thrown in there as well I, you know the matrix the the trilogy they had like i think each movie had three different commentary tracks one was uh like carrie ann moss and i think john gata who was like the, the visual effects artist and then another producer and then there was another one with like cornell west and the philosophers and then there was another one that was just don davis talking about the score and i was like that's that's, awesome. That's how oh. I was with the uh, the Lord of the Rings box set. That came oh, the appendices. The appendices, and that's actually we were talking about about uh, Leo Leonardo DiCaprio hurting his hand, and that's how I found out about Viggo Mortensen when he kicks the orc Urukai helmet. He actually broke his toe when huh. he's yelling out hmm. when he thinks that they got the hobbits, and he kicks it and he screams, and it's in the movie, uh, and he falls to his knees, and he actually broke his toe doing that. It. it he was wearing really soft shoes because it wasn't a stunt day and it just, it just went right there and broke his toe. And that's stuff like that. I would have never known if it wasn't for special features. Like, and I just love that kind of stuff. It's just so yeah. interesting. And now like you, you get a physical disc and I'm glad it because you know, you, you get, I don't care what people say. You get a better quality movie. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you get better picture, you get better sound on a disc. I I will be the first to be the Harris tick who has yet to watch my 4K of Zack Snyder Justice League just because, I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to watch that sucker, I need four hours. Because I don't want <laughs> You know, four hours. I, I need four hours. Yeah. And I, I don't want to stop because I've been told that some of the issues I had with maybe some VFX shots streaming on HBO Max, I've been told the f- quality of the 4K alleviates like it doesn't it actually looks like the problems go away right and but yet you look at special features like well there's nothing on here it's like and i'm sick and tired of that used to be 
was like, oh, that used to be my reward yeah. for mm-hmm. buying physical was yeah. they gotcha. messed that up so much because you're literally missing special features from a guy like Zach, who is the most excited oh, person about talking about the making yes. of the movie. Yeah. He will talk for literal hours about how he did certain things. And well, you and that's didn't why didn't even record a commentary, like, right? Oh, and and that's why I love at least when they did the BVS remaster. You know, it was like I got a brand new commentary track for the entire movie. Yeah, and you better believe the first time I watched that remaster, I didn't watch it for the movie. I I watched it for the commentary track. Well, you know, and and I feel like unfortunately, commentary tracks just got lost in. You know, they the, totally the, did. The, the digital and streaming shuffle. Like, mm-hmm. there's no need for them because it, that's why, you know, like, there's, you know, nowadays, what would you do? Like, if you wanted commentary, well, you just watch a featurette or you just look at a YouTube video or, or see an interview or maybe he'll do a streaming event, right? Like, that's that's what they would do now, right? Like, like what he did with Man of Steel. That's what, yeah, that's what uh, did, yeah. So, like, that's that's how they would do it now as opposed to spending money on a commentary track to put on a physical disc that you know they're not even certain like they they want maximum bang right yeah. so put it on the put it on the internet or, or what they've been doing now is that they need exclusives so like you don't get the commentary like shazam you don't get the commentary track on the disc it's exclusive if you buy the itunes version right mm. that, right oh. exactly yes yeah. that's I why mean, i'm glad for stuff like like you have in zach on your show dave is because like He's been on here and like he's always so chill and he's just like talking about all the stuff that he did with the movies and like stuff that he put into it. And I'm glad that something like that exists, like him being on the show, because otherwise I wouldn't have heard like half of that stuff. Yeah. Half of the mm-hmm. little in, little tidbits that I know about the movies. Yeah. I mean, if he wasn't on people's shows and stuff, he wouldn't have a way to like tell anybody unless he started a YouTube well, channel. But, <laughs> but that's actually something that I've noticed, though, is that you notice now that he's now that he's like in with netflix now you know how like now he's 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 in forbes he's in he's this yeah. he's in that he like he's like the, the only shit i'm seeing now is from you know the 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 random tweeters on twitter it's like he's getting on the big like he's getting on the big podcast he's getting yeah. on the big youtube channels he's getting mm-hmm. interviewed by the major publications it, it it's reminding you of the days before the dark times before the dark times no but i mean like i mean how, it's how, like Net- netflix is willing to go yeah go, go i mean how, how awesome would it be movie, though please. how awesome would it be though it's like when it comes to commentary tracks it's like how i mean you want to I mean, to listen to Quentin Tarantino talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with a producer or whatever the hell or with anybody like like we want more. We How much would people flock to that? I mean, even with Zach and like how much would you want to hear Zach and Deborah just talking about certain things? I mean, or even or even them going back or even them going to back. Like, could you imagine like Zach and Christopher Nolan talking about Man of Steel because Christopher Nolan was a producer he wasn't just executive he was a producer he was on set he actually was like recommended zach can you imagine those two talking about that movie i i i would want i would want a zach snyder chris terrio or yes i i I would want to comment yes absolutely i would want that commentary track but i think that's the problem is that the way movie consumption has become 
I don't – what I think the studios are seeing, one, there is a decline in physical sales. That, that's, that's an objective yeah. fact. Unfortunately. And I believe we've gotten it because of just shifting consumerism. We have people who just want to watch and move on. There are anecdotally fewer of us who actually want to take a movie and 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 basically what it is, it's study the movie. It's like what I tell tell my students, like, just because you read the chapter one time doesn't mean you get everything out of it that you're going to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it does require you, I know this is going to shock you, rereading something two or three times. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I can teach the same book for nine years and I can still find something different in it after the ninth year of yeah. reading the same book. Like it, you know, it, it happens. And it's movies. Like it's movies are a form of literature. And some of us, treat it as there's an onion there for me to constantly be peeling and i just feel like in total there are fewer of us who look at our literature and our media and consume it in that fashion there's too much of i've watched it check the box move on well totally more about it's more about people like oh i like watching movies rather than i just love movies like I love yeah. everything that goes into the movies and, and things that have to do with the movies rather than just nowadays most people they, they go on Netflix, they find something they want to watch, they pop it on, and that's it. Like they don't think about it beyond like what you were saying, they don't think about it beyond, oh, that was cool. Like you know it's, their brains. And I'm and I'm not ju- and I'm not and I want to say I'm not judging that. No, I'm just saying cool. I'm just saying that is a shift and that yeah. then explains why these things that we like there is less of it, it, it's the difference between like the art form and content because like that's how people and that's like the the mindset that's the behavior that people largely exhibit now is content consumption as yeah. opposed to art form enjoyment well and I, and you know i don't know about like when you guys you know were kids but like you know, I had like a back in my day. Back in my back day, in our yeah. day. Yeah, I can't even do that here. Everybody's older than me, but uh, <laughs> like, but like, I, you know, I had enjoy that. I didn't have <laughs> I, I didn't have internet when I was a kid, so like, I had just a bunch of VHS tapes and DVDs and stuff, and yeah, that was that all young. I had. Like, like, so I would put on Lord of the Rings, and I was done with Lord of the Rings, and I was like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm going to watch the, all this stuff that's with it. And, and I, I feel like now it's like with with we have such quick access to everything, and kids now have such easy access that there's no shortage of like you can just oh I'm done with this movie or this show I can just immediately start watching something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I got so much time as a kid when I watched a movie to like sit with it and think about it. Yeah, you know you know what else too, Aaron on that score, same thing. Like this happened today when I saw Eternals, and and Dave, you'll understand this because you've seen it one of the criticisms that has come through with Eternals is there is definitely still the idea of they're still just pushing you to the next thing. Like there's still an element of like, and that's how that franchise is constructed. There is a consistent, all right, you've seen this, get ready for the next thing that's happening. Right. And so, you know, like in traditional MCU fashion, mid credit scene, post credit scene. Yeah. What did I do when I got in my car 
because of something that happened in the post credit scene. I pulled up my phone and I Googled it. Yeah. To because, find out what it was. Yeah. There was, uh, I was a little, I was like, uh, what was mm-hmm. that? And I was like, oh, it was. Well, it, well, was. it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I found out what it was. I was like, all mm-hmm. right, that's cool because the mid credit scene annoyed the shit out of me because of my, yeah, I'll, yeah. I, was, yeah. I, mean, I won't say it. We won't say what it was. I mean, it was, some people yeah. already know what it is, but I'm just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like when I saw the reaction, I went, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. You guys aren't even here for that. Right. But you're here for something else. Um, no, but what I was going to say is like, uh, going back to commentary tracks is like, I remember one of the, one of the, one of my favorite commentary tracks was for not another teen movie. The entire cast did a commentary track. I mean, you're talking about Chris Evans, Jamie Presley, and all these people that were part of that cast. And they were just bullshitting and talking about this whole movie. Oh, God. It was so fucking great. It was so great. I'm like, why can't we have... I mean, people, like, they do the live tweeting thing. Cool. But can we... Please tell me. All talk about it please tell me that you have listened to the commentary track for mall rats no it is the exact same thing oh my god yes exactly what exactly what you just described Yes, Dude, I have exactly listened to that, you, and it's yes. fantastic. It's out you have fucking Kevin Hart, you have well. Ben Affleck, you have Jason Mewes, and they, they fucking make fun of Jeremy London so much. So, yes, oh, my yes, God, because Jeremy London's not there, but Jason Lee, Ben Affleck, Kevin Smith, and Jason Mewes are there. And they just fucking <laughs> – they, yeah. like, tear into Jeremy London. But it's hilarious. They talk about how he crosses his arms so much in the movie and stuff. It's hilarious. Thank you for bringing that up because yes. also a great commentary track. Yes. And and, and it, it was similar for – like, I think – because, like, I think Dogma was another one where they got yes. – like, not everybody. Like, I don't think Rock or, like, some Hayek. No, no, no. F, but it was, it was the core group. It was the core group of those guys, yeah. Yes. Totally. No, but see, that's I mean, that's the shit that people want to hear is like just bullshitting and like talking shit and just talking about the movie and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. And you know, there are DVDs that I still own. Like I upgraded the movie to Blu-ray or it's a movie that I got digital and I got the HD version digitally. But because of commentary tracks or documentaries, I refuse to get rid of. The, like yeah. I don't watch DVDs anymore. DVDs is now two generations. It's crazy right? old right? of media, but there are some DVDs that because I don't want to because no one has replicated the special features on that. I'm holding on to it. Do, yeah. do, 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 do you know how I found out that Ghostbusters, the first Ghostbusters movie, was over budget by a million dollars? Because you know how I found that out. Is a commentary director. Right? Ivan Reitman, Joe Medjuk, and Harold Ramis. Yes. Yes. That commentary I mean, track. They yeah, told I mean, the whole story. I found out how Isaac Asimov was pissed at them for blocking New York traffic. Yeah. I found out how <laughs> William Atherton got off of a bus because and got called dickless by an entire bus full of people, like randomly after the movie. Like these are all stories that they told. Yes. Like, in, in the middle this of is, the, this the is, it's a lost art. Like what like like I said, now they do this like, hey, join us in a live tweeting thing. And it's like, that's eh, something. But I want to hear all you 
converse with each other and just kind of like, and we have the technology for that now. You guys can do that in the comfort of your own home. And and even if it's not a commentary track, I want to talk about like Empire of Dreams. Like that, that, that documentary from the, when they finally released the entire trilogy on, on DV, uh, that was DVD. That was the DVD. No, I think that was, Was I think, I think that was the Blu-ray. Was I think the, it was the Blu-ray release. It was the Blu-ray. It was the, the it was the, the first Blu-ray release. The yes, because it's sorry, been released on bought, Blu-ray a dozen times. I and I've bought so many different versions of Star Wars at this point. It was the first <laughs> one. It was the silver. Yes, case I know what I know which one you're talking about. Yes, thing, and then, or like when Ridley Scott did the final cut of Blade Runner, there's a documentary on on that Blu-ray that is almost as long. Like or longer than the movie itself about the making. I wish of I had that version. I have the director's cut, unfortunately, and oh, I ha- and I hate it. Uh, it, it. It's the one with the commentary, whichever one that is. Like where where uh, Decker is commentating over his. Over no, that's the oh, theatrical. Yeah, that, that's theatrical. Oh, so oh, I have theatrical. The okay, cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> theatrical <laughs> is literally the only version with the voiceover. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Every it. other version got so, rid of the voiceover. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. It's so, I, it's so like twenties noir film for me. Like, and I like those, but but you know, the, you know the story like, behind that, right? Runner, yeah. Harrison Ford hated doing it so much he intentionally it performed it terribly, thinking the studio would cut it, and they kept it. You can tell he's just oh, so yes. disinterested. Yes, and uh, we're investigated, and uh, that, 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 I, that, that, I, like I, I have the, yeah. I, I have the Blu-ray that has all five versions, and I never watched that version. I, no, I watched, watched it one time because I got the when the I, I didn't I got the blue where I got the DVD because I didn't have a Blu-ray player at the time when that came out. So I have the Voight comp case of. <sighs> The DVD with, with, with Gaff's origami and the ship yes, inside. and the yes. little and the spinner car. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm never getting rid of that. No, of course no. you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But then no, I got but... the Blu-ray with, but I got the Blu-ray case you're talking about with all five. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need it on Blu-ray, but I'm keeping my Void Comp case, and I just ordered today because I have I ordered the 4K of Blade Runner Final Cut. And the 4K of Blade Runner 2049, because Ray and I have had the story where I got the Blu-ray steelbook from Best Buy, because that was back in the day when they would have one kind of steelbook for the Blu-ray and one kind of steelbook for the 4K Mm -hmm. before they just gave you... Morons. I know, right? But the problem was, I liked the Blu-ray case better than the 4K. For for, for 2049, yeah. I would agree with that. So yeah. what I did was I just ordered the 4K of 2049, and I'm just going to take out the one, DVD and put 4K cause, in it. Reg- well, because the regular one is is has col- has all the colors, like the orange and the blue, mm-hmm. and the 4K one is just silver with black lettering. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Scott's <laughs> looking for it. I'm looking for it right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, an yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you. What's I'm that? Dip. All right. Yeah, I gotta hit the yeah we'll probably too. end it soon, but yeah, thank you, Aaron, man, for joining. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Good to see you yeah. guys. Good to actually be in a stream with you guys. Hey, yeah. same with you. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice to meet you in person yeah, in too. Person. Like yeah. Over, yeah. Right. person, yeah, in person. Yeah. This is about as yeah. person as we get these days. Yeah. I mean, true. let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still true. waiting. I'm still waiting for the day that we do actually like, like, 
physically occupy the same space. I'm hoping for a con or something, man. That would be sick. Uh, It'll happen. It'll happen one of these days. Don't worry. I I owe everybody a drink. (laughs) According to me, back in March, I owe owe everybody a hug. So, (laughs) hey. (laughs) There it is. All right. Go ahead and plug yourself, uh, Aaron. All right. um, Aaron Bailey Art on um, Twitter and Art of Aaron Bailey on Instagram. And uh, just check out some – I just do some cool pieces and stuff every once in a while. I also do (laughs) photography. That's mostly on my Instagram. So go check that out. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. See See you guys. Take it easy. No, but uh, the commentary track is a very lost art. It very much is. Um, I don't think he – well, there you go. I was like, oh, did you realize how to get out of this thing? Yeah. Um, no, but like, I mean, I, I just kind of wonder about that. But then at the same time, I'm like, maybe studios don't want that anymore because, hey, they're going to reveal why, how we interfered with our, with this movie, you know, nowadays. Oh, that's, like, that's oh, yeah, probably, they, that's yeah. probably they, they probably didn't want him. That's probably exactly, probably the primary that's reason. That's what I'm thinking. I have mean, one for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Dude, I mean, four like, hours of him talking about how. Commentaries. Like, I mean, right. especially, I remember going, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, uh, I remember listening to the Blade Trinity commentary and uh, it was Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel and David Goyer, no Wesley Snipes. And yeah. Ryan Reynolds talked about how much Wesley Snipes did not like him. And he was like, yeah, he just was like, you know, and you just kind of wonder like when it comes to commentary tracks back then, when, when, when that was the thing, when, maybe the actors or the director would reveal too much. And maybe that's why they, we don't hear but about that's those. That's why anymore. we wanted and that was I know, but we wanted to listen. To I know them. that's yeah. the thing. The audience craved it, but they were like, this makes us look bad. And maybe Wesley Snipes like, did you hear that shit? What the fuck? You know, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, yeah. that's, I'm kind of wondering if that was ever the case of. Oh, probably. And Pro- so, I mean, so there's so many possibilities. And the fact is, is that we don't get the thing that we love. Like, I cannot tell you how much movie making I learned yes. from just that. And it's it it was fun for me. I wanted to know how the sausage was made. Um, and I liked it in that sort of anecdotal story as we're watching the movie. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then you get some stuff where like the director goes, Oh yeah, by the way, this is like, uh, see that shot right there? That was on a different day. And then we cut back and then we decided to like rework this scene like this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, I mean, there's just stuff like that where you kind of go like, oh, well, shit. So that was like shot like right. this or something like or, that. I or, didn't notice that until it was pointed out. Or, or like I remember uh, Pulp Fiction, the adrenaline scene, yeah. like the, the finding out that that's actually Travolta pulling the needle out of Uma Thurman's chest in reverse and not actually stabbing her. Like that was part of like, I I forget where where did I hear that from, but just stuff like that. I didn't know that now. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, cause, cause, well, cause I mean, instead of like, cause you know, I mean, it's a needle. Like, it's like, okay, instead of stabbing her, it's actually him. You would have to do something like that. You couldn't just punch her in the chest. Exactly. Fake needles. Cause that could still fucking hurt. That would still hurt. Yeah, exactly. And, and so that, and that, so that ends up being that. I think that was the first time I learned about anybody using the trick of reverse shots. It's like, okay, if you're like, if there's a motion, like a crawl is another example. Crawl. Where <laughs> yeah. he's like, I, I love that movie. 
I love yes. that movie. Data I haven't seen that. I, I got to revisit that. I used to watch that so much as a kid. But, I loved that but movie. The, the the glaive, because of how like dangerously sharp it was, yeah. like the shots where he's like bringing it back in his hand, total reverse shots. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. tell when you go when you go back and look at it. You're like, no, he's not catching it. He's throwing it, and they've just reversed the shot. So stuff like that. Bring back commentary tracks, god damn it! I think that's a good way to end the uh, stream tonight. Um, this is hashtag a great release bit. the commentary track. Yeah, release <laughs> hashtag. I know, I know. We got to start a new thing here, but I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, they do these live Twitter things. It's like hey. I know, and I and I, I'm yeah. just not into that at all. I'm not. All, I'm at not. All. No. I mean, that's why, like, when we do when we did like live watches, like when we did the live. I mean, the last live watch that we did with the group was for. Uh, justice league that was so much fun just to fucking just drill into it of any but i mean that's totally different from a commentary track obviously because we were just fans that were just like fuck this that movie a, it's a, that was a riff track that was a yeah. riff track yeah that was <laughs> so. just like uh hey th- we're retiring this movie and blah 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 but i'm just saying like like i said one of the best ones was not another teen movie they had a majority of the cast and they were all just watching the movie and just talking about it and shitting on each other and talking about how they crafted certain scenes. You know, it was just really great just to see that. And I think even, uh, you know, the super trooper guys, broken lizard, they used to do that with their stuff, but they would divide it. Like Jay, who was the director, he was like, I think with the producer and they kind of did their own track. And then the rest of the guys did their own thing. And then there was like stuff like that. And, you know, it was actually better because when it was director and producer, it's like they talked about the more technical stuff, which was cool. But then it was cool to hear like the actors and they just were like, oh, yeah, remember that scene? Remember that day when you were fucking, you know, you know, you were doing this and you you did that that day. And we had to like achieve this scene because you were like, you know, you made me laugh. That was a fucking outtake we used in this, scene. you know, stuff like that. I love that. I just love that kind of stuff. But anyways, great. Great stream tonight, guys. I'm feeling good. That's for damn sure. We talked a lot about uh, Army of Thieves and our theories. Well, we didn't really talk about... Well, we talked a little bit about theories. I think the thing is is that I I just... I don't have theories. It's like, I don't do fan casting, and I'm not really (laughs) big, and and I'm not big on theories, because it's like, I'm too busy exploring what's actually in in the movie. Yes. Okay. Totally. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm with him on that because, like, I mean, dude, the, dude, the think tank has been in full force since Army of the Dead was released. True. And the, the cork boards Which have is just gotten. It is a good thing, but the cork boards have just gotten bigger in the last week with Army yeah. of Thieves, and it's just like everyone is Charlie Day from Yeah Always Sunny at this point. And I'm like, great. It, on the one hand, I'm like, great. I'm glad you guys are this enthusiastic about it. This is awesome. I, I'm, I'm not there with you because exactly. I just want to, I'm like I said, just want to, like Scott just said, I want to enjoy what is there and not worry so much about what is happening because that's when last Jedi occurs. I don't want that. <laughs> and I don't want that to occur. You mean the, you or, mean the, or gray, the, the gray Jedi going to show up, right? Or the gray Jedi going to show up? Yeah, I, I, yes, I, I was, I, I've, I've, that, that has to be the movie that I was the most wrong on. By far, but it wasn't just me. I know I wasn't the only one that was that wrong. The difference is I wasn't pissed, and I'm still not pissed. But so many other, but yeah, I just 
at that point, it's like, nope, screw it. No more speculation. Just let it happen. Just enjoy it. Hopefully. <laughs> so here it is. There yeah. it is. All right, let's go around the horn and uh, plug ourselves. We'll, uh, of course, start with you, Ray. 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 <sighs> Love it. Two more weeks. Two more weeks, dude. I have my oh, ticket. Bro, I have yet. my ticket. Fuck Oh, uh, cannot wait. You know we're talking about that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my oh, God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, at the Flightcast uh, on Twitter, uh, theflightcast.com is where you can find my show and my blog. Tomorrow uh, will be my review, my full review. Uh, spoiler free of Eternals. Um, the twenty, I'm twenty six for twenty six with MCU movies in the theater now. I've seen them all in the theater. For all the people who think I hate going to the theater, I don't. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, and then Scott did thank you for graciously plugging my Patreon earlier. Patreon.com/slash/theflightcast uh, with my flight report episodes. Uh, okay, I get to tell you this because Brent's not watching anymore. I'm pretty sure. I read Back in Black. Brand new, one more day, brand new day. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear this. Yes, review is coming for all of those, yes, for sure. Oh, uh, Bryn hates those so yes. much. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so there's that, and then, like I said earlier, my, my Denny Villeneuve reviews of Sicario and Enemy and Prisoners are up there as well, uh, plus a, a ton of other bonus content too. And, I, and you mentioned Monday Morning Sports Ball, which I'm now doing. Uh, every Monday, which is my sports show to talk about the week that was. I was really doing it because I needed to vent about Michigan, Michigan State. That weekend did not go well <laughs> for me <laughs> whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, but I'm going to continue doing that because I do enjoy talking sports. And Brent and I will be reviewing, uh, doing our normal review of Eternals on Fans Without Borders uh, for uh, Squadcast Media. On uh, We'll be recording Sunday. It'll come out Monday. Speaking of sports, man, jeez, I had a downer this week. I'm sure you saw it, Ray. Buster, uh, Posey, Buster Posey retiring. Oh, oh, yeah, good. yeah. You know what? That was bad. Yeah, I, I, heart of yeah. the Giants catcher. Oh my God! I, I, look, dude, you you had him for how long? Only twelve years. But still, thirteen. 13. Well, now twelve because he opted out last year. But tw- 12 years of like seriously one of the top five catchers in major oh, yeah. league baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you just, you, 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 you can't, you know, I mean, I, you know what power to him. I'm like, I get it. Cause he got injured a lot. He wasn't built like a catcher. So, you know, I, I get no, it. He, 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 he always reminded me of Maurer. Remember Maurer over at, uh, at, 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 at with Minnesota years ago. Joe Maurer. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He, he Posey always reminded me a little of him. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I thought Posey was better. But like, yeah, Posey was a great. I mean, he was a great catcher, but I mean, but he just got injured way too much, and I think it yeah. just got to him. I mean, he's only thirty four, and I'm like, God damn, and he's retiring yeah. already. It's like, but you know what? Power to him. He's got twin girls now, and I, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. The, like, the, 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 the Giants will be fine. You want to, what? You want a hundred? It's going to be a big hole. It's going to be a big hole. That, yeah, that, but that, it, that, that's going to, that they're going to have to fill. But yeah, I mean, hopefully I, the rest of the the lineup can do it. But man, that was I, I when I read that I was like, and then I watched the conference too, and I was just like, yeah. I, I would be more worried if the Giants were in the American League. Mm. You're in the National League. I feel like you can. I feel like you have a better shot at like filling that void it, it, it is a tough 
pill to swallow. I, yeah. And quite honestly, the sports news this week has been so crazy, especially in the last 24 hours with this Aaron Rodgers and OBJ stuff. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, what, what, so it's like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. But you're right. So yeah, I hear you. Devastating, but what can you do? All right. And then finally, well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found, where this week we will be discussing the Darwin Cook classic, The New Frontier. And uh, we are on Facebook, Vero, YouTube, the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. Saturdays with this guy talking about Batman, the animated series. Time to be determined. We'll Tomorrow, we'll be talk- yeah. We'll, we'll be discussing a in Crime Alley. Oh, I do want to remind you that you can find both Ray and myself tomorrow night at the Geekverse podcast on the yes. 24-hour charity stream where we will be on opposing teams. He's a wolf. I'm a ranger. It's more I'm time. so going to be watching this, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm like, because I know like a lot of people involved and you guys are in opposing oh, yeah. teams. I'm like, fuck yeah. So please look on either one of our profiles for a donate link for extralife.org to help the Children's Hospital in British Columbia. And then, of course, remember that pinned at the top of my account is uh, my team that we're walking for the Out of the Darkness Walk for AFSP. My team is Hope is a Thing with Feathers in honor of my wife's cousin who we lost this summer. Any amount would help. The link will take you to my wife's page because we're trying to trying to boost her numbers so but we would appreciate it and i'll be sharing pictures sunday from the walk nice awesome uh thank you guys uh thank you for everybody who uh, joined the panel tonight it was a great panel some good discussions everything like that make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave subscribe become a member if you want to patreon's down there everything's down there uh merchandise all that stuff and uh yes thank you for to aaron thank you to uh who else showed up ah, ohio yeah. dave ohio dave i'm like yeah i was like yeah yeah the the bourbon still very much kicked in but we're we're good anyways it's been a fun time and thank you guys for uh sticking with us and we will talk to you later 